You are watching the vodka stream. Don't do this to me. God damn it! Other breaking news. Water. Wet. Good. But it can be better. Hello, hello, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the Vodka Stream, how we going? Oh, we're here, it's Friday, thank God, right? It wasn't like it was that bad of a week, but still, always good that it's Friday. How's everybody doing today, huh? Already got my normal drink poured, my little vodka spritzer. That's right, vodka, half vodka, half LaCroix. There you go, cheers. Mmm. And then, of course, uh, whatever you have out there, you know, raise your glasses. We did lose an icon yesterday, um, Mr. Tim Sale. He, uh, he uh, another comic icon, comic book icon that we lost yesterday. You know, his illustrations were very distinct, very noticeable. I mean, obviously, he illustrated one of the best uh, Batman books out there, which is Long Halloween. So cheers to Tim Sale, man. Uh, we just keep losing some of these comic book icons, man. I don't know what the hell's happening. Anyways, okay. How's there are almost hit that again. Jeez. All right, who we got? Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. We got Tony. What's up, Tony? All right. And then uh we got Zed right here. Hey. How are the brews? Brews will be flowing, huh? Hello, Nighthawk. How's it going? Good to see you. We got uh Jose right here. Let's go Dodgers, boo, boo. Now they need to lose because the Giants won tonight. So that needs to happen. What's going on there? Tony, movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. I just saw Lightyear, good movie, but sadly was ruined with a bad movie theater experience. A couple, <laughs> baby. Why do people, I swear to God, why do people bring babies? Stop bringing babies to the movie theater, Okay. Uh, I stopped crying until halfway through, and then some little kid was talking behind me. Of course, I mean, that's going to be a natural thing. Uh, the screening I saw had some kids in it, too, and yes, they they were uh, talking. It wasn't too bad, but um, but yeah, sometimes it's just like, <laughs> why are you bring it? Why? Because like half the half the time you're watching the movie, like the, the parents are going, shh, shh, stop it, shh, shh, stop it, shh. It's like, oof, come on. If your, if your kid's not going to be able to sit down in a movie theater for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, then don't do it. Don't do it. Especially opening night. I don't know. But what's going on, Tyler? Sorry. Rant over. But it's just bringing a baby, though, is that's ridiculous. Those people are just totally inconsiderate. Totally inconsiderate. What's going on, Mama Film Junkie? Oh, my, my mic sounds weird. Is it off again? Hold on. Does it sound weird? Oh, my, my mic sounds weird. Yes, it does. I think my settings are off. Yep, sure is. Where is it at? Uh, audio. Is it that it? Yeah, that's why. Stupid. Check it. Check, check, check. Test, test, test. One, two, three. Sounds good now? Yeah, that's why. Hold on. Stupid. Check, check, check. Yep, there we go. We're good now. Well, I didn't have uh, this turned on. I had... Uh, well, I have like a secondary camera right there, and I had 
the audio and that turned on. So we're good now. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, Tim Sales. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yo. What is up? All right, where are we going? Who else is here? Who else is here? We got a Lakazoo. Even better, stop having baby. <laughs> or that. Yeah, I could do that. Reading uh, one of his books. Oh, yeah, Batman Ego. Great. That's a great book. Short book. And it's a book just really about Batman and his ego. Of course, it does have some rogues gallery people on there. But man, yeah, he had a very unique style of uh, illustration. So, yeah, happy 39th. <laughs> happy 39th to Superman 3. It's the one with Richard Pryor, right? <sighs> trying to remember that one. Maybe won't remember. I know. I know. It's like, don't bring the babies. Do not bring babies. I remember uh, one time when I saw Deadpool, the first Deadpool movie for the second time with my buddy, a couple brought their baby in a stroller and then they left after 20 minutes. It's like, yeah, you brought your kid to Deadpool. Fantastic. Some people, I mean, there should be like a, an instruction manual for when you become parents and right on the first page should be like, and by no means should you be bringing your kids to a movie until about six, seven <laughs> should be an age. That's what should be the case. I don't know. That's just me, though. What's going on, Selena? I know it's going on, Ben, too. Yeah, I see you. See you. What's going on, Mr. Milana? Great to see you guys. Ten-year-old babies. <laughs> uh, I remember when I saw um, I saw uh, Ford v Ferrari, and I don't know why this couple brought their young kids. Like the kid was asleep for half the movie and then he woke up and then he started running up and down the aisle that was behind me and he was hitting the seat. And I kept on going like, hey, like, and they're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like, why are you bringing this kid who's, who was napping and now is full of energy, was like six, to Ford v. Ferrari? <laughs> because that's a kid's movie, right? I don't know. You know how it is freaking kids but um anyways all right let's go ahead and get my guest in here and then yeah later on guys well uh, the panel and stuff we'll be talking more about i know like uh an article just came out talking about kind of like the ezra situation but um but we some of the folks some of the guys that'll be coming in we're gonna be uh going over some of the things like i've been telling you guys behind the scenes stuff that was kind of just uh getting uh, brought in when it can't when it came to um when it came to ezra miller stuff that wasn't said fully like publicly so we're gonna get some uh we'll get the panel in here you know nobody nobody knew well maybe well maybe one person that has been on the stream but not a you know, frequent person uh to talk about the situation a little bit more to get more uh info when it comes to that when it comes to the ezra situation joined the stream so that'll be in about an hour uh, but we're going to talk to Mr. Logan Swish right here. Uh, John Knight, if you guys know uh, John Knight, obviously he's been a, a frequent panel uh, um, participator. So uh, they, of course, do like a, a live stream once a week called the Film Cave. So I was like, all right, let's get uh, let's get Logan in here. So let me make sure the tweet is set. All right, here we go. Get that. Hmm. Gotta get everything set up here. Forgot to put my little icon up. See, I'm behind. I'm behind. All right, here we go. What's going on, Logan? 
Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks so much for having me on. No problem. Thanks for, thanks for joining. Um, first off, your hair is fabulous, by the oh, way. Well, thank yeah. you so much, man. I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the things that, uh, you know, would have watched your reactions or even watched uh, your streams. I'm like, man, this guy has like the way that you comb your hair like that, just that perfect wave. I mean... <laughs> It, it's taken some work over time, but I'm yeah. sure it has. And then you got the the silver in there. Is that just natural? That, that is just all naturally natural. Happened? I, okay, so uh, you're I one of those that got the gray early. Very. I mean, I've been going gray since about freshman year of high school, I think. Wow. And uh, I was one of those kids. This was back, you know. <laughs> snapbacks were big, and I was self conscious of it, so I wore snapbacks all day, every day, to where no one could see it. Yeah. And uh, and then. <laughs> I went to college, still wore snapbacks. They were still a thing. And then they started going out of style. And uh, I was like, shit, what am I going to do here? And yeah. then, of course, I go get a job. And it's like, oh, wait, yeah. you kind of got to just man up here. Exactly. And so I did it. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, kind of dig your hair. And I'm like, are exactly. you kidding me? Like this whole time, I could have, it would have been all right. Yeah. But, Isn't uh, that weird how that is? You get self-conscious and then exactly. all of a sudden you just lean into it and people are like, look at this guy. He's looking sharp. Yeah. But yeah, it was like one of the first times, I think one of the first times that I came across you is I was um, invited to, you, you were hosting a uh, trivia thing. Oh, this yeah. was like a couple few years ago, like sure. a huge thing on Zoom. You were hosting that, <laughs> all kinds of people there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a pretty crazy event. It was fun, a lot of fun. But sure, man, that was, it, I kept that was, I kept uh, getting stupid CW questions though, and I'm like, I'm not well, watching CW. So that's what's yeah. so funny because so John put all that together. And yeah, he was just like, hey man, do you want to co-host this with me? And I was like, sure, because I would suck. And then they have me reading CW questions. I've never watched. I watched <laughs> like three episodes of The Flash when it first started, yeah. and then I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And uh, I'm over here. I mispronounce people's names and I've got 50 people going, hey, like, like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm like, just answer the question. I, 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 yeah, they all suck. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was rough. I was like, yeah. why am I not getting because I, I tried with the CW, you know, I watched sure. like the first four seasons of um, Arrow and then I was like, all right, yeah. I'm done. We're first three seasons, The Flash. All right, I'm done. And then it was tried with Legends for a little bit. I know Superman and Lois is as uh, a step up for sure. I had to catch up on that, but yeah. Other than that, I was like, so then I was like, why do I keep getting these questions? Come on, I think I got a movie question and I answered it quickly too. And I was like, see, I'm called That's the film idea. junkie for a reason. Yeah, Damn it. I hear you. I, um, I'm notoriously anti. I I can't get into shows. If I <laughs> yeah. if I have to try to get into a show, it's tough for me. Just give me the movie stuff. It's a quick two and a half yeah. hour, you know, it's beginning, middle, end, and I'm done. You know, I yeah. don't have to waste yeah, time. Yeah, it could be pretty rough for me to try to catch up on a series. But, you know, I, I try to do my best when it comes sure. to, especially like, you know, the Obi-Wan Kenobis and the, you know, the Marvel yeah. stuff. And then, of course, the DC stuff. It's Stranger Things. You got to do that. But, um, yeah, it's it could be difficult to find time just to be like, oh, yeah, I got to watch another episode. Got to watch another episode. Exactly. Gotta watch and then binging, of course. If I if I could clear a Saturday, then I can be like, all right, let's right. do it, you know. But sometimes I'm just I'm just constantly busy. So yeah. where are you located at? Uh, I'm in Waco, Texas. Waco, so, Texas. Okay, so right you're in between hours, uh, Dallas and Austin. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's hot as hell. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's hot uh, here too. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It looks like it's hot everywhere. I saw people from Michigan yeah. posting 90 degrees and everything. And it gets humid where you're at, right? Oh yes. Oh yeah. It's it's yeah. fun. 
No, <laughs> oh, man, my dad, my dad, uh, when he was in the army, he was stationed at, um, uh, at Fort hood. Yeah. Fort hood. Yeah. Fort hood. Yeah. And, um, I remember one time I visited him, uh, during the summer and yeah, it was just sweltering, sweltering mm-hmm. the whole time. I was there for a month and it was just, it was all that concrete, man. Yeah. And then you're, <laughs> I mean, we're in like, yeah, we're in the middle of like nowhere. There's really nowhere to go. I mean, one weekend we went to Arlington and went to six flags and uh, sure. saw, saw a Rangers game and that was pretty grueling too. But other than that, it was just like, what do you want to do today? Let's just watch, stay, stay in and watch the movies. Maybe we'll go to the pool. That's about it. Right. That's exactly right. And if you don't wear sunscreen, you're going to die. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, that's the way it is. But see, that's, that's the one thing, one of the, the very few things that I like about California. <laughs> one of the things is dry heat. Luckily we have a yeah. lot of dry heat here, so it's not too bad, but uh, we've actually had some humidity lately, which is like, ugh, it's gross. Just absolutely gross. So, um, <clears throat> so you have a YouTube channel, obviously, if you guys want to uh, check it out, it's just, just his name right there, Logan Swish. How long have you had the YouTube channel? Oh man, maybe I want to say 2016 is back mm-hmm. when I started it. Uh, I actually started it with an ex girlfriend of mine, and we Uh-oh. like reacted as like a, a couple. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, you know that doesn't work out. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> when I mean, we did that for years, and uh, yeah, and then after that, I mean, I just kind of took it on. Uh, I'm married now, so it's kind of funny, but uh, which is still weird to say. Got married in November, and it's still weird. But uh, oh, yeah. Wow. So it was kind of, it was a, it was a fun time back then, but also I quickly learned like, Hey, don't, don't do your own channel with someone else. Like, especially a significant other, but like, I mean, it like became like, it was that thing of like, Hey, I I distinctly remember 100% and you'll appreciate this because you're a big fan of this, but it was when the Batman versus Superman trailer leaked. Oh yeah. I remember that. It was like, I want to say it was like 11.45 p.m. my time. And I look at my girl in bed and I'm like, get the fuck up. I'm like, we got to go. And she's like, not a chance. And I'm like, I don't care. Get up. And I made her do it because I was like, we got to go. You have to. It was the name of the game. I mean, especially, I mean, back then. And of course that, like I posted it and I was like, this, we might get deleted. I was like, I don't know. This is leaked. I was like, but we got to just go for it. And of course, I mean, it took that video exploded. It's still like one of my highest watched videos, but all those with her, I had to private because of course. And so like, (laughs) it's like just a thing. But, um, but I just distinctly remember people were like, from my high school were texting me going like, Hey, I just saw you. I watched the trailer because then they released it. Yeah. And they were like, your video is the next one up after watching it. And I was like, Oh snap. I was like, here we go. And you know, I'm reacting to the leaked one and I just changed the name to like not leaked. I took the leaked out. Yeah. Yeah. And just went, went with it and it was a fun time, but, uh, yeah, man, been doing this for a long time. Met John that way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, been doing our thing ever since. Yeah. And so, and mainly it's just reacting to stuff. Right. And then you guys do the stream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously I love talking about movies, Yeah, but it's that thing of, I do reactions to get people to come listen to me. Like that's the green light. And then hopefully they can stand me talking enough to want to stick around. That's kind of always been my idea. You're, you're unique when it comes to your reactions because you're very mellow, but you do react 
Yeah. In a way, like, like there's people that, geez, I don't know. And I've, I've had conversations with people about reaction videos is like, some people are just like, Oh my God. And they just are freaking out. And, Correct. you know, but there's some really good channels that are just great with that real rejects, yeah. uh, cyber nerds, those guys, anytime that there's a new trailer, I'm checking those guys out because right. they just have this energy and it feels natural. Sometimes Correct. with some people it doesn't feel natural, feels a little overdone, you know? And I'm I'm terrible at it. Like I I'll just I'm too busy like watching, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed exactly. to say stuff. You know? Exactly. But you you did a you do a good job of saying well, stuff, and but you stay pretty like mellow, which is cool too. It's that thing of I'm trying to do both. Yeah. Of like, because for every comments, it's like, hey, nice reaction. It's like, can you quit talking during the tra trailer? And I'm like, hey man. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's the whole point. To do. <laughs> and like, yeah, I always have to be like, hey, you know, I got headphones on. So like, yeah, I hear all the dialogue. Like <laughs> I can barely hear myself talking right now Over, because yeah. I have these. And so people can't seem to understand that. And I'm like, hey, go watch the video first that I'm reacting to. Then watch me. And uh, that's what not. you're supposed to do. It's like it's like yeah. when, the, when, the, when the trailer comes out, you watch it, watch it again, whatever. Then you go down go the rabbit reactions. hole of reactions. Exactly. 100%. It's what I do all the time. And yeah, yeah. but no, the, the natural thing, that was always something that I used to get boring reaction. Like, Hey, that was boring. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, I'm not trying to be over the top. I'm just trying yeah. to be real. And then I'm going to tell you what I thought and what I saw. Cause it might be something you either saw differently or the thing with me growing up with the reactions was I wanted to just see people feel the way that I felt. And, uh, and then even the people that are more knowledgeable than me can kind of, you know, teach me some things. And so that's what I kind of try to do. But it's still, it's so funny. The amount of people that are like, that sucked. And I'm like, a reaction, reaction can't suck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just not possible. Like, yeah, I exactly. Just want something. It's the, what do you want no from me? This is how like, I feel. And then, yeah, yeah, sometimes I'll get like people saying like, you didn't, you didn't really say anything. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I was watching the trailer. And yeah. then sometimes I'm like, yeah, the, the trailer audio was too high and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, huh. And then I started doing it on my live streams during the week. Like if a trailer just showed up, if it wasn't anything that showed up in the morning and it wasn't anything pressing, because I know how that is too. Like you said, you right. want to get that reaction video out when it's a big trailer that everybody's waiting for. Sure. You want to get it out as uh, early as possible because like, like what happened with you is like you get right on that first page people are going to click that thing. Oh yeah. That happened to me with the, uh, the, it happened to me with this, I think the second BVS trailer, the Comic-Con one, and then the justice league Comic-Con yeah. trailer. I got that up so quickly and I was, I was like a couple spots underneath and that thing blew up uh, right. a couple hundred thousand views and everything. So it's like, yeah, you want to do that, but yeah, sometimes it could be just like, Oh shit, Oh shit, Oh shit, Oh shit. You just go, 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 you yeah. know? And then you want to like, you want to be, a little bit more, you know, emotional, right. but at the same yeah. time, you don't want to, like I said, you don't want to be fake. I'm not going to well, start yelling and screaming. Cause it's also that thing of like, especially when those trailers come out in the morning, which I'm oh, thankful. Yeah. I, I have, a, I have a really awesome boss. He's a big nerd, just like I am. Nice. And he's very understanding. And so, you know, I go to work at nine o'clock and that's when a lot of trailers decide to drop for me is eight, eight o'clock, nine o'clock is around that time. Yeah. And when they want to be assholes, they can go 11 or noon. And I'm like, what? I'm already there. I'm already at work. But like, I'll text him real quick. Be like, trailer just dropped. I'll be in in 30, you know, kind of thing. But then it's that thing of like, okay, I'm reacting. I don't want to say too much because I got to get the, I got to edit this, upload it. Like I got to do all that. And I'm like, uh, 
Yeah, that was great. <laughs> like, I know, like, right? Exactly. Watching, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is, I'm, this is ridiculous, but hey, just go ahead and watch it anyway, I guess. You're already here. Got, got your ass. You know, like. Yeah, I know. I mean, and then and then sometimes maybe, I mean, I, I, I remember I checked out your Black Adam trailer reaction. You rewatched it again, right? Do you, yes. Do you, do you do that if you have just like enough time? Just rewatch I, I mean, again? yeah, it's a thing of like, well, there's some that I'm just like, okay, that was fantastic. Yeah. Let me go ahead and see that again. But um, yeah, I mean, because that's what's nice is my boss is like, hey, you're good, you know, yeah. whatever it is. And so, you know, it just depends if I'm like, oh, I got I know I got a job to go do. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I got to get this thing going. But uh, no, I do a repeat viewing. It's a rare thing when I do a repeat viewing. That's how, mm -hmm. that's how you know I dug the trailer or I, you know, maybe I missed some things or wanted to hear things a little bit better or something like that. But yeah, Black Adam trailer is great. Dug yeah. It. I was a little, I was slightly underwhelmed, but I don't know. I'm, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing that I would, I was talking to John about this. Yeah. Is I am worried to like, obviously the trailer's badass. Great. You know, whatever he's, he's doing a lot of mean stuff, I'm but it's like, thinking that might be somebody, you know, right there. That, that's my boy right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was worried about like the rock is like charismatic and that's why yeah. highest paid actor right now. And we love him to death. But like he's got no, he can't show off his charisma. Just the, killing people all the time. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm interested to see. You know, so we got a little bit of uh, a humor there at the end. I'm not going to say it necessarily fit into the trailer well, uh, <laughs> because it what the trailer was like very straightforward. Like I'm a badass. I don't mess around. And then we have you know windows going up slow kind of thing. It's like all right, but um, I think maybe maybe they'll figure it out. I, I'm hoping so. I hope so too. Um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, The Rock is known for The Rock. He really stays in his lane. And you're drinking some red wine tonight. What kind of wine do you have there? Just a good old cab. That's that's nice. my thing. I, I'm not. Dude, that's mine. During yeah. the week with a steak, that's exactly. uh, Cabernet. Yeah. Perfect. All day long. Perfect. So I'm right there with you. I saw you took a drink earlier and I meant to ask. But uh, yeah, good choice. Good choice. Um, I like Yellowtail, that Australian wine. Oh, it's cheap. It. It's good. Exactly. It's yeah, love it. Anyways, yeah, the California wines suck. And, no, they don't suck, but they're, eh, anyways. Um, no, when it comes to that, it's like, yeah, you got Dwayne Johnson, like you said, charismatic, but he's always usually in the same lane. This is like him trying to veer off into a different lane, but it's almost like how much does he want to veer off, you know? And that's what that's where I'm kind of worried about is like, I want him to go full on, just be this crazy sure. villain badass and whatever the hell i know you're trying to do the anti-hero thing and that's fine but don't but just really go you know villain because that's not what you've done there Dwayne. you got it you got to start changing it up a little bit because let's face it been around for a bit i mean you've lasted great but you need to start changing it up just a little bit we like right. it when you're the good guy but now you're playing the bad guy it, like look what look at uh uh when tom cruise did collateral I mean, that was completely, he might, he sure. was going, he changed lanes like without signaling that motherfucker yeah. just fucking, <laughs> he just went for it and I'm going, okay, Tom, why aren't you not doing more of that, please? Right. I mean, I like the good guy shit and what you're doing and you're always the hero, but that was totally something that wasn't you and it was fantastic. Right. I need more Tom Cruise villain right here. Yeah. So I just want Dwayne Johnson to start like, hey. Just don't be afraid I'm, to go in that lane. It's that thing too of, you know, I, I'm thinking back to like, you know, I grew up on wrestling. Yeah. And The Rock could turn heel. Stone Cold could turn heel. I still loved them. Like that's still who I'm rooting for because they just had that, 
they're just badass and they're they got that charisma of like that that's the way it is yeah. and uh so i see i see it as going it's going to be very difficult for him to go villain yeah it and, is and uh and i <laughs> i hope he can figure it out um because it's even the thing of you know john is all over he's like this this guy's going to destroy shazam and i'm like yeah i get it but shazam's a kid they're going pretty deep into the kid thing. He acts like yeah. a kid when he's Shazam. You know, like it's just it's going to be weird. Yeah, it is. I'm going to most definitely not be able to root for Black Adam if he's just walk, walking up, finds out what I pointed out. I was like, so you're telling me he's going to realize that this guy that has his same powers and that whole family are all actually children like his son that died for him and he's still going to try to kill him? I'm like, that's pretty fucked up. Like, that is pretty fucked up. And that's going to be like, interesting to see how they tie that together. Yeah. Good I, point. And I don't think they have a clue how they're going to tie it together. They're just trying to make some <laughs> movies right now. And, you know, yeah, I mean, every, I know when it comes to DC, Jesus, everything's so up in the air right now. Yeah. I hear you. Um, even though I'm excited for all of it, uh, yeah. you know, even the Flash. Obviously, I mean, like one of my all-time favorite, you know, superheroes, and sure. and then we're finally getting it, and and everything I've heard about it too. I'm like, it just sucks because I've been waiting. We've been waiting for this movie for I don't know how many years now, five yeah. something, and it just this movie is flat out cursed. And then finally, when it goes into production, goes into post production, we're like, it's gonna happen. And then all of a sudden, all the controversy is coming out right now. And it's like, good Lord, really? Just can't catch <laughs> we're a break. Almost, yeah, can't catch a break. And it keeps on going. And uh, yeah, we're, we'll be talking about some information later when the panel comes on. Um, but still, it's just it's it's kind of a it's messy. And then of course, we have Aquaman with the Amber Heard stuff. And it's like, just can't catch a fucking break. Oh, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marvel's over here going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're on our like, you know, 50th goddamn, you know, movie or TV show or something like that. It's like I'm trying to think of who who's gotten in trouble when it comes to Marvel. I mean, I don't Nobody. I don't know. It's It's been um, now yeah, there hasn't really been any con the, the most controversial thing was uh, the Scarlett Johansson thing when it came to streaming and the blockbuster. Or right. Like right. Box office thing. That was controversial. Then, I mean, there's been like things, but there's never been an actor that's been problematic. Right. I, only other thing. I, I mean, the only one I can think of, I guess, two, if you really want to call it out, would be Terrence Howard didn't come back as Rhodey. Yeah. That's but the first one. And then Edward Norton was problematic on set. Okay, average gamer back. did say uh, Letitia Wright. I could see that a little Ooh, bit with all the shit, that stuff. Yeah. That is actually yeah. a good point because that yeah, that's they probably might have been actually reshot some stuff for Black Panther two yeah. because yeah. of that. Which yeah, is interesting. So yeah, yeah. good call. Yeah, go I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so that that she's probably been the most controversial when it comes to an actor, actress, whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a weird one to me. I mean, I don't know how you feel about how do you feel about that whole thing. Do you think they should have recast T'Challa? Personally, yes, I I, I would have. John is the exact opposite, and uh, and <laughs> it's course. tough because so like you were on. I don't know if it was this one, but the trivia thing that John and I did, we hosted. Mm -hmm. We were doing that when the news came out of Chadwick oh, passing away. I don't so know. Like, was that then? I, I don't. I, I want to say it was because you were in the mat, the one that was way too damn big. <laughs> yeah, I was in the I mean, big one. We went. Yeah. We we did a little much on that one, but this one was the smaller one. And okay. but no, that the news came out where all of a sudden one of the guys was like, "Hey, hold on, everybody." And he's like, "Chadwick Boseman died." No, nah, I wasn't and, on that one. Yeah. Okay. And everybody like 
I remember I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, I'm like, because I'm like, that's the most. Fucking with us. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, everybody, I mean, people are crying. Yeah. Like, everybody's dipping out. I mean, all this stuff. And I mean, John now, I mean, he wears, a, he wears a Black Panther necklace every day. All that. Uh -huh. Like, he's, he's that guy. And so he's like, no, out of respect, don't recast. But I was just, obviously, storytelling wise, I if I want to be selfish, but yeah. it's also just a thing of the character of T'Challa exactly. and Black Panther is so important that like, I think that there could have been an actor that could have come in and done it justice as a, you know, celebrating the character and celebrating Chadwick more. Exactly. Um, but that's just me. That's just personal. I understand other people's point of view and all that. Yeah. So do I. I mean, I get why, why they didn't, but at the same time, it's like he even had uh, his brother said that, Chadwick would have said, no, recast, keep, yeah. keep going, keep going. So, I mean, it's hard to, and, you know, we had, well, he's been in, he was in what, four films, but only yeah. one of like his, his own. Yeah. yeah. So to, to, you know, and then, you know, when it comes to this space, when it's like, Hey, we want a, we want diverse leading characters. I right. mean, Black Panther is like one of the top. That's the so best. To, yeah. yeah. To, so, so to not continue. So I'm just kind of wondering when it comes to the sequel, I'm personally wondering how they're going to pull it off. Correct. And then, you know, that I hope they pull it off because I like, um, What's the director's name? I always forget his name. Oh, Jesus. Um, Why is it escaping me? <laughs> it's escaping me, too. Yeah, I always forget, too. Uh, um, but... Um, no, Fruitvale Station. What am I... What, what is that guy's name? Yeah, I know. He he did also Creed. I'm like, totally... Somebody's going to drop it in the... Ryan Coogler. Got it. Ryan Coogler. There you go. I Thank you. Screw yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did beat the check. Good job. Because, yeah, then all of a sudden, somebody just posted it right now. Yeah, um, yeah good job. Ryan um, Coogler? No, but, Brian Cougar, <laughs> that's a good name. Um, no, but um, uh, you know, I, I I like I love him as a filmmaker. Every, right. Everything done, I've been a fan of. I think he's top notch. Uh, he's up there, and so I'm. I trust that he's pulling something off. But I'm just kind of going like, uh, um, wait a minute, what did you just say there, Lane? What that's got to be Cap. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> fired i saw the article i don't think he was fired they're just talking about it stop it lane i think lane's just being dumb right now uh no he wasn't wait was he no okay well they just because there's a quote in that deadline article that says ezra miller will, will be part of will not be part of the future dc projects that's sure. all that's said in there it wasn't saying that he was fired uh come on lane he wasn't fired I'm nothing new yeah, it's a it's a crazy situation. We're gonna get into it when the panel like shows up, right. for sure. Um, but um, yeah, fired. Stop it, Lane. Lane's funny. Um, but um, no, no. I think it um, when it when it comes to that, I'm just kind of curious to see what they do. But then I think like maybe I don't know. But I don't know. Who knows what they're what they're thinking of I mean, and what they're gonna do. When it comes to Black Panther two, that is most definitely the movie I'm most worried about. Yeah out of anything coming out like you, we have everything wrong with the flash and dc right now <laughs> yeah. i'm much more worried for black panther 2 because that is a full-blown mountain to have to climb over and figure out and I'll, I'll be honest i don't have a ton of faith i'm i'm sad yeah i don't really either <laughs> like a, after i heard them say which it's all rumor and all that kind of stuff it's not like i'm in in the know in the know but you know you listen to the people that you kind of trust online that, you know, get scoops right and things like that. And 
like they were shooting and then it was like Kugler's still finishing the script. And I'm like, that's oh, never good. Man. That's I'm never like, good no. when you hear that. I'm when like, you hear that the script is still being worked as they're shooting. I mean, yeah. we all remember Green Lantern. That was yeah, that was the same exactly. situation happened there where they literally didn't even have a full-fledged script. They were just kind of just going for it and that's what we got, folks, yeah. you know. So you got to So yeah. Definitely worried, but yeah. Who knows? I mean, I, I haven't I haven't been I've been known as like, "Oh, Marvel fanboy, blah, 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 kind of shit. And, uh, but literally I've had problems with every movie they've put out since the pandemic, like, and it's frustrating the hell out of me. So I hate that. I'm like becoming that negative guy. It seems like, yeah. um, but It'll like, happen. yeah, it's just it fr like, even like Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, the day that uh, that was announced, I was like, that is the movie I'm most excited for right there. 100% that's going to be insane. And I yeah. was like, that is so mid. It's not even <laughs> like, it's like not even good. Like it just frustrates oh. me. Oh, Logan. come on. It was something I mean, to do with Sam Raimi, dude. It was I, Sam well, Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, he has a, he has a style. He has a style. That's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you really, I mean, I, I get that when it was funny because when it was announced, I was excited because I'm a Sam Raimi fan. Sure. But my all time favorite uh, uh, horror movie is The Evil Dead. So I was like on board right away. And I'm like, oh, this will break a mold a little bit. This So hopefully, but I was worried that he I'm was going to be stranglehold. But yeah, sure. Hey, yeah, I mean, I, I'm all four different. It was just like it, it was the thing. It was the script, really. I mean, it, it, like I had I had some directing issues, too, but it was really just script. I'm like. I see that they, they it's not perfect for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what in the world? And you could tell that they were like, Hey man, we need this. To, we said this was going to be scary because Scott Derrickson was going to make it. And like, so just throw some scary stuff in there. And he's like, can it be campy scary? And they're like, whatever you do, you're yeah. Sam Raimi. And he's like, that's yeah, the thing. I see. I like that. The can't be scary stuff. So I, I, that's why I, I came out of the movie theater just like with a big smile on my face because I was like, cause I laughed at the fact that, um, that you know when i saw the reactions to it and some people were like it was very mixed and i'm going oh this is good this is good and then that's why you know but i'm not but but at the same time it's like okay but still it's not like it's not like i'm sitting there like oh, is this uh it's up there when it comes to marvel movies for me sure but it's not oh, like wow. gonna overtake some of the bigger ones sure and uh you know and it's dr strange and and yeah they're definitely there were some writing issues in there too and yeah you know, I could, you know, we could, I, I could rip it apart, but at the same time, though, I was just, I just like, I, I just love the Ramyisms that were in there. I was like, up, oh, sure. up, oh, there it is. There's the Ramyism yeah. right there, right there, right there. So, so I could appreciate that, but I, I get it though. I get it when people were yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Like seriously. <laughs> and then of course, then they said that there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people were hoping for more multiverse of like characters. Sure. And I was just like, I, I just laughed because when the Illuminati scene came. It just like struck me. I'm like, oh wow, all these fuckers are gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna correct. kill every one of them. And yeah. I was like, and I just kind of laughed when it was happening. I was like, oh Jesus Christ, I love it because people are are so disappointed that we got like a Reed Richards finally, of, you know, in this world, and uh, and he just dies. Spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti. I, mean, <laughs> I, that, I mean, that was, was, yeah. I, it's like, I really, when it comes yeah. to that Reed Richards thing, obviously, we've all been waiting and excited for that you know it's yeah. see what marvel's gonna do <laughs> now i'm like 
how are you going to save this guy? <laughs> it, it, it's kind of interesting because now it's like, are we, is it going to be full on John Krasinski that's going to be in the Fantastic Four movie now? And a lot of people are speculating that since John Watts is not directing it anymore, is he going to direct it? Right. Which I think would be cool because that would be something different because we never had the star of a, a superhero movie also direct. I and mean, we also had Ben Affleck do his. Sure do his Batman. But at the same time, that's, that's a whole different thing. That's, that's wearing a 30 pound bat suit and having to, you know, cut. All right. Walk behind, look at the screen, make sure that was good. Let's do it again. You know? And then after, you know, taking off the costume and then watching the dailies, you know, when it comes to fantastic four, that could be a little easier. I mean, obviously, yeah, Yeah. you're going to be a lot of the scenes, but you're just wearing a jumpsuit. It's nothing. Zip. You're out of it. Yeah. So I think I'm, I I really hope that he does it and they do. Yeah. Because even I've talked to people about it too. It was like, it was, I was like, oh yeah, it's cool. John Krasinski, but there was just not much there. It was very, yeah. We want to say mid that was mid. It was like exciting to see him. People cheered, but then it was just like some of the dialogue was kind of, eh. And then he tries to stop Scarlet Witch, turns into spaghetti and that's it. (laughs) I mean, no, because even to the thing of, John Watts, you know, I've liked all three of his Spider-Man movies. Uh-huh. They're they're good. Um, but he doesn't, I'm not over the moon about him. So as soon as they announced him, I was like, so we're going to have this lighthearted, you know, somewhat funny Fantastic Four. I was like, okay. You know, because I still have not even watched the Miles Teller. Oh. You know, <laughs> I, I just decided to not. But I wish you that we could... <laughs> Just, just have a bottle of wine. I mean, exactly. That's uh, yeah. It was funny because my cousin, uh, who's eighteen, he hadn't watched it, and like this was two uh-huh. weeks ago, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch that because after Doctor Strange, he had never seen any of them, any of the Fantastic Four movies, and uh, so he went back and watched all three, and it was funny because I was like, "Hey, first two are not bad." I'm like, "You yeah. talk about talk about campy yeah. and you know whatever, but they're early two thousands yeah. fun, you know." movies and then i was like now on this other one i haven't i haven't watched it i've heard it's you know the worst thing ever whatever and he was like okay yeah and he texted me while it was while he was watching it and he was like it's not bad so far you know whatever and then and then he he was like he actually said he's like i was falling asleep during it and so he's like i decided to pause it go to sleep wake up the next morning reverse a little bit because he's like i thought i wasn't I thought I was missing something because I was sleeping. He's like, no, this thing's a train wreck. He's like, I don't know what happened. He's like, that thing just exploded. And, uh, and so I don't, yeah. I, I haven't wasted my time with that yet. But you I should, like, everybody should, to be honest, right. because I saw it in the movie theater and you could tell that there's a good movie in there somewhere. And right. it just, the studio just kind of effed it up. There's right. like one particular scene when after the accident happens and, you know, they're all kind of waking up and they're in this facility that I thought was absolutely fantastic. And I was like, man, if they kept this tone this whole time, I think it could have been something really good, but then, yeah. you know, they just fucked it up with all these reshoots and it was so noticeable um, uh, from what's her name that played Sue storm. Cause they just had to slap a wig on her and it looked like they slapped oh, the wig right, that right. Jessica Alba wore in the original ones. Yeah, it was I, so, you could tell anytime there was a reshot scene, especially with her in it, because the wig was just so it just stood out. It was just radiated that fucking blonde, that 
platinum blonde and she wasn't yeah. platinum blonde right when they originally shot it, it was just she was blonde but it wasn't just and it was just coolly crap like what what are you thinking here you know <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, so when it comes to this new one now i like the idea of krasinski because i love the two quiet place movies there i mean oh yeah i think they're great and i also He's like great the idea director he knows how to do suspense he knows how to do family um and that's phenomenal so i'd be i'd be into that it is that thing of then i go into like the realisms of people wanting his actual wife to be yeah you know i'm like hey you know like they've got kids like young ones that you think they're they're gonna just give them to the nannies and let them go shoot 15 yeah. hour days every day for yeah. you know months it's like that's probably not gonna happen especially yeah. if he's directing on top of that you he's know like so but, busy he he did it for a quiet place so i don't know but i'm like this is a that is true thing, but it is true it's but a, it's not as big not as big and this is yeah. going to be something gigantic and you know a lot of people anticipating yeah i know everybody really wants to uh yeah they're like oh come on it's got to be emily blunt right i'm like eh, no nah, it doesn't have to be yes to be, but yeah and she's she's even shot it down so many times too yeah. that's what's so funny but uh you know it should be somebody else i think i don't think it should be i think that's just too on the nose to me but i guess we'll see but i really but i do like the idea of him actually directing it so yeah. but i yeah. if he even if he's not mr fantastic let him yeah. direct it i mean he already has the connection bring him in let him direct he can be something else down the line if you want true and just you know have him direct because he's a great director like i wish really people is. would just look at him as that sometimes because he is phenomenal and he almost was Captain America at one point, know, which, which is crazy. So he crazy. Was, yeah, I remember when that those rumors were about, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, he was reading, reading with people, and blah blah blah." And, and it he was had like, a really? suit and everything. It's like, dude, yeah. So but it just would have been. I mean, I think I think he could he would have pulled it off for sure. But yeah. I think they 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 found it. The you know Chris Evans, you can't go He's wrong with Chris Evans. Yeah, that guy, that's, and that's then you know. Yeah, so you can't go wrong with him. But uh, um, when it comes to, I mean, at least when it comes to DC, mm -hmm. you know, the one thing that's the shining light is the the very thing that's on your shirt right there. So, I mean, at least we have that. And thank God Matt Reeves is just like, I'm over here. You guys are over yeah. there. I'm going to no, stay in my nobody lane. Touch me. <laughs> nobody, no, there's not going to be any crossovers. There's not going to be any super human people, no metas, no nothing happening over here. It's just Batman and the Bat universe. And I'm like, thank you. Just, yes. And that's fine. And if whatever happens over here, if they have to yet again, you know, if they reboot everything and there's another Batman over here, fine. I don't yeah. care. Let it be. That's perfectly okay. But I want to see what Matt Reeves continues to do with what he's trying to do over here, what he's creating. What one hundred percent? I I love that he immediately is shooting down all that kind of stuff. Of like, oh yeah, oh no. I've and I love that they're like, hey, you've got full control. It seems like at least. I'm. I mean, this is this <laughs> always seen. Like, right? That's about yeah. I mean, they they could they could switch their modes pretty quick. But um, I I loved obviously the Batman absolutely fantastic movie straight up and down everything and uh yeah i need to see everything this guy has in his head oh yeah Just put it out there because playing of the apes movies as well they're so freaking good i mean how was that good i mean to be honest when i when any anytime that i revisit those apes movies i always just baffle i'm like man i mean this 
franchise started with the classic, like, you know, you damn dirty apes, you know, and all that. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous, but it was iconic at the time, which I totally respect. And that's why that first Planet of the Apes movie, I respect the shit out of it. And then of course, Tim Burton tried, (laughs) he tried. And, you know, for the most part, I know it gets a lot of heat for being like, but I was like, Hey, it wasn't bad. I remember going to see that one of the summers that I visited my dad and, And uh, we went and saw it, and we walked out. We enjoyed the shit out of sure. it. Sure, yeah. it hasn't. It, you watch it again; it, it didn't age well. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> age too well, but it's not a complete shit sandwich. But then, sure. when this new, um, this new franchise came about, and I always forget who directed the first one. Oh, I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, one. I totally. I always forget who directed the the first up apes movie but then when you know it was good and then matt reeves was like well you know hold my beer i mean matt reeves is very good at saying hold my beer when it comes to For things sure. because you know when it when it came to him doing batman and then um you know a lot of people were like all right how, how can it get better than the dark knight how can it do this and then when that first dc fandom trailer came out I and mean, that was literally a hold oh my, my beer gosh. moment because everybody was like what the fuck? I mean, how did yeah. he how did he make it darker? How did he make what the hell? Like it was just amazing. It was it was that thing of DC fandom did so much. Oh yeah. That first, I mean, th- you talk that about somehow, you know, DC was shambles. Oh, I yeah. mean, full shambles. And they can knock DC fandom out of the park. They were the first people to do anything like that when the when you know pandemic hit. Yeah, and then of course this the the Zack Snyder's Justice League that was a part of it too. Yeah. There was so much there. They, they went all out, yeah. and then of course it ends with the Batman. Yeah, and perfectly. that was like all. I, I was just like, get me this because I was I was dying to see something, and I remember I was sitting right here at this desk, and uh, <laughs> listening to that guy talk mm. before we even saw the trailer, you and just tell. I just remember tell. sitting there going, he gets it, he actually yeah. gets it, like. I, I was just full on. And then he's like, and we have a trailer for you. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And I remember they hit play. You know, it's it's a reaction. I've got it. And I remember I was like, because he said, oh, we've only been shooting X amount. And like, we have yeah. a third shot. And I was like, oh, this is going to be like a cut together, like. A reel, know, like a sizzle yeah, reel. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and fucking Nirvana starts playing. Dude. And I remember him. I was like, oh my God, this is a real trailer. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh my, because it's yeah. like shot to that song. And yeah. it's just, and it like incorporated with the score. Yeah. It was so oh. beautiful. And I just remember like that right there. I think that night I bought this shirt. That's why I wore this. And yeah. uh, like I ordered that shirt. And <laughs> right uh, I just remember I was like, that right there. I was like, if that's the movie, he pulled it off. Like he actually totally just did it. Off. And yeah, 100%. I, did, I did a live stream like right after that and just people poured in and everybody was like, what? The? I was like, yeah. And then I just rewatched it in the live stream and it was just, yeah, it was, it was absolutely insane. But, uh, you know, hold your, I, there's somebody behind This guy wants to say hi to you right here, I guess. Uh, this guy with the oh, shoulders oh, out. Not, Golly, yeah. man. You want, <laughs> you want to do it, man? What are you Listen, wearing, my boy? <laughs> I am chilled. I am. Re- it's, it's called a fucking tank top. All right. Why? Oh, what is this? Like hey, here and just hatred. Hey, it, okay? it's hot. It's Friday night. We're it fucking cutting it up. You know, it's so. hot as hell. I'm sweating ass. So yes, sweating ass. Hot out. Guns out. I guess. So exactly. I will tell you, we I just met John in person for the first time. I what, saw that. I saw you guys post about that. Yeah. Um, this motherfucker is actually swole as shit. 
because like I'm I'm really skinny. Like I'm I'm the tall, lanky, skinny guy. Yeah. Just, I've always been. But like this guy walks up, and I was like, God, hey. <laughs> Isn't that weird when you when you meet somebody in person that you've like talked to a bunch of times? It's always I always get because I'm a little vertically challenged. You know, I'm shorter. Everybody <laughs> always says, you're shorter than you're shorter than I thought you'd be. I'm like, thank you. That's why yeah. I stand up during my most of my live shows and everybody thinks I'm tall. And I'm like, I show up and they're like, holy shit. You know, you're not <laughs> as tall as that. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So disappoint. But I got that. I get that. I get that part. And then, yeah, but when it comes to people that have been on uh, the vodka stream or even like anything, I haven't met those guys in person, but it's always, that's always like the first thing is like, you see how everybody, <laughs> what they yeah. actually look like. It's always just different than what you thought that it would be, that they would be, even though you talk to them all the time. Most definitely. Cause yeah, he's no taller than I here. thought too. No yeah. He, 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 and that's true too. <laughs> I, it was one of those things of like, I'm meeting this guy. It's kind of like a, you know, like a long distance, like girlfriend situation. It's like, I'm going to go meet her and like, Oh God, what's this about to be like? Oh, and I know for like in all realness, like he was, he was exactly as I knew him. And I was like, thank God. I was like, so scared. I was going to walk up and he was going to be like, what's up, bitch. You know, or something. I was like, oh, no. like, Damn. like, or like, cause I have my wife with me and him be like, Oh, she's looking fine. I'm gonna be like, Oh no, like he's some fuck. He's some fucker. Like you dick. never know. He's yeah, a dick. Know, it's all boy. persona. Yeah. In reality, he was like legitimately the coolest guy. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I actually like the guy that's been my brother for like years. Yeah. He's actually still my brother after I met him. I was like, that's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Likewise. It was so yeah. heartwarming. Yeah. Aww. We had some good. Yeah. yeah you guys, you guys Great. saw. Yeah. You guys saw. What did you get? You, you see top? No, you didn't see top. Dr. Strange. See, no, we saw Dr. Strange, Strange. That's what it was. for that's my cool. fourth time or yeah, something. Jesus yeah. That was my second time watching that, too. But mm. I was like, it was a uh, because he hasn't experienced a true like IMAX theater. Right. So I was like, oh, that yeah, was, come out here on me. That was my yeah. first like 75 foot tall IMAX theater. Like I was about to say, because when I watched your Nope, uh, the latest trailer for Nope, you talked about how, oh, there's a screening for Lightyear that's at this time and that's the only time and i'm like Where the fuck does this guy live and like fucking yeah. mayberry what's going on here like so, once <laughs> I, I i could rant about that shit yeah so i know much. you can <laughs> i i i was excited for Lightyear. like i grew up with toy story you know yeah and uh for some so i have an amc here hey chainsaw it, sorry it, oh what's up chainsaw um it used to be a starplex so mm. that's you know, run down company. That was, it was the theater that like when I was a kid, you didn't go to like people got shot, people got stabbed at the Starplex galaxy. That's where it just wasn't the thing. You didn't go there. Down, huh? And then Starplex redid it. Like they, you know, put new seats in it and all that. And like, I'm not kidding. Two months after they finished construction, AMC bought Starplex and redid it again. So like that building has a ton of debt. Like they put an IMAX in it. They converted something to an IMAX and I'm not going to lie. It's actually a nice IMAX conversion. Like it's, it's legit. It's great. It's not the super tall one, but I really like it. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is they are like after this pandemic, especially they are struggling for money like crazy. Oh, sure. And so, you know, an AMC is just trying to stay afloat. They're over here getting saved by like Reddit, you know, fan groups that are playing the system uh, with the stocks. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so Lightyear, Showtime's come out. Thursday showing, the premiere, 
there's one IMAX showing at 3.30 p.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> and I'm like, course. what in the world? I'm like, I am kids, working. Because the kids' movies are exactly. like, you do it early. Yeah. And, and then they're also wanting to play Jurassic World for the later times. You know, they want to continue to play Jurassic World in IMAX. And so I was like, Sorry. okay, cool. I was like, I'll see Lightyear Friday at, you know, in the afternoon. Uh, let me check those times. It only plays at noon every day from now on in IMAX. It has one IMAX showing at noon Amazing. every day, and that's horrible. it. And I'm like, what about us? Like, this is a college town. Like, this is the town that Baylor University is in, the Bears. You know, we, we're college town. Granted, none of them are here right now. They all went home because it's summer. But, like, yeah. but still, like, that theater would be full of these kids that are, you know, in their 20s, grew up on Toy Story and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And sure enough, that's what they that they just screwed us over on that. And what's so, yeah. my slogan, Logan? <laughs> fuck them kids. Oh wow. That's what that's it is. Fuck them kids. It, it was. I mean, fuck right? them kids. It you know, was, I know uh, that's that's uh, I was I was talking about that at the beginning of the show. I mean, that's the bad part about you know, I saw Lightyear on Thursday opening uh night. It wasn't the first showing, I saw it at seven, you know, because they had okay. early showings too. Yeah. I mean, but it wasn't IMAX, it was just okay. sort of standard theater, sadly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I if I can go IMAX, I would, but sometimes it's just it's not in the cards, you know, and I just try to go when I can go, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is like you get those kids in there and, you know, it knew it was going to be the case. And we were just kind of like, eh, we'll just bear it. You know, it's just the way it is. But yeah, sometimes I'm just kind of going parent. Sometimes if you if your kid is not going to be able to sit still or if they're going to constantly just talk at normal volume, you know, it's like just <laughs> just kind of. And you're going to be constantly going, shh, 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 stop, yeah. stop, stop the whole time. Why, why, why put yourself through that? I don't understand that. Some kids can just sit there and be perfectly okay. That, yeah. Well, that was me. That was me. Cause it's like, yeah, my, my dad would throat chop me or something. I mean, it's like you, whatever happened to hitting kids, man? Like, oh yeah, you can't do that anymore. It's so it's like, no, they're just sitting there going, would you please be quiet? And it's my like, kids are screwed forever. My dad, my dad would have a hold of me, oh, man. Oh yeah, you my know? dad, had, my dad's an army dude. He had a paddle. That's a, oh yeah, no, I had a paddle with notches out of it with a knife, uh -huh. and, and uh -huh. one one had my one side had my sister's name, the other side had my name on it. Dude, and uh, I had a fist, I had a fucking <laughs> belt, I had a, I had a fucking belt. Oh, yeah, everybody had a switch, belt. I had yeah. everything. I mean, it's kind of yeah. crazy when you think about that. That was not long yeah. ago, wasn't that long that. ago? But I know, no, we're not that old when it comes <laughs> to like um, I, I actually had a full family behind me and they were really good, actually. I was so surprised. Oh, they yeah. had like five young kids and it worked out, they were great. It was funny because as soon as the lights came on, they start digging by our seats and we were like what's up and the dad was like my daughter lost her shoe in the first five minutes of that movie <laughs> and, and we but were like they sat there and you. said no we're gonna find it that's awesome it was great okay. and okay uh, and then another thing too that i would ask people well people in general this doesn't even have to do with kids but this happened a lot last night when the movie starts at seven o'clock be in your fucking seat Yep. At 6.59, please. I hate yep. it when people show up like 20 minutes after the fucking movie has started. Like, I oh, get it. Yeah. There's trailers and whatever. But there was like there was like an entire family. and a I think it was a couple families that showed up at like 7.25. The movie is like already like, you know, we passed it. You're going. We passed the opening credits. 
it's like, what are you doing? You're just showing yeah. up now. And of course they're walking through. They got like their big, huge box right. of fucking Sorry, junk. excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. And it's oh, like, sorry. what are you doing? You knew that it was starting at seven. Be in right. your fucking seat. Like I hate, I cannot stand when people show up so late. And it's like, you know, I, I wish there would, I wish there would be that, you know, uh, fucking Bruce Campbell in uh, Spider-Man too. And yeah. just like lock the door and keep some well, people. Out. I, that's I, what I was going to say is I feel like yeah. when we were younger, there was that, that. Was the thing. Yeah. But yeah. now they're like, some places have that. We, we can't give the money back. Like my AMC, no. especially is like, you want, you want going an hour late? Go ahead. Just pay us, you know, you're paying full price, you know, or Ushers something. Are you know? dead. Um, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's like, Ushers, John, yeah, no John's more. is crazy, by the way. His, the theater he goes to, the third story, it's glorious. You go, you go into the IMAX or you go into AMC, you go up to the third story before you ever hand your ticket or scan your ticket to anybody. IMAX has its own full lobby and concession stand. It's mm -hmm. got, cause it's got, they, a have, that, they have that here too. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yo, this is some wild shit, man. Like it's, it, it's awesome because I feel like most people with IMAX kind of take it more serious. They're like, Hey, this is the, this is big dog status here. Like let's oh, go yeah. ahead and Especially get when there it's early. True IMAX. Uh, None of that yeah, conversion correct. shit. Well, but also Ooh. like you're, yes. you're on a 75 foot tall screen, but it's four by three. If it's not Snyder Cut, you're not seeing it four by three. Like so, <laughs> mine's just normal sixteen by nine looking thing. But I will highly recommend Lightyear and IMAX because oh, I'm sure it has some beautiful. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen like First Man, but the IMAX yeah. transition in First Man, it uh -huh. does that multiple times. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's fucking dope, man. I was like yeah. all about it. It was great. Oh, yeah. Top no, Gun was like, orgasmic on yeah. that screen. Oh, I'm sure. Fuck, I didn't see. I saw it on a big screen, but not, not a uh, IMAX. Sadly, um, IMAX, 100%. yeah, I know. I should have. I wanted to, but then I was like, because eh, there's a theater I go to, and you know, the reclined seats. All it's the, the biggest, the biggest screen that they have in there. It's not quite IMAX, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it, it, it works. It works. That's yeah. still into but, floor, wall to wall. I was like, oh my god, like it was, dude, it was, it was yeah. a lot. That fucking movie, man! I tell you, I mean, talk about yeah. just—I mean, that's 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 what that's I, I'm I'm growing this mustache till reach, reaches a billion, man. There that's what go. that's what I did. I said, you know what? I ain't shaving this thing. I'm growing my goose stash or rooster stash, whatever you want to call sure. it. You got and uh, until it reaches to go. Yeah, well, yeah. It's only I, it's gonna make it. Come on. Well, I, I, well that's the thing is, this movie has taken so many leaps and bounds to where my sister, who never goes to movies, talking to her a couple of days ago, and she said, hey. Well, you take me to see Top Gun, and I was like, "Well, I've seen it four times already." <laughs> so yes, yes, I'm <laughs> just that again. I'm like yes, you're I damn will. right. So this is going to be the first time I have not seen it in IMAX. Oh, Every wow. other time has been IMAX, which was uh, it'll still be glorious. Lucky. Exactly. I mean, I'm oh, so excited, sure. but it's like just an vision. I mean, it's just that thing of like telling people, like, "Oh no, this movie is great. It's just you know you're gonna love it." And it's so nice to be able to tell somebody that, you know, because even the Batman, like, I think the Batman oh, is incredible, oh, but yeah. like, I have some family friends that are older and they're kind of cinephiles and, but they're like in their seventies yeah. and uh, Ooh, they go, wow. well, it had three endings. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> not, I'm like, I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but also no, it had five storylines because it was the whole city of Gotham, you know, involved in this and True. you had all these different things like because selena finishes her storyline and you forget that you still have the riddler is still alive right. and that's what's so beautiful is 
they're walking Carmine Falcone out and the Riddler fucking shoots him. And it's like, oh my <laughs> God, I forgot he's the villain of this movie. Like you, it's just beautiful. So I had to like argue with them about it. I'm like, listen, 70 year old man, like this movie's a masterpiece. Like if you want to fight me, and it's actually hilarious. Uh, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but no, no, go ahead, uh, go ahead. as a testament to how much this man loves Top Gun, and me too, it's, it's fucking masterful. I'm obsessed. But it's yeah. funny, every day, not every day, but every time we film, right before we're like setting up and shit, I'm always listening to music because I'm a big like film score person. Like it's, yeah. it just, huh, it's amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> so every time I'm listening, it's like, fuck, like, what is that? Like, I can't get it. Like, what is. That's why song, I yada, yada, yada. Shit. I'm terrible. Right. I'm like, dude, you don't know this? Like, yada, yada, yada. The last show that we did last week, I'm blasting the music and we're chilling, yada, yada. It's like, oh, you listening to some Top Gun? I'm like, oh, but this you fucking know? Yeah, like, so he, he picked out the well, fucking just so soundtrack to the shit. Even just so my, my cousin, who I'm so thankful for my cousin, he's like, at, growing up, everybody called him me, like by accident. Like, he's like a clone of me in so many ways. But also like weird how cousins are like that. Sometimes right. you have a twin cousin. It's but weird. he's also like a genius. Like he's so much smarter than me. So I'm like, go do like big things, my boy. But he's yeah. like, because I was into movies, he like became into movies. Now he's way more into movies than even I am. And he went and saw Top Gun again. And he was like, you're not going to believe this, but I've caught something in the score that I didn't notice before. And I was like, what do you got? You know, I'm like, what's up? And he's like, okay. When they're getting prepared to start the final mission, he said, Danger Zone is hidden in the score. And I'm like, I heard something about that. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? And sure enough, like, I'm trying to think of exactly when it hits, like in the scene. I'll find out tomorrow. But he sh showed it to me. I want to say it's in that, whatever that song is called, it's like four and a half minutes in. It starts doing these notes in the background that's Danger Zone. And I'm like, but it's super slow like it's like yeah. it, it's the act it's right into the danger yeah. zone but it's just the notes in the score that's like been the theme of the movie this whole time and i was like thank you for that like i appreciate when you know some movies just have like generic scores like even the batman i love the score but i'm like i wish we had some more variation in some instances like it's a lot of that theme and then you just get some fun stuff like that, that like they didn't have to put that in there. Nobody notices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you do notice, you're very happy. And uh, yeah, nice little I, Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I can't wait to watch it tomorrow and be like, there it is. It's, it's beautiful. Probably. No, what, what I was going to say too is like, 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 like when you watch, when you watch like a movie that you've seen already multiple times and you watch it with somebody who hasn't seen it, that's right. one of my favorite things to do that's because I mean, Yes. Dude, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, especially if you have a significant other and it's like, oh, have you seen this? And then it's like one of your favorite movies. You just got to go. You just go. You're in for a treat. Yeah. Like you just get excited. And then like the whole time you're kind of doing that side eye thing. Like, exactly. You know, enjoying this. Well, you know, I, I love doing that. That that was how when Amazing. I met my now wife, she'd never yeah. seen a Marvel movie. Oh shit! So you had. And I was like, "Sit your ass down, woman." <laughs> yeah. Like, watch Meanwhile, this. Logan has not seen any and, other movie. And well, I mean, a lot of ways, but like, it was just so funny because she was like, "I was like telling her, you know, because we're starting to date, and like, I've got like I, this was prior to me having any of this, but like, this is who I am. Like, I have figurines and posters and whatever. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a grown man. I do this shit. You know, I'm a nerd, and got to try to sell her on that. And then I'm like, you got to watch nerd. these movies and. uh and she's like, oh, I'm just not really into them. 
And she's like, you know, I've seen some or whatever. And she was like, I think I've seen the first Iron Man like a long time ago. And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't care what you say. I was like, sit down. And the first one I played for was the first Avenger, Captain America, because she's oh. kind of a history buff. And it's a good uh, one to start with. I mean, and you know. yeah, because she had said like, oh, I've seen I've seen Iron Man. I was like, you know what happens? And she said, yeah. And I was like, okay, then I'll because I'm not the biggest fan of Thor and Incredible <laughs> Hulk is uh, fine. But like I didn't I didn't own it or have it on any streaming. And so I was like, we'll just do Captain America. And she loved it, like absolutely loved it. And I was like, oh, we're off to the races now. And by the time we got to Infinity War, because Endgame wasn't out yet, but Infinity War's out. And I'm like, she doesn't know shit about how that movie ends. Oh, and we're sitting there watching it. Yeah, so great. She's bawling her eyes out. Like, I'm like, this is my wife. I'm like, this is it. Like, <laughs> I'm like sold on her and she's so like, one. She's the one. Yeah. Oh, I yes. know. And uh, it was so funny. No, because I remember she was like, she was so mad at me. She was like, you made me care about this, these fake superhero people. And I'm like, yeah, it's because they, when they do it right, they do it right. And uh, oh, yeah. so, yeah, it was fantastic. She cries every time. If we watch Endgame, she always cries at the end. Oh, it's just, it's so funny. It's impossible yeah. not to. And uh, yeah, you oh, it, 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 if yeah, you have a soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if you're not dead inside. <laughs> um, no, no, when I because when it came to the Batman, I watched I saw that four times in the movie theaters and Same. you know, I watched it of course uh opening night and then when it came to just and then all of a sudden it was just like people were hitting me up. Like no, I saw it three times, not four times. You know, one of my good buddies did, and then it took uh, you know, I took someone there too who hadn't seen it, who, you know, a female persuasion, yeah. and I was like, Oh, and it was just like <laughs> just to see persuasion. their reaction to it, and it's just like I love, I just love that. I just, there's yeah. just something about that whole part well, of it where it's. I'm trying to see how many times did I see the Batman? Because even to the point, so like, I'm lucky enough for some movies, I, because I write for a website, I get some press invites. And so I got yeah. to see Infinity War two days early, Endgame That's two awesome. days early, whatever it was. And I remember, like, I get to have that experience with my girl my cousin all that like i've already seen it yeah, and their first time seeing endgame in imax sitting right there and i just get to just wait for the pops of like oh yeah absolute screaming and it's, it was just it's great beautiful. to go opening night obviously when everybody yeah. hasn't seen it and, it and we're all fresh i mean that's yeah. that's just, just something about that uh i still remember one of the one of the craziest, like rowdiest, it was almost like we were at a concert was Rogue One during the Darth Vader scene. Um, <laughs> that dude, everybody was losing their shit. It was just like everybody was just cheering like we were at a fucking rock concert. And it yeah. was, everybody's just cheering Darth Vader just killing a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> and it was just like we were all just like, what is happening? Holy shit. Cause nobody was you knew that Darth Vader was in it, obviously, but we didn't know he was gonna go full on just like psycho, psycho, just you know, just yeah. you know, and just just killing people like left and right, and everybody was just losing their shit. So it's just always cool to see that, and then when you watch that scene again with somebody who hasn't seen it, you're just like, er, you're just like, again, the side eyes. Yeah. You know? you're like, it's just so beautiful. That's that's really I, do, I do have film. the name now. Hey, we got Scott McClellan. Uh, you would like, there he is. Me on right with, I'm like, <laughs> yes. scratching my eye. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I, you're, yeah, I thought you were picking some eye boogers out or something. Man. There you go. 
I would I would have been here a little bit sooner, but I was listening to um, uh, an audio book and I had to finish the chapter first. What uh, of course priorities? Very he's nice. the yeah he's the, which which book? Uh, the Terminal List. Oh, that's the uh, one they just made a movie, movie right? Oh uh, no, it's going to be a series on Amazon uh, oh. dropping July first. It's with Chris Pratt. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But friend of the channel, Ray Porter, reads the audiobooks for the oh, series. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Dark oh, Side. Awesome. Dark oh, Side. Is this Dark Side yeah. voice? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Ray, Ray Porter has, I mean, he's just got that voice where I can listen to anything. Anytime that he's on the stream, I just want, just like, Ray, just talk. Just talk about whatever. And <laughs> he's such a sweetheart of a man. And I don't know. He's really done... funny. Listen to him narrate this book, which is about a <laughs> Navy SEAL, like, just taking guys out <laughs> the entire <laughs> book it, it's That's one awesome. of the it's it's definitely if you've seen the trailer it's definitely one of those uh you know lone man revenge revenge thrillers it's like oh i you all fucked with me and now i'm going to fuck you up kind of stories <laughs> i love it i'm looking forward to the show at the oh my is, i've seen the trailer it looks good you know the book is, the book is the really good Oh, yeah. So um, it fun st fun story, and I, I'm getting a physical copy of the book, but because the author of the book is a former SEAL himself. Oh, sweet! And whenever, so if you've ever read a Tom Clancy novel, I grew up reading Tom Clancy novels. They're so technical, um, yeah. but I like that because I like feel like I'm like learning something as I read. This guy, as you're reading through this book, it's like, dude, you know what you are talking about but of course since he's former military he always has to he has to submit his manuscripts to the dod uh to get clearance in all of his books he's written five books so far when the dod redacts stuff from the manuscript he keeps the redactions in the book so you're reading the book oh. and the parts of the dod is blacked out it will be blacked out in the novel because oh, he wants to so he wants to, he wants you to experience what the DOD has decided to like. Nope, you can't you can't share that. Somebody That's says awesome. Antoine Fuqua directs the series. Is that he true? does. Yes. Oh wow! No, there you go. That's I'm excited. Even more sold. Awesome. Even more sold, man. Yeah, I saw that, Brian. Thank you. And then we got somebody who wanted to say hi, Mr. Chainsaw Reacts. Hey, what is up? Hey, on, brother man. <sighs> <laughs> too, too damn late for this shit. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, hey, you could just, you know, dip out whenever you need to. Like, it's yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my, I know you my, wanted to say hi. My know, wife's doing hi. a five k tomorrow, so I'll be oh, out there to support. Yeah, you got to be that. up early. Well, just, yeah. just, just, just let me know when you have to like leave, man. It's no, yeah. no, no big deal. Yeah. I know you wanted to come in and say hi to these, uh, these gents right here. You know, yes, sir. glad you did, man. It's been a yeah. long time, John. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has. It's been quite too long. Actually. Too long. Yeah. Too long. Yes. Yes. Too How's long, it going, man? Not, nothing. Just chilling. Just, uh, Freaking out over Metallica's new set list they've been starting up now. Oh, <laughs> what is what? Are, well, you're gonna have to send me that one. Or what's uh, what's what, why are you freaking out? First off, because there's uh, got to be some. Uh, there got to be some. Um, oh, there's some rarities. Uh, tonight alone, they did. Uh, they started doing bleeding, bleeding me again. Oh wow! No Metal shit. Metal militia. Oh wow! Uh, what? Inner Sandman, oh, which is traditionally does, ends the show, it's third yeah. on the set now. Inner Sandman's just third on the set. I hate it when they end with that. It's like get it over with. Yeah, and, and Master of Puppets is ending the show now. So that's like, really, yeah. wow, Master of Puppets ending the show. Yeah. 
but they're doing bleeding me. Mm -hmm. Wow. Show. And uh, they did Damage Inc. a couple nights ago, but they did oh Metal Militia as the first encore. What so. the fuck? It's a great yeah, uh, Metallica music, fan. Those, oh, are, yeah. uh, those are uh, anybody who's Metallica fans, those are deep pulls. Uh, Metal Militia is the last song on the very first album. Yep. And yeah, so it's like, and they never play that one. And then Damage Inc. the last song on the third album, the Master of Puppets album, the best well, album. Well, you trivia there, huh? I know. Well, you know me, dude. Well, true. Yeah, I remember it was funny. Like during a film junkie live, somebody was like, somebody tried to test me on like how because I've, I've, uh, I've, I've said before, like you know, when when people, you have to if if you are a fan of a band, you really got to do a deep pull and try to like, uh, and then somebody said, okay, what's the last song on Reload? And I was like, come on. And I said, Fixer. And they're like, okay, you're a fan. I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, yes, Thanks. I am a fan. <laughs> you guys were so, talking yeah. about Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Uh, my wife saw Top Gun, the first movie, for the first time ever a few days ago. We saw Top Gun Maverick last Sunday. She loved it. It was awesome. It was great. Good. Everybody's I'm just too, I'm just too old. To It just blows my mind when people are like, <laughs> yeah, I just saw it for the first time. And I'm like, how? <laughs> I I grew the, up the, on this shit. I mean, the, seriously. I, I love her to death. And she's this is the same woman that who will literally want to watch the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy over and over. Oh, and over. God. Yeah. All right. so That's sorry. her. And there's other movies that she'll recommend to watch. And I'm like, uh, no. There was one movie she wanted me to watch. Um, oh, my God. I forget who starred in it. He... I forget his name. He's uh, the co-star with Will Smith and uh, Men in Black. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, it was some movie about him being a, an officer and he had to protect these cheerleaders that witnessed. Oh, the Man of the House! I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. That's the movie it's, that has the. It's, has it's, the it's, this is my happy face. Yeah, it's it's very. <laughs> Man of the House is with Jonathan. No, who is that? Who's in that? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see if I get the name of this movie right because I saw this movie. It is, it I, I is think, hilarious. I think that's what it is. But I know you talk about. Like, I think it's Man of the House. Yeah, but for me, it's like I've never heard of the movie, and I saw it and I went. If I was younger, I think I would have enjoyed yep. this. But now being twenty nine, who's in that? It's uh, not for me. It's two thousand five. Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay, let's see. Uh, who else is? Uh, let me get a cast. I know, I know, I know Cedric the Entertainer's in it. Uh. Uh, Arlie Ermy was in it. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in there. Yeah, who? Remember, uh, the Gunny. Is that Christina Milian? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Milian's a trailer in that movie. It was. It was such a weird thing. It's like I, is I Christina Milian. Like she'll literally pull out random stuff. She's like, "How have you never seen that?" I'm thinking because I don't watch movies. Like we have very different tastes. Like yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> That's my my wife. Uh, this was like five months ago. She was like, "Okay, we have to watch one of my favorite movies." And I was like, "Okay, what you got?" You know, because I'm I'm it. You know, Dave kind of said it earlier, but it's like, "Hey, I kind of I kind of got the the A pluses over here in a bag." Like, I'm yeah, just ready to throw them out whenever you're ready to watch them. I got you. You know, it's just that thing because it's like it's yeah. kind of it's, it's my side job kind of thing. And she was like, "I know this is it's a ten out of ten. What I was thinking. Sorry." And, uh, <laughs> and it was uh, a knight's tale. Yes, knight's tale. Nice. That's He's a good one. one. Nothing and wrong with that like, one. And I was like, okay, let's see what this is. You know, whatever. And 
it's so it's so campy and you know whatever but i was like oh, yeah. okay well it's, what's great about it is it's got it's got all the rock music and right. like you know it doesn't fit at all yeah not at all <laughs> but you know it's like hey this was the time and like heath ledger is obviously just so like oh and shannon and and just, he's shannon sassaman though Oof. yeah I had <laughs> so that, on her. that was the one that i was like okay we'll watch she bought it on blu-ray and i was like okay you really you made it you made a decision on this That's commitment and so we had to watch it and uh we watched it and it was fine it was an experience. she uh she got me to watch i had heard about it i've seen bit i've seen i don't think i've seen scenes from i've seen pictures edward scissorhands i've never seen it i saw it wow for the first time couple days ago yeah and i'm like the movie that made people believe he had knives for fingers God, what's yeah. what is so okay john i'm not gonna get all of this but oh my god i saw that movie the next day that bit of that interview came out with her, i'm like Dude, that was such a weird response and i'm just going yeah. um she needs to just 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 you know and back out just, uh, just you're not oh, you're keep, not keep going i wanted to see more stupid keep going oh uh, I, I couldn't believe like that's such weird timing and yeah, then yeah. um the hulu series only murderers in the building which is uh love that show that's with steve martin and yeah so we binged it in like three days and we the the day after we started watching it the official trailer dropped for season two i'm like that's weird timing again how we start something and then they drop a trailer for the next season. Awesome. It was. Awesome. Can you rewatch Batman v Superman so we can get Ben Affleck back? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch the ultimate cut. I got. I got to watch the better version. Yeah. Anytime you hear, anytime I say BBS, I, it's always the yeah. ultimate. You always got to watch the oh, ultimate. Yeah. Theatrical yeah. did its thing, but you gotta watch the ultimate. It's always yeah. the ultimate. I've ultimate only movie? seen that. I've only seen that version once, and I honestly can't remember. How? Because yeah. I know it was recut and everything. I'm like, I'm glad I forgot that. that. I was just say because we were all sharing like movies our wives made us, you know, or, or yeah. <laughs> made us watch. I remember when we get married, I did that too because I was like, oh no, honey, you haven't seen The Sting, The Music Man, Fiddle on the Roof. No, we're we're watching these movies and and like I'm educating you. And then she pulls out um, Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Dempsey. Uh, Dempsey yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one. Which worked out really well because I, she showed it to me. And then when I went to go watch Easy A, like it's all part of like Ooh, what Emma Stone's talking about in good Easy one. A. Yes. So it was like, thank you, honey. I I do not bemoan watching this cheesy 80s well, rom-com. So I'll tell you right now, the first one. So started, you know, showing her, you know, like one of my favorite movies of all time, Prisoners. So I showed oh, that to my wife. Masterpiece. And, I mean, Master so piece of master yeah. and so she's like 100 she's all about it like that now that's like what's your favorite movie and she's like probably prisoners and then she was like okay but let me show you a movie that you know this was like right when we started dating i'm like okay what you got and she was like the green mile <gasps> oh my I'd first date ever i'd wow. never seen the, the green mile and she Bones. shows me the green mile i was like it, that movie ends and i was like that's a legit 10 out of 10 i was like you just fucking murdered that yes. i was like, I, Unbelievable! I it wish, so I wish, I, w I wish my wife could do that. <laughs> like every, like the, the one that I watched because she was going to a play last Saturday for it, and I said, "Okay, I'll watch it because I love you to death." Still Magnolias. Oh, I, I love watched Still Magnolias. Yeah. It's, wow. it's just, it, wow. it, it's just not my kind of movie. But I oh. sat there and went, it's "I a love." Good movie. 
I love the dad in the opening just shooting into the fucking trees. He's just firing into trees. Just Tom scared the dad. Yeah. 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 He's just firing into trees, oh. and then they get a they get a crossbow and fire <laughs> firecrackers into the trees to get the birds out of there. I always found that stuff funny, but it just oh, wasn't I'm for me. Put but... myself on Front Street. I don't think oh. I've finished the Green Mile to this date. I don't think I've ever Ooh, seen that movie. Okay. Wow. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I remember. On, man. Yeah, I remember 1999. That was my very first date ever. I took a girl. We had giant. Oh, I was talking to Meg about this because I took incredible. I took her giant rockets for dinner, and we went giant see- rockets. Yes. <laughs> 1999. 1999. And with the giant rockets, <sighs> and then we saw the Green Mile, and oh. I love that wow. movie so much. That's so not my idea of a date movie. That's very interesting. Uh... I got my first not kiss really that movie, night no. too, so I'm, it, <laughs> Ooh, works, oh, it works no. for me. So. Maybe the empathy yeah. worked. Maybe the sadness and vulnerability. You know, smart not, man. Yeah, smart man. Do, well, you, 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 you have a movie kiss. that has all emotions. Yeah, it's gonna help. First kiss movie in theaters. My first kiss was after seeing Madagascar two. Oh, <laughs> and it was ass. That is very the kiss of the movie. The, the kiss and the movie. <laughs> ass. That's a very tell you. That's a very specific. Oh, that's it was very, not the first one, the second one. Yeah. Hey, no, I, actually, I'll, I'll tell kiss. you, I have a similar thing for me because my first date with my wife, um, we went out for dinner. We did the whole thing. She was really smart because we we met through online dating, and it was we went out for drinks. Drinks went well, so we had dinner, but we continued to drink through dinner. So we both realized you're a bunch of alcoholics. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Dave. Um, But it was definitely one of those we can't drive home right now. So we walked across Uh, the parking lot to the movie theater thinking we'll have the, and we literally just walked into whatever movie we could just walk into so that we could detox so we could drive home and it was national treasure 2 nice wow okay so we have two sequel like do you remember that any of it you're the sequel guy got it I, do, you remember, do you remember any of it i do remember it i because yeah. i i also remember not liking it as much as i love the first one yeah so. yeah i, I, I saw that yeah. one first before i saw the first oh, one I got, really? I got forced to t- i i was playing basketball in a summer league and one of the like rich moms was like, we're taking all the kids to see this movie. And I was like, what's movie? National Treasure 2. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. I've never seen it. And I remember I walked out of that and I was like, that was incredible. I was like, I love that. I was in like seventh grade. And I was like, I love that. And then I went and watched the first one. I was like, they got to make more of these. And, you know, of course, still hasn't. I'm just, just know, a sad, right? sad man. I don't think Bring I've ever seen a movie. They're supposedly going to be making a series, and then they yeah. said something about right. oh, oh yeah, the one. third one's in development yeah. with Nick Cage, and it's like yeah, yeah. you got you realize that Nick Cage is having a renaissance right now, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking yeah. get this guy in, in as many movies as you can, especially in Rob- oh yeah, oh Jesus, John Woo <laughs> hey. wants to bring him back from the dead for Face Off for another face oh yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Too, that'd be sweet. Get like, John Travolta in there, dead. But I don't, I don't see how it's gonna <laughs> wait. Somehow, somehow work. they could pull it off. They'll just make it a multiverse movie. Die! Right. <laughs> hey, that was great. That the was, the was way great. that he screams that out because he screams it. He, he does the manner like die. Like but it's John Travolta's voice. <laughs> yes. So yes. That movie is. I love that movie so much. I love that oh, fucking movie. That's why I'm excited when you know the Wu Man's coming back. John Wu's directing a movie that has no dialogue. Silence, by the way. Yeah. Called oh, Sight wow. with Joe Joel McKinnon, and I'm like, all right, thank oh, you. Right. Let's get John Wu back in here. No, but um, yeah, 
Um, when it comes to uh, so Scott, I actually I don't think I've gotten your opinion on the Black Adam trailer. I don't know if we've talked about it. We, we talked, talked about we talked about a little bit last week, week because oh, that's right before the before yeah. our episode yes. dropped. Because I remember you had to okay. take a shot because I plugged myself. So that's right. Oh, but between <laughs> that time, I did see the new Jurassic World because last okay. time I did it. Okay. So what did you and, think? And yeah, I'm perfectly fine if they just stop right here. Perfectly fine. I saw your tweets. I saw your tweets. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so I'm just like, why are we here? This feels like Mission Impossible with dinosaurs barely. Like it starts gets to the dinosaurs like towards the end, like going towards like the third act. I'm like, okay, this is basically like a rescue mission. It's time for Chris Pratt to you know flex his action hero muscles, and we're gonna introduce to Alan Grant, who is a bumbling idiot in this movie. And it's just like I don't see what we're watching here. Um, and it's funny because Dave told me, I'm like, I text him after the movie. I'm like, dude, who was the person you said was a reoccurring character from the first one? Like, I don't remember. Yeah. Henry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. No, not Henry. No, no. It was, it it was, was Dachshund. Dachshund. Now we could talk about it now. Yeah. It's, it's been a week. Yeah, it oh, Dachshund. shit. Has anybody? Oh, shit. Have you seen it, Jordan? No. <laughs> Has anybody, oh, I, shit. I, I, no, I don't. I mean, I wanted to see it, He's but like after, hearing, it is. Yeah. after hearing all the responses, I'm like, I'll wait. I'm it's okay. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Logan. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, did you see it? You know, oh yeah, no, I let on the film cave. John just went through the whole fucking movie. I was like, I'm oh, not okay, so you guys go, go right ahead. Ian okay. Malcolm was the best thing about that. Jeff Goldblum, amazing. Oh, of course, it's always. I mean, it's Jeff Goldblum. I mean, even though I thought, you know, it, it's well, there's supposedly going to be a director's cut that's going to be coming out. That yeah, there is the home video. Yeah, got an extended cut. Hey, I'll be interested to check it out. Yeah, I mean, if it, if uh, apparently it's going to have seven maybe 14 minutes i don't know extra who knows but i'm just like wondering if that's gonna save it minutes minutes minutes. Down. i was telling logan this i don't know how anybody else feels about this i've seen the movie is anyone else tired of the t-rex getting bitched out in these movies now <laughs> <laughs> like Poor Rexy. Time, i'm like Poor Rexy. can we like y'all are fucking with a legend right now can you stop <laughs> letting him get his ass whooped every single time they need help in order to defeat the big bad dinosaur again i'm like come on y'all my thing that what from what you told me and i saw after you told me i saw people tweeting about it is that all the characters in this movie somehow can control dinosaurs with their hands yes now. Everybody. I, I, dude everyone and everyone like just wild dinosaurs will come up and they put their hands up and, well, stop I mean, them the, and it's the whole thing like that that started was it was it was Chris Pratt's character Owen who yeah, was doing that raptors, with the Raptors right. and that made sense yeah. and then especially when it came because to because he blue, trained anytime, them yeah, yeah. Right. and anytime when it came to blue it was always like well this motherfucker could rip my face off but hey right. you know who I am you know and it was a always a thing yeah. but then when it came to the third one it was like he did it to every fucking dinosaur and then. Dr. Grant and Maisie do the same thing too. There's yes. literally a still that's out there that, that they're doing that. I'm like, it's not like dinosaur fucking force going on right yeah. here where you're just yeah. like, it's like, relax with the, I, I just. The sun's getting real low. You didn't yeah. know Obi-Wan Kenobi was crossing <laughs> over with this? Star Wars? You didn't realize? I'm sure, I'm sure it was more entertaining. Yeah, I know. It's just, I, I was just that. Oh man, and, and I don't know. I remember even seeing somebody tweeted out, and, and I, I actually laughed. I literally laughed out loud when I read the tweet. Somebody posted that um, that uh, uh, Sam Jackson's cigarette in the first Jurassic Park had more emotion than Chris Pratt in Jurassic World Dominion. I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh man! Well, this one's on to your butts, no. dude. Well, dude. I also saw where someone had said that. Park? 
Yeah, when you watch like, Jurassic Park, that cigarette is a character. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a yes, fucking nice character. Around. He is yeah. smoking constantly, and he's talking while he's doing it. And it's barely it's on his lip. It's like dude, fighting for dear it, life. It's so close to burning him. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. It, it, it's like about to fall. Like, if I ever were to interview Sam Jackson, I'd bring that up. I'm like, how the oh, yeah. fuck? I mean, this is why we knew that you were going to be one of the greats. The way yeah, you acted with that cigarette in your fucking mouth, dude. I mean, this was before anybody knew who Sam Jackson really was. He still had right. hair. And, right. and, yeah, <laughs> very little, but That's still, it was still there. But, but yes. my God, he acted his ass off of that figure. Please, I saw right. somebody. <laughs> I saw somebody tweet that they said God that after it. seeing this movie, Colin Trevorrow, they're kind of glad that Colin Trevorrow didn't direct Episode Nine of Star Wars because of how this movie turned still out. And I'm like, I. I don't know because Rise of Skywalker is very divisive. I know that's the that's thing. Couldn't be any worse. Yeah, well, I'm just it wondering. Might have like, been janky, but you bring in the two generations. Like, how do you screw that up? Yeah, like that's my question. Think, Apparently, I mean, from, from all I'm hearing, I think the the thing that that you Jurassic World got right, and I saw somebody post this too, and I was like, okay, cool, because one of the things that the new the Star Wars sequels didn't get right was the fact that they and didn't came together. Bring, yeah, they didn't bring the three together, but in Jurassic World Dominion, they brought the three together, and that was great. But at the same time, just the way that things just fucking happened in that movie it was like, ah, uh, it's just it it was it was just frustrating. There was a lot of things that were frustrating. Where it was like, we're gonna go that route, okay? But man, yeah. and then if you're gonna I'm bring so back pregnancy. this character, which I thought was cool, but then it was like, oh yeah, but you turn him into Tim Cook from fucking Apple first off, and it was like. <laughs> And then it's like, all right. And then uh, you could have a car. I don't know, man. It was just, there's just things that felt like, I mean, that's probably one of the things that even like rise of Skywalker is trying to wrap up a lot of history into, you know, into this movie. So it almost seems like people were saying it was too long. And I was like, man, I don't think it was long enough to just kind of flesh everything out that I wanted to see. Um, It seemed like a lot of things were quick. Even like the introductions, like, hey, you know, remember this, remember that? And I felt like when they showed up on screen, it just wasn't like this. There was no grand entrances. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was like wanting. I mean, when the movie started, I saw it opening night, which I, you know, of course, see everything. And I'm like, I want that. I want the claps. I want everybody to nothing because it was just like, are we talking about Spider-Man No Way Home? I wasn't wow. expecting Doctor Grant to show nah. up in a fucking portal or anything like that, but well, still. But they just they, the Even better the arrivals in No Way Home piss me off to the oh. nth degree. Uh oh, how are you gonna cheer when it's just some guy in pajamas walking out like, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, I was supposed to be here. I at least know. it was grand. These motherfckers just turned around and like, so the kitchen. It's not grand <laughs> compared the to these. They're in the, the, he's in the dining room. And we're getting the extended cut. We're getting yeah. the extended cut of that movie. The more fun. Right, right. We tell you, it's the more fun version. Yeah, the more, the more fun. fun version. Thank you, Absolutely. Doug, for the five dollars super chat. Scott. No, he apparently something about oh, shredders. Oh, oh, <laughs> download it. Why are you even watching us? Go download <laughs> that game right now. If you okay oh. for for context, if everyone didn't follow, I um on uh, yesterday, oh, I suggested to my nine-year-old that he should spend his allowance to download uh, Shredder's Revenge on his Nintendo Switch. That was sabotage. Well, technically, it is your money. So I, It is technically <laughs> my money, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> I bought the Nintendo eShop gift card that he used to buy it, so yes. But 
Oh no, it's it has the game mechanics of art of the original arcade game and Turtles in Time in one. Ooh. All the original voices from the '80s cartoon comes back, come back wow. and voice the turtles, and it it feels like you're. I feel like I'm back at Chuck E. Cheese playing oh, with a greasy joystick and with everything. a greasy yeah yeah and, <laughs> and and the best part is, is that it has a six player mode so you can get to so oh, i was geez. there i was sitting there playing with my nine-year-old and my six-year-old and they were like daddy can we have pizza for lunch i was like you better believe we can have pizza for lunch <laughs> oh it is if you if you love the turtles specific specifically like the 80s cartoon version and oh, yeah. you played those games back in the day. Oh, you are going to eat Shredder's Revenge up. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I saw you tweeting about that, and I saw other people tweeting about that, and I'm like, hmm, well, that's interesting. So, hmm. I want to if, pose a question to the group, if possible. Okay. Okay. Oh, go because for we it. have go for a lot of, we all universally like, unanimously love this person. Mm. Um, and speaking of audio books, like Logan, you're fine on this. We already know. Have any of you? Listen to Batman on Barry Jet. Oh, I have not yet. I have not, oh but my, my pastor God. has been has been asking me about it because he was <laughs> not one I was to go. <laughs> I am surprised of your pastor. My but friends. my pastor, has... <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah! By the way, have you have you listened to Batman on Barry Jet? Right. Yeah. Forget Jesus. Praise Batman right now. Go <laughs> home. As you should. Know, I've, as I've you heard should. nothing but good things. I've heard nothing but good things. So it's, it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Oh my God. Like you have to like it's it's only ten episodes and about thirty to thirty five minutes a pop. Yeah, dude, check yeah. it out. Okay, that, I gotta look that's the other thing. Bit. So like, so I listened to that. I flew through it less than a week. Just did it while I was like working out. It was number yeah. one on Spotify, right? It beat yeah. Joe Rogan exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing was so I didn't listen to it. My cousin was like, "Hey, listen to this." So I went just destroyed it, and then I was like. Told, told my wife because my wife is all into serial killers and like murder mystery stuff. No, nah, really, the, uh, she's one of those. Oh, and, yeah, uh, they're all as, <laughs> yeah, as uh, they all are apparently. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, hey, because she drives a lot for work, and I was like, hey, throw, throw this on in your car and let me know what you think. She finishes it in two days and she absolutely loved it. And so, wow. I highly recommend it because it's it's fucking great. Like the, the, it's so different, and I still say, if they just took it to DC Animation and let them animate it just yes. as it is, sound design, everything is already there. Like it has some of the best. I mean, you there's footsteps, there's sirens, there's rain, oh, yeah. like so everything's detailed. in it. Oh my god! Um, oh, and so yeah. they just have to animate it, and it would be a absolutely incredible DC animated movie. It's so good. Yeah, it is. Well, it's I mean, we are the getting Batman the, the Cape, we're, so we're getting the Cape Crusader animated oh. series, which right. I mean, Scott and I, you know, we we uh, we go over episode by episode of uh, you know on Batman the animated stream talking Greg. all and you know Batman the animated series and you know Jesus Christ, I think they even talked about it again this past week. Somebody mentioned about it, but that's just going to be it's going to be basically batman the animated series times 10 apparently it's going to be more batman the animated series no because what we always joke about when we go over the episodes is you know this is the 90s and there was uh i always forget what do they have standards to get past and practices standards and practices <laughs> uh they always had to get past all that and they had a tiptoe with so many things and there's things 
in episodes, I think even oh, the last episode, we were kind of like, there, I mean, the, the, the episode was literally the man who killed Batman. And we always were like, we're like, wait a minute. They actually passed that you could have killed in, in the, title? the title. It's on the title card. How did they slip that one past them? But man, when it comes to what they've been talking about with this, which is also going to be produced by Matt Reeves. Um, and man, I, we just cannot wait for it. Cannot wait for it. Let's see where that goes. Matt Reeves. Batman handler right now. I, I think I think Batman's gonna be in it. I think. Yeah, we'll he, see. Might he might be. Man, spoiler alert. Jesus. I, man. I think I think Bruce Wayne's in it too. I think. Well, yeah, I thought it was gonna keep him more like a secret. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Well, am I breaking embargo? Who's your source? I thought it was Who's the your source. My, you, you want my source? You got an exclusive yeah. here. Huh? You want my source? It's you, yeah. John. You told me. God damn! I told you that. confidence. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, but uh, so yeah, okay, so we we have our gripes about Jurassic World. Yeah, yes, I do. mean, yeah. it's just so, it, so with the title of the stream, who here has seen Lightyear? Okay, I was about to say it. That's not what I was going to get to next. I want to see it. I have not. So good. okay, we won't say any spoilers, but it's not yeah, like no. there really was any. Well, I, I think my thing is like, why are <laughs> people defensive weekend. on the movie? I, I don't yeah. I, I don't I don't, okay. I don't know I don't understand it because I saw it yesterday with my wife my nine year old and my six year old you know the only one who didn't go was the two, was the almost two year old thank but, you but yeah, good, job. Uh, good on you good on you I'll for tell you exactly why it's so yes. because there's a same sex you know kissing scene you know, oh the yeah. link and you can the <laughs> link and you would so miss quick. it I mean yeah. that was, <laughs> the amount of the amount of shit that i've been seeing and then i watched the movie going who cares who cares did you have to close, you have to close your eyes like time of magnus did you have to like <laughs> oh, close your eyes. Oh, oh, oh oh shit shot, okay shot we're doing this. okay no 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 no, no. no it's, but, but it's, everybody wants to make a big stink about that kind of stuff and it's like it's instant you don't even really notice it. it's like okay big deal fucking who cares it's, it's know, like I didn't. Um, ha I didn't have to have a conversation with my kids about it afterwards. No. It's like, <laughs> it's like, mommy, just, daddy, like, why did the two women kiss each other? It's like they didn't. No, nobody cared. Oh wait, like, it was it's two women kissing. Yes, yes. yes. That's a lot more acceptable than. <laughs> it's it's like the rise of Skywalker. Oh, shit. Before the rise, rise of Skywalker, Skywalker came out, yeah. it was the same thing. It was in the background. Like yeah, it was right. like you barely saw it, and I people were like losing their minds. I think what people were saying about how it was divisive is that people are like confused on the, the fact that this is not it connects to the Toy Story. Like this is the it's, movie that's based off. They, okay, they tell you that. that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a top title card. Beginning. When the <laughs> yeah. movie opens, it has a nice little fun thing that yeah. it says. I won't spoil it for anybody well, who hasn't seen it. Trying to, they're trying to simplify it, and people yeah. are still coming out going, hmm. I'm like, guys, like they what? make it very clear. They said this is just the beginning. When they announced There's it. There's so many yeah. good callbacks. There's a some good callbacks in there, and I'm sure I missed some Easter eggs. There's one specific Easter egg that I was like, oh, and I was like, hey, just, just, look, 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 look at that little graphic right there. That's uh, that's familiar. And there's something, and there's then a of course, lot of lines. It, there's a lot, lot of, lines of lines in there too. And then, there, of yes. course, he's acting just like how Buzz Lightyear ass acts in the opening when he shows up in Toy Story. He's Ooh, got his little thing. He's doing the mission log. Okay, he's doing yeah. everything to a T. I enjoyed the absolute shit of it. Socks. Yeah. Oh why my God, there more toys? Why isn't there more toys with socks? Because that that cat. I'm is, guessing they're about to make them for real. 
they yeah, should. probably going to be the it's it's Dude, I mean, so it's incredible. A, yeah, I mean, if Furbies were what are twenty years old and they had like that capability God. of that, they should be making a version of that with socks nowadays. That's a little more advanced because yeah. it's hilarious. Not as creepy. All the cat mannerisms <laughs> that that yeah that are so, um, that that cat does in there, it's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. So I, yeah, I don't know why I enjoyed the shit out of it. I did. I for sure. my, my my kids had a great time my wife Good. and i had a great time i mean if you love science fiction if you just yeah. love a good old-fashioned space adventure it's like yeah. even if you know nothing about toy story you should be able to enjoy Lightyear. i mean i can understand like maybe kids would be kind of confused with the time jumps and all that stuff which is now known i when when the first trailer came in, you had no idea about right. the plot but then that second trailer like oh that yeah, there's going to be a time jump thing so yeah maybe that can get a little you know confusing if but but at the same thing oh, it's tell like, you, it, my nine-year-old and my six-year-old followed it just okay right. there you go so it's not that it's not that bad you, I think more adults are confused by it than the actual <laughs> children will be. But, but children no, I just are think incredibly beautiful... uh, children are incredibly pliable and and like they just they roll just with they just yeah. roll with yeah. stuff. But I think it's an awesome little experience for a kid to be able to watch. They could watch Lightyear first, and then and watch, then watch Jump Toy, Story. Toy, oh, Toy yeah. Story. And it's such an experience of being able to understand. It's like, hey, you know the action figures that you play with they're alive like they're upstairs right they're now alive right. and uh when you run in there they drop to the ground it, and it's it, like, it definitely is interesting so instead cool. of toy story 5 they do light year instead like that's an interesting direction like they're finally just making the movie I, my question is do you think there might be more i'm hoping for i mean it sounds this sounds funny but i hope they do a woody movie oh uh, just gonna ask okay. that yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. western yeah, I mean, why not do like a western that Woody is based off of? Make it old timey, do that whole thing, and oh, you know, that'd be awesome. I mean, I think that they probably are catching the waters when it comes to this, and maybe yeah. they will, because yeah. they could go dark, darker with it too. I mean, it could be like oh, yeah. a good, a cool animated western, and uh, you know, and he could just be like not even it could it doesn't have to be Woody, it could be just a western, and he's a character in it. And, uh, you know, they could just make that now, you know, because that's what's nice is the Lightyear movie holds no because even like Zerg looks very different than the toy Zerg. Yeah. And mm -hmm. sometimes you get that and you're like, why is why they mess the toy up, man? Like, it's like I just wanted to keep it as a collectible or whatever. And it's like it doesn't even look like it. I'm not going to buy it. And uh, so there's certain things that you just kind of experience like that. And I just think it's awesome. And yeah, I would this could be a franchise if they really wanted it to be. I, yeah, would, I, I would. I was I thinking, could they that. do more within this world? That yes. They oh yes, they can. totally could. Okay. Oh yes, yeah, they okay. can. There's also um, there. There are three, three I, in in scenes yeah. in credit. Oh. I wouldn't even call them scenes. They're just kind of like there's some it's, of them are real quick, but yeah. you got to wait till the very end. Like after the pic, oh, like like no. one of them is even after the the Pixar the Disney, right the Pixar logo. The yeah, Pixar yeah. logo. Yeah, you got to wait till, and then it comes up and says like distributed and like it's like. Is the it, is it like teases stuff. for future stuff or maybe I don't want to, I don't you just, it does. It does. You could okay. say it teases well, I mean, future stuff. Look, yeah. I'm going to see the movie and it's like, no, you're not spoiling anything. I'm just, I think no. it's interesting that they threw those in because this right. could be seen as a one and done, sure. but presumably if the world that toy stories take place in, they would do sequels to movies. Right. So why wouldn't this have a sequel? 
You know? I'm st- I'm actually still I'm with some of the people who are still shocked that on Disney Plus you can't watch Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Oh yeah, that's really? Weird. You can't? No, <laughs> it's not there. No. <laughs> you know, you know what? What's weird about the whole streaming thing is like the these these legacy like contracts that are signed and these the way that they do it because it's like you know you'll see things that should be on a certain service and it's not and you're going why the hell is it not and then there'll be times too where like I remember Free Guy seemed like it was on every everywhere it's like you could yeah. watch it on Netflix Amazon HBO Max it just seemed like it was everywhere and, and I'm like. Plus. Yeah, and Disney. It was like all over the place, it seemed. Maybe it wasn't on Netflix, but yeah, it was just like, it was, well, well, yeah, we've got choices here. It's going to be on this, that, but then. Well, yeah, because there were some yeah. legacy contracts that a lot of the 20th century Fox movies, they were getting them on like yeah. Hulu. They were getting them on Hulu and HBO Max because like HBO had like the, the cable rights. And if it's on HBO, yeah. you could get on HBO Max, that kind of, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, it's kind of weird how that works with HBO Max because literally when you see movies and stuff on there, it will tell you specifically if it's under the HBO side of the streaming yes, service. Right. That's very interesting because it's like, oh, this is on HBO Max, but it's only because of the HBO contract. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be here. Yeah, but that's interesting. Because, I mean, if you look at Disney Plus, they don't have outsourced content on their platform. It's all of what they own. But HBO Max and other platforms, they have content that they technically own for a certain amount of time yeah so that's interesting yeah yeah it's always weird like yeah sure. because then you know dc movies like man of steel leaving hbo max and, yeah. then it comes back, and then it's like wait a minute and then it's like you look for all the batmans oh wait not every batman movie's on here netflix has the dark knight trilogy what and it's just mm-hmm. it's all it's all just kind of all over the place you know so, you gotta wait for all those old contracts to expire exactly and, uh, yeah but That's no, I love I loved like your I I appreciate your first reaction. You were like the kids, man. I was like, yes, Dave, it's a kids movie. <laughs> there will be kids I, in I the know, theater. I know, I know, but at the some same of them time, are mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your kids are were probably well behaved. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> the nine year old, uh, the six year old got a little excited. I have to be like, sit down. I was yeah. sitting next to him, and it was just like, buddy, buddy, buddy. Just yeah. settle down. But we also had we yeah. also had um, a special needs child behind us who oh. got very into different parts. Thankfully, I was the one sitting in front of him because he'd kick the seat and I'd just be like, it's OK. I know I yeah. know what's going on. It's OK. You know, and you've yeah. got to be paid. And that's the one that I remember Amanda talks about that sometimes like you just got to be patient. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to like just let this one like slide i had to deal with that on my first viewing of the batman but they were right next to me like i was sitting right next to what's the batman (laughs) so i was like i'll tell you right now because i I forgot to bring this up dave because you started the show with talking about kids in the theater yeah (laughs) and i was gonna bring this up because you know so i got to go see spider-man no way home two days early or whatever awesome thank thank everybody Uh, i appreciate it then it's Thursday night premiere. It's sold out. There's not a seat available in this, you know, IMAX theater in my town. And it's all my people's first time seeing it, obviously. There are people that brought twin six month olds. Oh. I, don't, I don't. I mm-mm. and no. Y'all, they, they, first of all, they're going, meh, every five yeah. minutes you, you hear that. Mm-mm. When I tell Those you, babies would have got field one, gold. 
started <laughs> full-on panic crying as Aunt May is dying. Oh, jeez. So the whole scene of them talking, the incredible scene with, you know, J. Jonah Jameson on That's that screen. Oh, scene, God. All yeah. that. And I'm oh. sitting there. I'm, like, shaking. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, is this really happening? And, like, everybody is like, who's going to be the one that says something? Oh, my God. Because because they're they are sitting in the last row there is an exit directly behind them upstairs that they can take their kid outside let it calm down and even bring it back in if they wanted to but they are just sitting there but i also don't want to be that guy that's like yes take your have. fucking kid like I, that's so mean you know but also like what are you doing no, it ain't. But, but no but but they're no, the one but they're the um, I, I understand trust me i understand that babysitting is expensive I sure. completely. <laughs> I know how much I paid for my two-year-old to get watched for the three hours we were watching Lightyear. Right. But I don't personally. I don't want that for myself, let exactly. alone for the people around right. me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't get. I mean, you gotta understand that when I start taking my kids to movies, and and, and I'm, you know, as a parent here, I'm seeing going. I was making very strategic choices of exactly. Are you old enough? And then we would test like like my nine year old first movie when he was three, and it was like at eleven o'clock in the morning, and it was Finding Dory, right? And it was like, mm, I you know it, it was it was a little touch and go there. Mm -hmm. Second movie, Dave, I've told you the story. You know, he goes with me to the DMV. He stuck with me for four hours at the DMV. And then we go see mm. Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, popcorn, Sprite, whatever you candy, whatever you want. Yeah. You've been in the DMV for four hours. Kid, you get whatever you want. But then he sits in my lap with 3D glasses and just sits there the entire time and watches the movie. I looked oh. at that kid and went, you get to go to whatever movie yep. you want to go to because you just proven to me. And, yeah. and, and from that point on, Detective Pikachu, Spider-Man. And I remember and the day great. he's been great. I remember taking him kindergarten to take him to go see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And he was oh. like into it the whole time. And I'm yeah. like, but the next place you have to take him is the Point Dexter Lounge because <laughs> oh. <my God. laughs> oh, it's a place good. of it's a place of wonderment and and childlike <laughs> joy and, and wish fulfillment. Man? That was a fantastic transition, Dave. That was a good I was like, was like Enosh. How long was Enosh waiting back then? You actually wasn't waiting that long. No, not too long. Not too long. <laughs> Even if I was in the chat. Uh, yeah. when I was when I went to go see Deadpool 2, uh, the theater was like half full at the time when I sat down and I looked over just because I heard something, and there was a woman walking up with her two very small kids. Oh, and I'm God. like, oh my Deadpool god. Deadpool 2. Yes, Deadpool 2. So the movie starts and it's going through like the, the first five or ten minutes and then I look over and I see them leaving. I'm like, okay, maybe something happened. And then later on when I left, I saw her coming out of another theater with those kids. They had just let out. I'm like, she went into the wrong theater. Uh. And so I'm like, thank God they figured that out because like these kids are going to get scarred. I wish I had that problem in Deadpool 1. The family of five that was there with like four kids, like, uh. yeah, they they well, were there I on purpose. Said, the se the second time that I saw Deadpool, uh, yeah, it's a couple brought in stroller, little kid in there, Ugh, and we were just like, "What stroller. the fuck?" I like, "What? What?" And then all of a sudden, like, I I just remember going, "Oh, they're gone." After twenty minutes, I was like, "Yeah, did they mean to come in here?" I mean, what? 
What exactly were what, you thinking? If you want to, if you want to go after the opposite side of the spectrum, this is for opening night of uh, Top Gun Maverick. There's a woman directly behind us and like two seats over. Uh, I would probably say she is a 68 year old black woman. Uh-huh. She answers a phone call oh, off of her God, Apple Watch. No, during no. the scene that's starting the final mission, like the when he's Ooh. choosing the people. Oh, she's sitting there going, Hey, baby, what's what you need? And it's on speaker. (laughs) And so they're like, Oh, you know, Gigi, I got to get in the house. I can't get in the house. And she's like, Uh, key, there's key. And she's just trying five minute conversation. I mean, I'm talking the whole like, nobody said anything. I look, I mean, I'm looking over there. I'm like, I can't be mad at this. I can't scream at this woman. Uh, (laughs) fuck, you can. <laughs> if John was with you, oh man, well, that's for sure. I mean, he would have said something, but it was just one of those things of like, she's gonna hang up here in just a sec. She's gonna hang up. It's gonna be okay. And no, she did not. Yeah, and John. John would be walking up, going, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> I wish John would have been with yeah. me then when I went but, to go see Scream Two, because oh, Scream no. Two was like an absolute nightmare. I didn't. I didn't. I had to go back and watch the movie again because I missed the first twenty minutes because you could not hear a word. And when they killed, sorry, spoiler alert for like a 25 year old movie, when they killed Jada Pickett, like at the, at the beginning of it, this guy is right next to me screaming, my baby, my baby, you killed my baby. And like, everyone is just like losing their mind. People are demanding refunds and screaming in the theater. And we couldn't even hear. I, it's the only movie I've almost Oof. ever walked out of. You was in a black just guy, like, weren't you? I needed you like that theater scary see... movie that spoofed that right, right. exactly <laughs> I, I needed you when I went to go see the unbearable weight of massive talent and I had a couple who spoke Spanish through the entire movie I, like, I was like why did you come to this movie because all you're doing is talking literally the entire time and then they leave 30 minutes before the movie finishes and never come back. I'm like, why did you was someone trying to tell the other person, like trying to like translate it? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I but then they leave before the final act. Oh wow. What about I catch the closed captioning, pal? Yes. Right. And speaking as somebody who probably talks too much in movies, uh, Steven. <laughs> oh, no. That's a badass fucking beard. <laughs> Thank you. So, he's, you know, he's, he's a Yeti. He's a Yeti. Yes. He's totally Yeti. You know? Throw a knife at Steven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there it is. I forgot to play your drop, Scott. Scott! There you, there you go. If you find an Enosh one. I, I, yeah. <laughs> What's it? Is there a John one? Is there any like John? I will no, I'll, I'll be sure impressed. Yeah. Don't John, now that you're a frequent panel, I'm gonna have to look for something for you. And you know, it's like a John introduction to movies. That's interesting. There, there's gotta be something. I'll yeah, I'll, 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 I'll kind find of a common it. name, but I, I'm sure they've got something. <laughs> no, no, okay, Dave, I have a challenge for you. Okay. When you find a John one though, it has to be a character that was specifically spelled J O N. That's right. It can't be an H. There can't be an H. Uh, there can be no H. We, yeah, we can't that makes it even H. harder. But, but, but he also, I mean, the the knight, the last lame knight. There could be something there too. Maybe it could work with. I don't know. Was a lot for it's that. got a cool name. I mean, John Knight. I mean, that sounds like a you know. There you go. There's another Keanu Reeves franchise right there or something. That's I don't 
<laughs> John Knight. Another John. Absolutely. Yeah, I know, right? How many times has that guy played a John? <laughs> a, a lot. About as, yeah. as many times as Bruce Willis played a cop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Stephen, uh, how was the vacation? The pictures look beautiful. Oh, yeah, it, that's right. Yeah. It was excellent. It was, it was, uh, it was great to be able to, like, be on vacation, I guess. It was good to come back. The kids were like, I think it was like three days left because we were gone for like almost two weeks and Shep is six and he was like, when do we go home? Like, what's the part where we go home? And I was like, you know what? We're kind of getting ready for that too. <laughs> but, oh, I bet. Uh, yeah. Being out in that heat driving, I mean, you guys drove like what, over 3,000 miles or something like that? Yeah, some, we drove from Iowa to Colorado to Utah back to Iowa. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That. That's an old-fashioned, good old Griswold family vacation, right there. Almost yeah, exactly. That you had. Well, and we're passing all the like, all like the Fort Station Kearney wagon. and all this other stuff. That's like, oh, hey, that's like from Oregon Trail. Like, it feels very like you're in a long car ride with the kids, and you're like, oh, there's a there's a look. After that is where I got got dysentery whenever I played that game. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very fitting. Only you should watch. You should watch 1883. Then just saying. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> That's the prequel to uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. It's a so fantastic good. show. It's so good. I, keep, I know. I keep. I, yeah. It's gonna be one. Yellowstone's gonna be one of those. Like when it ends, then I'll watch. I'm gonna binge. Uh, the Sam Elliott's thing. Sam yes. Elliott was yeah, in 1883. Yeah. Okay. Tim Tim McGraw. Uh, yeah. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Well, no fucking gay cowboys back then. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, me? These guys with their assless chirps. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about that. He was talking about Tower the uh, dog. The, Tower of the dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, I found a little boring. I was you know, that it. was one of those movies that I was like, okay, that was a movie that I watched. And yeah, it I was, wonder, I've got the book though, because I really like it's one of those that made me go shocking. shut up, Dave. <laughs> 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 I know. Every everyone goes, Oh, Scott has a book. <laughs> but it oh great odin's raven okay that was well done <laughs> that was well played there. I have to that one, one of the most quotable movies ever mm -hmm. i still need to see that movie oh Sorry, what? dude oh. Hey, hey, hey guys seriously guys. yes sir okay you gotta what? understand My, that th that will ferrell no style humor is just not okay back it just okay is. my brother is that era way. is that era my, is my yeah. brother is exactly the same way he does not he's like will ferrell doesn't do a thing really for me and i'm like what all right i feel like that's kind of like the lie of anchorman though because i i used to be that yeah. way and i still don't like everything will ferrell but like anchorman is very yeah. different where like it's oh, written yeah. okay like steven yeah. if you say that then i will <laughs> no it will not be on the, the era where he was great like that Talladega Nights, Step yeah. like that was like the era of Perry, okay. So we're talking about like the mid the mid two thousands. Well, it was yeah. when there, it was when there was a cast and a and a script that was like bespoke written for him, yeah. and and so like it just works. There's other stuff where they're like, we'll just put Will Ferrell in there and he'll yell well, his way through the movie. It works, it's like, uh, it works yeah. but but eighty percent of the time it works a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's the joke that yeah. yeah. But you'll get it after you're watching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> He's very much like Adam Sandler, where like, um, I know what Bigfoot's dick smells like. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> just asking. For yeah. <laughs> hey, she's on the wild side, you know. You never oh. know. Uh. <laughs> so good no but like yeah you're right like adam sandler there's like it's an acquired taste it can be a, but there was like a you know there was a good section like the from uh billy madison like up to like i don't know what it could be big daddy, to big daddy. Well, yeah there you go big daddy well not even like not yeah. even though it's like those are good those are still an acquired taste but with him you've got like um, you've got a bunch of stuff that like, uh, you gotta be kind of someone who just like, likes, like, I, I still don't like like any of the, a, a lot of his earlier stuff, but then you get stuff like his dramatic stuff or you get like the like, 51st dates stuff. or, yeah. you know, something yeah. that where he's got like a good, like a good kind of team around him. And even a lot of his Netflix well, stuff is like kind of surprisingly, like the, I thought the cobbler was real great. Um, I, I, but, I, will, I will say that as, as a, as a, as a date net movie, I enjoyed murder mystery. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I had a good time with that one. Right. But like. Whenever he found himself in a in like a movie where he was just like, okay, Adam Sandler, just be like, be Adam Sandler until it's over. It was like, okay, that's. But he produced it, and it wasn't that bad. Was the wrong Missy? That wasn't that bad. But he produced it. But he was he was David Spade. He produced it, but not his. Oh yeah. Dang, but I was like, it wasn't that bad. I was like, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. Um, so Scott, uh, the last month of the school year, I was substitute teaching, and I plan on going back uh, at the beginning of the school year. And I just had, I had a wonderful time. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, like everybody was awesome. But one day, I'm standing in the in it's middle school that I was at, and so uh, I'm standing in the in my world. I'm standing in the eighth grade hallway. And all of a sudden, all these lunch ladies come like power walking down the, down the Adam uh, Sandler corridor, has a lunch lady right? And I'm just like, fun. and I just looked at them. I'm laughing and stuff. And me and Tiffany, we have this long growing list of you know band names, and so uh, I just started laughing. I'm like, you ladies, just you guys just got on the band name list. I'm like, lunch lady power walk. That's that's the name of the band. And there, and the woman lady looks at me and goes, well, what would our hit song be? And I was like, I had to think about. it. I was like. You know what? I know what your song Hogies is. You guys do a remake of Hogies Adam Sandler's Lunch Lady. Hogies and uh, Grinders, Navy yeah. Beans, Navy Beans. <laughs> I know, yeah. He has sloppy a song Joe, called Sloppy, Sloppy yeah. Joe, Sloppy yeah. Joe, Sloppy yeah. Joe, Sloppy Joe, Sloppy, Sloppy Joe, yeah. One morning I woke up to see all the, yeah. All the pepperoni pizza was uh, looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? When Adam okay. Sandler's on, I know, I get oh, it, yeah. you know, like, but like, when he's on, it's just, it is. It's funny. It's good. Oh yeah. You know, and then sometimes like it's yeah. it feels a little played out. You know, then, and you you can tell that too. Plays, like a well, character like like Hustle. I don't know if you guys saw Hustle. I haven't seen Hustle yet. I haven't seen yeah. Hustle it, yet. It's I really good. But he plays like that character you root for, and you just want to hug him because yeah, you know, he's such a nice dude, and he's going through a shit situation, and you're just like, and he, and he plays that character, and he always does that little. You know, I just you know. It's okay, like, then you watch something like, like Uncut Gems, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm having an anxiety that movie attack right anxiety. now." Yeah, Jesus yeah. My blood I pressure. Love that movie. Nice I love one. that okay. movie so much. But but the whole time I'm just going. Yeah, that's a one time watch for me. It was great, but I I can't do that to my heart again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. one of those movies where you go, okay, I'll watch that. I'll probably maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> watch yes, it because the ending alone is just like oh, I just want to punch. Him. Like I don't know how to feel right now. Yeah, so <laughs> that was the one going, I, I took my my at that time future in laws, and because I was like, oh, it's getting good reviews. Like he might get an Oscar nomination, which okay. he should have. And uh, right. it ended, and my now mother in law leans forward and goes, 
that got good reviews. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he was fucking great. Like, I mean, I was like, I've, that I've was got, I've got my intense. 4K of the Criterion. Like, it, it has a Criterion edition, so of course I have it. And oh my god, I, I remember I saw that. I had two drinks before the movie started. I was glad because that's what kept yeah. like, my blood pressure down. And then I turned around the very next day, and that's when I went and saw uh, Little Women. So I had two completely <laughs> different film going up. experiences yeah. back to right. back. Wow. That's a vast wow. difference on on that one. Yeah. Different, but um, uh, one of the things that we were gonna talk about tonight uh, was the whole Ezra Miller thing. So dun, we were gonna dun, dive dun. into that. So yeah, I know it's an old boy thing. That's why I was like gonna say that right, you know. Now uh, we're waiting for Glad somebody else. Yeah, I know you have to have a drink. So I was just gonna say we're gonna dive into some of this stuff. So if anybody needs to that. It's gonna go. It's gonna get deep. <laughs> when it comes to it, let's let's just face it. So, if like I, I um, uh, Jordan, if you need to take off, yeah, I see your face. No, <laughs> I know you have an early morning. No, I mean, I'm fine with talking about it. It's just okay. a lot. It's a lot. Well, we're gonna go over some things because yeah. yeah. there's some things that that behind the scenes that have not really been discussed that. Yeah. That we're gonna talk about tonight, Logan. I know you said maybe. Are you I mean, gonna be okay? I'm just intrigued to hear what you're talking about. It's like, so okay. I got, I got to okay. stick with it. I got to stick with I, it. Just, I'd rather not go three more hours, but you know, okay. I want to hear what you're talking about. You, you have to go something. at least three more hours. If you don't go at least four hours, this is, your initiation. See, see, this, is, this is what I like. Cause Logan came prepared with, you know, some wine. So I think when, after drinking some wine, he's like, all right, you know, we're good. We're good. Like, Cause when we talked about, it, he's like, oh yeah, maybe two hours. Yeah. Half a two hour mark. And it seems oh. like he's still just, game. Just right stop now. bringing it up. Just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing of just I let just, it rock. I'm only seeing Top Gun tomorrow morning for the fifth time, and I want to be as lively as humanly possible for it. <laughs> but no, I want to oh, get into that it. coffee I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. We, uh, we we wanted to talk about that kind of stuff, and we of course, uh, hey, we have this. Is not the person who was actually going to show up too, but hey, Casey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, I'm Casey. good. How are you? With good. JoJo. <laughs> oh look at kc Dang, oh, by the way kc kc i want i i need credit for this this is me turning in my extra credit guess what i finished last night an a24 movie or some kind <laughs> no what kc you oh severance yes i finished severance last <laughs> oh it's about time <laughs> What did and you I think? Got my, and I got, oh, I loved it. And I yeah. got my wife and my wife's hook too. Like I, I rewatched the first two episodes again so that she could jump on the train with me, and then we like power through it in like three nights. So awesome! Okay. How is the finale? Time to use the bathroom. I'll be back. Okay. Yeah, use the bathroom because we're, <laughs> yeah, we're just diving into the Ezra Miller stuff. All, all I know is that like before we even got to the end of the finale, my wife was like. Tell me there's a second season. Tell me there's a second season. And I was like, yes, there will be a second season. <laughs> Dude, I mean, when you're watching that, I mean, first off, yeah, when you realize the plot, because I was like, I remember, you know, hearing about things, but then you start going, oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And I, and, and I was like excited to explain it to people. I went, imagine this. Imagine that you're, you know, you have a work self and your own. I mean, there's, a, I'm not going to go over it right now, but. You explain it to people, and people go, "What the fuck? That's crazy!" And you're like, "Yeah." No, like the entire so time, Heather was like, 
this is freaking my shit out. Like, yes. it, it made her uncomfortable, like, every episode to watch that show. And I'm like, I know, isn't it awesome? She's like, yeah. <laughs> but and this know, got but good reviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back. No, but, like, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of go, yeah, that'd be awesome. But then you realize, maybe not for the of your work self i don't know but then of course like when of course when it was like the last episode and i'm looking i'm going wait there's still only a little bit no 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 and then all of a sudden ends you're just like no Ugh. okay <laughs> i'm good <laughs> i'm glad that they did that i'm i was pissed for a minute but i'm like all right bring on season two like that fucking show Oof. The last two episodes, the cliffhangers were so bad. I just wanted so to bad. punch my TV because you know, unlike <laughs> they Scott were so and you, bad, they were good. Like, yes, they were yeah, good. but unlike you guys, I had to wait for a week. So, oh, for me, it was even better. Yeah. See, I binged. I binged. So thankfully, I got yeah. What yep. show are we talking about? Sorry, so I had to step out. Right, I, yeah. we, I knew we were going to talk about Ezra Miller, so I did a couple shots, and then I came back. <laughs> I was going to bring the whole bottle of vodka, but I realized you it was cheap vodka, should. and so I didn't want to be embarrassed, even though it was mm. vodka. It's in a plastic bottle. so. Uh, oh, you got that Russian shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you know, I just did a couple shots, and I figured I'd come back, and I'm good. What's okay. everybody okay. drinking? What show are we talking about? <laughs> Severance. Oh, we're talking about severance. Oh, I haven't started that yet. So, oh, oh, oh yeah. we're not we're not talking spoilers. Don't we're worry. We're just talking about how good it fucking but is. You and really Tiffany need to, to watch that. Good to know. Yeah. It's really, 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 really good. good. Really, um, but um, I don't know. Should we wait? For, uh, are we gonna wait for Alex, Stephen? What, what's he seems to be? Um, uh, I'd say I'd say he can jump in. He may he may or may not. He said. Oh, no, 10 he minutes. said. Oh, okay. He said ten minutes. He said ten minutes. So, uh, Alex. All right, slowly. sure. Let's let's all take a break, everyone. Nobody turn <laughs> off. Intermission. The, no. <laughs> let's all go to the lobby. No, let's all turn oh, off our cameras and see how much audience is waiting after ten minutes. <laughs> hey, Steven. Hey, Steven. You're del you're uh, distorting a bit. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, your bad. microphone your is a little is loud. A little hot. It's a little loud. Yeah, a little yeah. hot. A little How's... hot mic we got going on there. A little hot. How's that? How's that? How's that? That's better. I had to turn on my re I had to turn down the return feed back to my headphones. I was like, whoa, <laughs> Steven, Steven, can you tell us about your sweaty balls? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that bit? Oh, that's great. Bit. That's a great bit. I'm that's so, such a great oh, bit. Oh, oh, that's Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. I love these sweaty balls. I love I love the did you did you guys ever see the so I've been doing this so I I'm a big Betty White fan uh and this this is no joke I I teased uh Tiffany when when we first got married you know everybody's got like that hall pass you know like that you know celebrity whatever and yes, Tif yes you know yes. Tiffany was going on about how you know how much she loved Henry Cavill and how much she loved you know Hugh Jackman and everything and she's what? like you know, and as a guy as a guy you can never really win that you know like no matter who you say and I was just like you know what Mine's Betty White. And everybody like would look at me weird. And I'm just like, yeah, but you know what? Think about this. When she was alive, That's experience. if you had a night with a, with Betty White, I don't care how old she is. First of all, you can't look, you can't tell me you look at any of your guy friends and you tell them that you had a night with Betty White and they don't look at you and go, okay, I'm intrigued. 
Yeah, how was it? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds incredible. Like, what was all right. about? So, so uh, I've been. Uh, I she Tiffany. I got like Betty White action figures now and everything else. But she uh, she got me this little guide to Betty White. So every night before I start my show, like during the sh- beginning of the show, like I read a Betty White ism, you know. And uh, she's just uh, she's just great. I love yeah. I love Betty White, man. I Betty, of- Betty White's a good one. I love because th- that's the funny thing about that game is. Oh, you get a hall pass, and it's like, oh, who's your hall pass? It's like, oh, I don't know. No, I know. Uh, Be- I have, Betty, Betty White, and many. then the woman is always roster. like, oh, yeah, okay, well, how many. about Brad Pitt? And you're like, okay, well, now you feel fine, and I feel ins- insecure. That's that's a great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I remember part of mine was going back. You know, when Top Gun came out, and suddenly the it's like the internet discovered who Jennifer Connelly was. I was like. Dude, I've known oh, yeah. who she was since 1991 yeah. when I was nine years old. That was an awakening for me. I guess I should probably explain why I, why I was saying that because what I, what I was actually trying to say was, uh, did you guys ever <laughs> see the the follow up to the Shweddy Balls thing where she hosted? Where like she didn't even have a project out, but like everybody voted to have Betty White host Saturday Night Live, and wow. so she went on there and they had a whole thing where she went on. She oh. was talking about her dusty muffin. best episode of saturday night live ever like she's like i don't even know why i'm here she's like i don't even know why i'm here i'm here because you guys wanted me here i don't have a project i don't have anything but yeah they they brought everything back because like because they brought in a bunch of like old cast members and old stuff because people just wanted to be on that show old cast members just wanted to be on that episode and so it was it was great i'm still voting for a weird al yankovic saturday night live but why but yeah, has that not dusty. happened i know i don't know i don't know it doesn't make any sense to me but yeah the Which dusty is muffin so funny thing. that you say that enosh because uh <laughs> i finally my six-year-old i finally made him his own hbo max profile with all the parental settings oh yeah because he, he finally started watching he's he's loved watching teen titans go but he's finally started watching the og teen titans cartoon uh-huh. but he, so he's been jumping between the two and he just watched the episode where weird al yankovic was dark side <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, that was a great episode. That was a great episode. Oh, and it's like, episode. who's gonna fight Batman? Spider-Man? No, 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 not Spider-Man. Why not? Is Spider-Man too lazy to to fight Darkseid? I lost a lot of respect for him right now. <laughs> Weird Al is such a like, I want to say like tightly controlled, but also like, yeah, kind of in that way where he's like so particular about his appearance and his like, not that it's fake. Like by all accounts, he's like super, super genuine. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's turned it down a ton of times. But with his movie coming up, I bet we get him hosting before his movie comes out. With that would be Ray. awesome. If, if him That'd and Radcliffe host together, that would be amazing. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I thought we of that because I just saw I just saw something. He was I saw an art or an article or or like a video of him. He was talking about how uh, he was talking about something on the set of Saturday Night Live that he was there one night because. Oh, of uh, he had friends who used to you know write for the show and stuff and so but we need a new cover song for something in today's time like what white and nerdy was and all yeah. those songs back then and he can be the performance as well yes and could, just go I know. i'm go bummed that, i'm bummed that he's not doing albums anymore you know it's it's he's a dude i i i i i was weird al was like my he was just yeah. I wore he's just amazing. He has the same band since 1979. Yeah. You know, he, he only had one record video. contract. He only had one record contract his whole career. He fulfilled his 14 records, and his last album was his only album to ever go to number one. It knocked Bruno Mars off of the top spot and got him real money and, you know, and everything. Like, that was his... Oh, when he, but when he did the Bruno Mars parody, 
doing the grammar song. Yes. Oh, you, oh I that was oh, one of those sure that was all right. Well, up that was head. that was actually uh, Alan or uh, not Alan Thick, um, uh, Robin Thick. Robin the, Thick. Uh, the okay. word crimes thing. Word it crimes. Was blur, yes. It was off of blurred lines. Yeah. 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 I took well, my what kids song to would that he parody now though. Like what's that's what the song thing. Would I mean, he... there's. That's true. Well, he's talked about that in recent years. That's why he said he's not doing like full albums anymore. He says because now there's so many people who do parodies and like takes yeah. on stuff. He yeah. says it's hard for him to figure out like what's going to be a hit because he has to record right. the album so far in advance. You know that he right. it's hard for him to figure out what's going to be a hit or what's not because the music world is just so volatile nowadays. Yeah. I mean, well, when, I, like that whole thing. Remember when uh, when he did uh, Amish Paradise and apparently Coolio was not f a fan of that and he was just like, uh, I hit your people up and then right. you, you said it was okay. Uh, I, right. I, I still love yeah. when Phantom Menace came out and he did oh, yeah. American Pie oh, with Hi, yeah. my Mr. And you know he had he had to make that before the movie came out. Yes. He didn't yes. have access to the script or anything. And, and so he, he like he was based on marketing like, materials and it's what it was about. Down to the point, man. It really is really accurate. Even the music video, he was totally just Obi-Wan Kenobi. He had the hair, clean shave, no glasses. It was just amazing. Like there's only a, a couple songs. It's shocking for someone to have that long of a career. And there's really only a couple songs where you go back where you're like, mm, I don't know if that's like would be if that released today, people would take issue with it. Um, yeah. But like, oh, yeah. He, was, he was safe yeah. without being like disposable for so long. And I don't know if that's. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> he did trapped in the drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at him. Yeah. And he looked at me. I still and I looked at him. And he looked at me. <laughs> and I looked at him. And he looked at me. And he said, what did you need again? <laughs> Got spaced out there for a second. Oh, yeah. Here's your ketchup. Like, it's, oh, my gosh. My, my first time I ever heard him, when I was four years old. And it because it was it, dare to be stupid. Oh, it was the yeah. Transformers movie. Yes. Oh wow. Dare to yeah, be dare stupid. stupid was, dare, dare to be stupid, stupid was an original song, but he was trying to mimic like uh, you know, whip it, whip it good. Like that. Yeah. What was that band? I forgot. Oh, Devo. I forgot Devo. Devo. He was trying to do a Devo thing. Well, he also did a whip it parody, didn't he? No, no, I don't no, think he did but, a whip no. It parody. No, but he but technically Dare to Be Stupid was a parody of that kind of music. Style. Because yeah, yes. like, he did style parodies, yes. He did yes. style parodies as well. Yeah. Because yeah. he was also he because he was also a, I wasn't he also did he just do the song or was he a voice of one of the Transformers in the movie too? Was to he? Oh, wow. No, he just did he just did the song. No, because song. Eric Idle was the voice of the robot on that planet. Okay. Yeah. Record that was uh it was the Junkicons or whatever. It was whatever. the it was the Junkicons, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. like I mean, I think the first thing I heard from him was Eat It. Uh yeah. Obviously a parody to beat it, <laughs> beat you know. It, yeah. Dude, I could fucking sing that song. I, mean, I love I love I love man. going I, I'll never forget the night. Uh I went with some I I don't I, I, I never really done karaoke a lot you know even though like you know i've sung all my life i've never really gone and done karaoke or anything and so i'll never forget we went out to do karaoke one night with some friends and uh i put in to do white and nerdy right oh. and now it's become like a regular staple market anytime i go out like i i just got like now a list of songs you know that i just love doing but uh i i go up to do white and nerdy and just as i as as i'm walking up on the stage like this group of about 15 African-American people walk in and they hear the song start and they all look at this white guy 
they think that I'm going to do the chameleon air song. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Riding dirty, right? And so, like, I'm like, this is either going to be really good or really bad. I was really fortunate. <laughs> and I was very fortunate that, like, once they heard, you know, where, you know, first in my class there at MIT, got skills, I'm a champion at D&D, MC Escher, that's my favorite, favorite MC. Keep you 40, I'll just have Earl Grey tea. My ribs never spin to the contrary. You'll find that they're quite stationary. All my action figures are cherry. Stephen Hawking's in my library. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand all places. Right? Ain't got no gas, but I still wear braces. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a wizard mind sweeper. I can play for days, which you see my sweet moves are going to stay ablaze. And they were like going nuts for me. And so it was like, I got down off stage, man. They're like high fiving me and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that went a lot better than I was. <laughs> you thought it would. I thought it would. So that was good. Yeah, it's great stuff. But yeah, we could talk about Weird Al oh, probably yeah. all night. But uh, I don't know. Should we jump into this Ezra Miller thing? Because okay, I think Alex, Alex, is, uh, Alex is running late because like he said, he has a new, he has a newborn. So uh well she's not that out. new anymore come on alex i'm hearing that that come on hey, uh, they're all new me. until they have a little sibling all right guys <laughs> I, I, I hate to say this but i think i am gonna have to dip out oh, oh. sorry guys all right but, man well i appreciate logan i, I, got, I gotta fun. come back on if, if you oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. you have an open door you have an open door um, yeah well you're welcome yeah. back anytime man great to meet everybody john yeah. i'll see you tuesday yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. but all right Thanks, everybody. I'll see y'all. See ya. All right. Bye. Take it easy, Logan. Thanks Bye. a lot. Sweet. Ooh, okay. I'm on the top row now. There you go. You're right. <laughs> back. You're right. You're right next There's to John. There's John. There's John. Poking John. Poking John. Center square. Stop it. Center right. square. <laughs> poking those shoulders. There you go. I know. Now we got. Uh, we got. We got Enosh as Alice right now. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. So yeah. So Alex. I mean, Alex. He's. You know. He's. He. Well, he works in the law he's a lawyer type i don't i don't even know exactly what kind of lawyer the lawyer is. type <laughs> he's just a lawyer yeah i don't know well yeah, he knows about the law. Yeah, he's yeah he's so obviously when it comes to all this stuff he's uh you know um well steven you start when it comes to this because you're more in the know than <laughs> well, i am and I've, I've had some vodka yeah well i'm sure if alex is able to jump on he'll be able to explain yeah yeah he it, said but, he will when he can so when, once yeah. he does i'll pop him in so but he's um he's a um yeah what type of he works in law but he, he's got a, a strong background and a lot of experience in um in ip law and so as a result especially because he's like a superhero fan so not only does he know like a lot of the like trademark copyright related stuff but also that has a lot of kind of spider webs out into other areas or he just has the the legal background to be able to you know look up um you know read legal documents which is a, a thing that not a lot of people can do and so it's been really interesting talking to him mm -hmm. as this all develops about like you know we're talking about police reports we're talking about restraining orders we're talking about jurisdictions and different states or islands or or reserves or whatever oh god he and, must have had a field deal with amber heard and johnny depp then huh um i didn't talk to him as much about that but i'm sure yeah i mean there's a lot of interesting stuff there that like to learn where like you know, there's the layer of like, oh, let's watch the trial and see how they talk about Hollywood. And then there's like, oh, let's talk about like legal, like how do, how do contracts work? Like, what's the reality of the situation when we're talking about like, contracts in Hollywood and like what, how, what is people owed and et cetera. Um, but uh, yeah, he's. That's him. Geek law. Oh. Geek law grad. But yeah, definitely a good follow. Um, but um, yeah, the really interesting thing about the Ezra Miller thing, I think the entire time like from the beginning is it's a really interesting situation of like 
I think to start off, I think because the last time we got onto the because things were kind of developing when we were talking about it last time, we got into this really kind of weird space of like, are we defending what happened or are we saying mm -hmm. it didn't? And like, I think taking a step back even further about that is there seems to be a big misconception about like what the fuck even happened at all. Because there's what was really interesting experience for me as this whole thing played out was like something would happen and like the it would get reported in the news and then regurgitated on social media and so like for me the natural reaction is always like okay so let's go like let's look at the police report what does that say what yeah. is where where did this originate from so i think for a little bit of background on everyone when this stuff um when a police report is made the the sheriff or the police whoever whatever the the legal entity jurisdiction is, jurisdiction will send local um news affiliates a just like a pdf dump every <laughs> every morning or every weekday morning and on it it's just like all of the arrests or all of the new name from... for a band by the way pdf dump <laughs> <laughs> i like it um it's going on the list from That's the awesome. uh, from the day before and then the local news usually goes through it and they look for like what's going to make the best headline what's going to do well on facebook what's going to get the most clicks you know all that stuff and then and then they take it and they write it and a lot of times because they don't have the res like local news does not have the resources to like go ask the cops for explanation on on things or go look at the road ask eyewitnesses the very first report about that that comes out is always basically just a regurgitation of the police report um and standards are usually pretty low on that too where it's like borderline if not outright plagiarism because it's not like a <laughs> it's not it, it wouldn't it's, you're not copying another news source you're just saying like you know whatever but you have to be careful to when you when you do it to say like according to the police so and so allegedly did xyz and that a lot of times that gets you know lost in translation and even if the paper covers their basis with not without saying like explicitly taking the side of the cop or explicitly reporting the version of events from the police report as fact there's you know even the people reading it aren't necessarily going to know the difference between them saying according to the police so and so allegedly whatever. reading comprehension sucks <laughs> um and even then this is not a this is not an issue of guilt this is an issue of they have been picked up with this claim and there will be a trial where they will determine more of these things later on etc and so it was really weird to me was there like this first report comes out about ezra i think the first one was was uh, disorderly conduct or something at, at a bar this is another area where alex is going to be good because he knows the whole timeline but um and so it talks about in there it talks about taking a microphone from someone doing karaoke and doing all this other stuff but the the narrative got out of hand with like it was reported so the story got picked up because what happens is the local news gets this police report they say oh hey a celebrity did something in our area let's write it up they basically take what's written in the police report turn it into a 300 word news article put it up people follow ezra miller because he's a celebrity and they're interested in his role as the flash he's coming up and up uh, upcoming movies someone might have googled fantastic beasts a couple days ago google pops it into their news feed it's like oh you googled fantastic beasts here's a story about ezra miller getting arrested everyone reads this regurgitation of a police report about ezra miller getting arrested and now all of the geek news sites have it and you know they're not all lawyers they're not all even going back to the police report they're all because they don't have the police report unless they know to go look it up on the police's site, they're just reporting the version of events reported by the, the understaffed local news who regurgitated the police report. Right, they're, they're, they're going from the secondary source, not the primary source, and then becomes a game of telephone. Right, exactly. And it quickly evolved to like, I don't know how many days it was before people were like, Ezra Miller is assaulting people all across Hawaii. <laughs> and it's like, look, yeah. 
throwing he, chairs he, he was arrested and did things that like would be like a, a misdemeanor for most for most of them but it quickly there was like like a couple reports but then what i kept on noticing on my feeds was like i'd get new articles would be popping up that it wasn't always clear like i lost track of um <laughs> I, i'd get a notification i'd be like oh again and it's like oh no he's only been arrested like two times one right. time for like blocking traffic and one time for disorderly conduct is what the accusations were um but like i keep on getting these alerts and so even for me who's like going back to the police reports to be like what actually happened here it looks like it's been like a whole bunch of times and so then you got people on twitter who are like he's or they're assaulting people left and right all all over hawaii and and abusing women and yelling things at people and burning stuff down it's like that, that's the provable events are just that like the only thing we know for a fact is that he was arrested or they were arrested those two times and then the the police report says you know varying things based on what it was and not so much to say like there's no guilt or there's no wrongdoing of any kind obviously yeah. there was some kind of a scene being caused so i'm not going to say yeah. like that's no big deal but the evolution of the story like really got out of hand really fast and at, at that stage and then what the, all this other weird stuff started kind of piggybacking on top of that and because the narrative had been lost with the police reports because you've got people saying oh they're just causing havoc in hawaii when like they they got picked up by the cops two times for being obnoxious at a bar is what happened right but because you've got this like perception of violence and and carnage all across hawaii from all these different reports these other claims started to to kind of take people are like more likely to accept this stuff. Whereas if it is, if it had come out um, without the preceding weeks of like, yeah, controversial hey, stuff, it would have been different. Now, now people are saying your mic is too low. What? Yeah, I would, agree, I would agree with that. Yes. Well, okay. Uh, Cause to me, it sounds fine. It's like, we can't find that medium right See? there. I don't know. All right, just go up a little bit. Find, find your Goldilocks zone, So Steve. do I got to go back to the beginning now? I can no, you're good. No, 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 so, you're good. Okay, so, see, so local news gets this PDF dump of... no. Hey, PDF <laughs> dump sounds like a great name for a band. There we go, okay. <laughs> All right, you're um, good now, I think, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, like, go on and on and on for the whole thing, but, like... But you will. So, well, of course. But I, it's an, <laughs> if I must, it's an invitation for anyone to cut me off. But it's been really weird to, to we see will. like there is a the like the noise floor has been raised to the point where like someone can be like, oh, Ezra, Ezra Miller ate a baby, and everyone's going to be like, oh, how dare they? Whereas like um, a year ago, if someone had said that, people would have been like, oh, that sounds like fake news. Let's go look at what actually happened. But because there's just this like f fracas of of fracas i like that right, word. right? I like a lot. good word i like it that's another band name anyways yeah. <laughs> right Doug uh, with like, with like metallica like P like pdf font fracas. how about like, that? like all PDF kind of jagged PDF. stuff looks like thorns yeah. and stuff yeah fracas um but but yeah and so um i don't know i've been kind of avoiding getting into like the actual specifics so much as like the high level like it's really weird reading this where for me every time i go back to look at like okay, well, what happened and what was reported and what, and so you get stuff like, like even now, now there's stuff that's like, people are saying, using the word like kidnapping. And it's like, well, even that if was, you take everything at mm. face value, we're talking about an 18 year old who isn't even in the same state as Ezra right now, who is posting to their own social media saying I'm fine. And yet like the news is running away with this term 
kidnapping. And like, not to diminish or say that we shouldn't take serious claims seriously, but, Mm -hmm. but when, when that is what the news is reporting, most people aren't going back and looking at like, well, what's actually happening. There's like this, this image, or they'll say like, uh, like with the, there's a authorities are looking for Ezra Miller. It's like, well, no, what the, the tribal court in this Indian, is is it on a reservation or it's an Indian run uh, or a native American, um, uh, council issued a restraining order against Ezra. And so they're out of, they're out of jurisdiction. Like this is not a, like an FBI thing. This is a, he's on the run, Steven. What are you talking about? He's like, on the run. And, and the, and the yes. only reason that the order was even granted is because according to the, the Lakota, the, the, the court's standards or whatever their, their law system is called an 18 year old is not a, is not a, is like still subordinate to the parents if that was requested in like a US court that wouldn't have been granted the same way. So a tribal court creates an order of protection that can only be created for someone within their own jurisdiction because they're older than the age and then can't serve it to Ezra because Ezra doesn't live in their jurisdiction. And and the 18-year-old isn't even with Ezra. They're off <laughs> doing they're off with their girlfriend and and then the news is like, oh, authorities can't find Ezra. It's like, well, authorities of what? Like, they're, they're, it's like a, this is not the fugitive going on here. This is, and they're um, actively pursuing him, chasing him down the street. Yeah, and it's, know, and it's hard to even talk about it while he's like, holding an eighteen-year-old under his be, arm because you can't like they can't catch him. He's the Flash. There's this, yeah, exactly <laughs> so, like going back to like it's hard to go, like go back to the basics of like, well, what do we know? What was actually planned? What do the records actually show? But no, we're so far off in this. Like, well, no, now there's a there's a they've kidnapped someone and they're on the run from authorities. It's like, whoa, 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 that is so far from the. This isn't to say that nothing wrong has happened and no consequences need to happen. And, exactly. And nobody's responsible and nobody needs to pay. But like, there is a big, 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 big difference between, dude, you were really obnoxious at that bar in Hawaii and you need to apologize to people, and dude, you got to turn yourself in and surrender the the 18 year old kidnapped (laughs) like who you groomed for like, yeah. And, and it's so, and it's one of those things where like, because of the way social media is, that's why there's like so much a better place to have this conversation because on social media, you can't do that. Cause you're like, well, hold on, let's go back to the basics. And all of a sudden it's, Oh, you're defending a pedophile. And it's like, no, I'm questioning whether or not there's well, sufficient evidence to even it, state that they're pedophile in the first place. There's a big difference between defending it and saying like, whoa, 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 how do we even get to this conclusion? Because the claim is being made by the parents. Pedophile. People like to throw that word around so loosely. Yeah. Well, because it's a, yes, it's a, do. it's a, it's a, it's a trump card for getting people suspended on Twitter. So it's like people are real quick. To, they don't care. They just care right. that it's like, oh, that's a buzzword that gets people in trouble. Even though the people are like of age. Isn't she like of illegal age? Well, yeah, no, well, and cool. also, and by the way, because I, I, I want to take a moment because I remember Amanda and I have had this conversation before because I remember listening to uh, Batman on Batman because, you know, Kevin Smith has the Wayne Foundation to help uh, sexually abused and sexually trafficked uh, uh, individuals. And yeah, pedophile, the technical definition of that means that you find someone sexually attractive because of their childlike or lack of sexual maturity. Mm. So you can be you could be maybe you could be attracted to someone who is underage, but what uh, but you're technically not a perv, uh, a, a pedophile 
by the definition, if what attracts you to them is if they are well developed, it's not mm. the underdevelopedness that you're sexually attracted like, to be a pedophile. You're attracted by the lack of maturity. Right. Gotcha. Well, and in this case, also specifically, it's not even a question like pedof like nobody's pedophilia is like a thing that has been added to it by people on social media. If mm -hmm. you take the parents and the claims that are present at face value, the claim isn't that Ezra is a pedophile. The claim is that Ezra groomed uh, the this person until they were until they were eighteen, and then and then took advantage of the of the like the dynamic. Um, which is not like an okay thing to happen, but there's a big, like, once again, there's a big difference between like that and pedophile and both are wrong, but like we can start by separating that a little bit and then you go back and look at like, okay, well, grooming, what is the grooming? Well, they took these, the person, the, uh, Takata, Takata or, or Gibson, I'm, I'm not entirely yeah. sure about their, yeah. I, I, their identity. So I, I never right. know if I'm referring to them correctly, but it's called Takata. Yeah. Right, but the, some of the reports then say that they're Gibson, but they're not clear about the yeah. pronouns. So I don't. I'm just going with my best guess on it. But, um, but the the parents and so first of all, the parents have have been trying to put them in a conservatorship, which is like what Britney Spears is under, which is basically power of attorney, total control over their life as an adult. Um, and and they're, so they've been trying to put Takata in a in a conservatorship for like months already. This is a legal case that has been going on because Takata left home because of their sexual identity and or orientation and the parents didn't accept that. And so that's part of what, how they ended up with Ezra. And like, that's all agreed upon. Like, that's not like speculation or like, that's like what per the, the claims of the, of the parents. Um, but then what the, like that has been an ongoing thing. And it wasn't until recently that after all of this Ezra stuff came up, then, then they were like, Oh, that Ezra Miller person who's been in the news, who everybody thinks is a bad person. Yeah. They were grooming them. And it's like, why was that not like, that is a whole claim onto itself. And that doesn't mean that it's not true, but it's like, you'd think you would lead with that. If that was like your, your Trump card. How does that kind of arise later? Um, and I know and Enosh talked to, you, you talked to the, Vintage devil or Vintage whatever. Devils. Vintage you might know devil, more about yeah. that than I do, but, yeah. but um, I don't know. It's just, there's so many, and every time I even talk about it, then I got to take that step back and be like, now, once again, this does not prove that like, there's nothing there, but like, let's slowly peel back exactly. to like, no, the, Steve, the Steve, layers of like, point, what do we know? But, but Steven, your point is the fact, because I, I I've even talked to Dave about this. It's like, I, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, because I haven't, I've been kind of a, a casual observer of, of, of the headlines and the reactions passing through my timeline. I, I, to your point, that doesn't mean that I don't think something's happened or I do think something's happened, but I don't, I haven't invested. I've had other shit going on. So I haven't mm -hmm. invested myself in the information I've just been watching everyone speak so authoritative. It's social media. <laughs> it's the social media uh, effect of I'm going to speak authoritatively yep. about a topic. And it seems to be based entirely on your personal bias regarding the topic, well, regardless of the facts. And I feel and, and what Stephen is trying to say in a very neutral way is we're not saying something did or did not happen that something is right and or wrong it's just 
on social media, there seems to be this allergy to someone going, hey, can we just kind of like pump Thank the you. brakes pump and the brakes. find out Thank what's you. going well, on? That doesn't mean that something is right or wrong. Scott, that doesn't mean that I don't think that something's right or wrong. It just means I want the full picture. Yes, before exactly. And, and, well, and you can't you can't say that, though, Scott, because then yeah. they people immediately, like Stephen said, they automatically, if you say that, you are somehow defending and claiming the innocence <laughs> of Ezra Miller even though like even you though there's like loads of you you can have i don't know maybe be a youtuber that has hours of things that say to the contrary of that but it's still then your name gets drugged right in the mud with it and all of a sudden you become a you know a sympathizer well, and then what, what what i've even brought up too when it comes to this is like now it's re i mean you know let's face it when it comes to media there's left media there's right media there's all and, and it's reached it's that per, right. the media has become very personalized yes it yeah. really by has and by says it, what you want and, to say and what has happened in like the past week and stuff like that is like it's gotten to conservative media and they really like to use that word groomer with certain things and you know regardless of how you feel about certain things that are happening in the world when it comes to grooming and i i totally understand that and that's a whole other discussion but at the same time it's like oh well we have this buzzword and of course they see that it's like, all right, now it's reached over here. It, it's starting to get a little yeah. bit like, oh well, shit, oh shit. Now they're just going like, he's a monster. He's a predator. He must be stopped and blah, blah, blah. And then we're just, we're still just going, hey, wait, we still got to get all the information here before we he's start. Public enemy number like, one, but he's still being allowed to just run free. But, oh, but that's right. Because that's the, that's because they don't know where he's at. Well, yeah. It's like, I keep on, I, I know when I was on Enosh's show, I, I said this like a million times, but it's never about what it's about. <laughs> um and and so like i think what what uh what dave just pointed out is a really good example of that of like you've got this started as like the people who were aware of it were aware of it because they had some sort of a connection to ezra miller and so the algorithms said hey this this small local newspaper in hawaii regurgitated this police report you might be interested in because it mentions this person you have googled or tweeted about or googled something ancillarily related to them here you go and then once that kind of made that leap into the like fandom zone on on Twitter, it it's it it was exclusively used as fuel for like like you'll find a pretty common like you're not going to find anybody who like ha has mocked the way Ezra Miller runs and hates Zack Snyder and thinks the Snyder cut should have been restored who is also saying like, hey, I think this guy is great. Let's pump the brakes to find out what's going on in the same way that you're not going to find any like most hardcore well hardcore Snyder fan is even a hard way to phrase it but like you're not going to find like people who have been traditionally fans of Ezra saying like oh no they're totally guilty mostly like 95% of the time all of this is just fuel for an ex whatever your beef is don't restore the Snyder verse or even like it's a weird like toxic tornado of like people that don't want the Snyderverse restored are like oh look at this this kills the Snyderverse and at the same time you've got people who think the Flash movie needs to die because it destroys the Snyderverse are like look now the Flash movie can't happen and we can and it's just like this like hmm. it's just a pawn for people well, who don't actually and, care about the Ezra situation right and then also and, and something that I've seen some people bring up is whenever you see pictures of them associated with these stories it's also very telling what images of them get used to highlight whatever spin the story has yeah. you know because as a non-binary individual their pictures 
you know, are across a spectrum and media is choosing, you know, certain pictures that play into an yeah. algorithm or into a, uh, a narrative that works with whatever stories being published about them. And right. once again, and that's where I just kind of sit back and personally, you know, as someone who literally teaches about bias and rhetoric, you know, about ethos, pathos and logos and all this other stuff, I'm just here going, wow, this is like a case study of like how an outlet or outlets present information and how you really have to objectively sit back and go, how is this even being presented before <laughs> I could even start to digest what is being presented yeah. to me? Mm -hmm. Well, like you can always tell, um, like I've been playing a game with like exactly what you're saying, where every time I see an article pop up, based on what picture of Ezra they use, I can tell you what the article, what slant the article takes on the topic. And that doesn't necessarily speak to the truth or falsehood of what the article is saying so much as if I can look at the picture and tell you what the angle of the article is, then probably the article is not actually like founded in logic. It's founded in something else because I shouldn't be able to do that. I should look at the picture and say like, I don't know what angle they're going to take on this yep. because it shouldn't be so upfront with the, like, this is who this person is. Um, and it's like the same thing that like they like Dave said the, the groomers got a hold of it. Those are people who don't even know who Ezra is or don't care. Don't like they haven't been involved in any of this stuff. Um, but it is now fuel for their existing debate on whether or not LGBTQ people are are are, are dangerous or are groomers. It's just fuel for that. And then in addition to that, you, like it's like the same thing as you see with like the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. So much of that was about like um the it was a, like a ref seen as either a referendum on me too or it was like hold the ground down for me too and so you get stuff where people saying like oh she's an imperfect wit or an imperfect witness or an imperfect victim or whatever they called her where it's like oh she might not be like she might not be telling the truth but she represents people who were telling the truth and therefore it's important to take that seriously and like not to get too dark too deep into that and uh, into that case specifically or even take sides on it but like that's that's fucked up to phrase anything that way like yes it's important that victims be taken seriously and be listened to but not at the expense of the truth not that at the expense of like if just mocked at that fucking point whether or not uh, whether or not amber was telling the truth or not has no bearing on how like if she was if she's a good witness or a good victim it's based on whether or not like it actually happened or or she's telling the truth and that should be what the question is if the point if the facts point to something that is inconsistent with what like oh we want to take victims seriously yeah taking them seriously doesn't necessarily mean like it's always true it means we should always take it seriously and that we find out whether or not it's true or not don't dismiss it without looking at the evidence and you should look and and that you know and go all the way down and not taking it seriously means saying like you know not not following up on reports or not not uh not filing a rape kit not you know all of that kind of stuff that like the law enforcement does all the time where it just kind of brushes off claims that's the problem taking it seriously doesn't mean that it's always true it means that you follow the the rabbit trails down to the end to get to the point where you say confidently we can say yes this did or didn't happen and um and like so much like these cases come up and people are like well we don't care about the facts we care about how this impacts whatever other narratives we're invested in yeah um and that's like a 
problem because then you get people you know caught in the caught in the crosshairs of like that's not even about this isn't even about grooming this isn't even about the dceu or the snyderverse or anything this is just about like whatever somebody's agenda is and how this fits into it and it's like it's so baffling to kind of see this stuff take off and be like can we go back and like like why is it why we're not discussing like the body cam footage came out and it include and and in it ezra says but i was assaulted i called you guys and Mm. the guy that he's saying assaulted him says in the body cam footage says to the cop are you gonna fuck him up or should i and the cop (laughs) says oh we're not fucking up anybody and like none of that is mentioned in the police report and like i don't know what the local jurisdiction is and whether or not you're required to file everything but for the police report to come out and not mention that ezra claimed they were assaulted that the that the person that they were there on behalf of threatened violently threatened ezra you know that none of that stuff happened and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean ezra is innocent but like that's a that's a that's a it's still assault like well (laughs) exactly and it's like how do you you know that doesn't that doesn't absolve everything but it does paint a very different picture based on what how it was originally reported but like no that's not where the discussion is going you know, you go back and you look at the yelp reviews for one of the bars that ezra was at that this all stuff happened with and the yelp reviews are full of like and, that, and not just like recently review bombed but like over the years there have been like a whole bunch of claims on this bar's yelp page saying that they're anti-lgbt and 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 racist and all these other things based on like multiple different like corroborated like, similar they experiences just, they don't like local they don't like a foreigners even if whatever whatever you chris, are like chris was he, on here and said that. yeah yes yeah yeah he basically said that it, even if you're just like showing up and you're a tourist they don't like you they'd like only locals essentially yeah exactly and so it's you know obviously there was something there was an altercation there was something going on so so to, to repeat myself, like this doesn't like absolve everything, but it does take the conversation back exactly. to a similar place. Context. Like, this, this conversation never happened. The conversation of like what happened, let's look at the police report, let's look at the body cam footage, all of which is available, all of which can be compared. Like why does the why does the report not mention these things? Like it's it's the why do they say, Oh, this person claimed Ezra assaulted them, but then doesn't say Ezra claimed they were like that's what the police do is they show up and they write down what people claimed happen what offenses people because they, they weren't an eyewitness right so it's a witness account it doesn't even say the defendant claimed they were assaulted <laughs> right it, it just says like the defendant wasn't cooperating and then that's not shown in the body cam footage maybe it happened off body cam footage totally possible and plausible knowing the way ezra is that they may have been uncooperative potentially um but it's not in the like it's not it's not corroborated so it's like they're you've got to find a starting point for this besides like i'm sure it's 100 true plus some in every single instance or you wind up in this area where it's like you're talking about kidnapping and running from the authorities and it's like that's not even it's not even like a misrepresentation that's a totally different reality sorry so are you saying are you saying that a police report where they've taken a statement from somebody is not admission of guilt (laughs) i just want to i just want to be clear because i because i i have no idea how the legal system works uh and how that works I, said, I was just curious. I was just curious. Police report says an event happened, yes. and this is what people claimed happened. And and based on the way we categorize laws, these are where yeah. those things slot into. It reminds they, me the words it, like assault mean something. And yeah. then after it's recorded in the police report, and the police says we believe assault happened, like there's probable cause at the scene. Then there's a hearing later on. Maybe you get a jury. Maybe it's just a judge. 
yeah. they'll take witness statements and then they'll do like what we're doing, what we're doing now, because like nobody else, you know, did that. Or you've got, you know, I don't know, charges will get dropped or like that restraining order gets dropped. And like, that's not, that's still, there's this snowball that's happening and it's like collecting, like it, it's growing, growing, growing. And you're like, what is that? Most of the snow on that is fake. Like, where is that even coming from? Nobody's like, yeah. Like slow down. It's just it's it's. It, it reminds wild. me of it reminds me of years ago when I was a notary public, and uh, people would come in and they you know they'd want me to sign something and they 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 misunderstand what a notary public is. Like they think that you're attesting to whatever you know is in the document that you're signing that it's truthful, and that's not the job of a notary public at all. You're just attesting to, hey, this person came in, showed me their idea, our ID. This person came in, showed me their ID. I checked it out as best as I could, and it looked like that they were the persons, who, the people who they said that they were. And then they signed. And they signed it. Like, like I would have people come in and say, well, well, this is this. I, I got subpoenaed to court one time, and, and like these people were asking me all these questions about it, and they're like, well, what about the validity of this? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not. I, that's not my job as a notary is to, is to say that the document is correct. My job is to say that, yes, they signed it. These people said that they were who they were and it looked like it checked out. That's it. You know, it, it's not that it's not that everything that's being said is absolutely factual or correct. It's, this is their statement. That's, that's why, that's why in those police reports you didn't have, well, as you know, like I, I, I thought it was funny with the, with the first one with the people in Hawaii that, you know, the, the restraining order, you know, says that he busted into the room and he says, you know, uh, uh, what do you say? He says, I'll kill you or whatever, you know, bury in you slut, in I'll bury wife. you in your slut wife. Right. <laughs> and I, and I was, and like, I know people don't like it, but it's like, I would say, well, you know, there's more to that conversation obviously right because like usually even arguments no, they've never start spoken with, before in their right. lives like that, people, like i'm just imagine i've never just, heard of ezra miller and all of a sudden he was in their room he was pulling yeah, he just pops Jr. in he just pops in i said you know most most arguments even don't start out as you know hey i'll bury you and your slut wife you know like you you kind of have to get there but like nothing in that report says you know we said yeah. this and then you know this I've was only said, said it you know? or twice at a party that's well, a, yeah, that, you that's, know. A re, that's a restraining order like you can go down to the police right now and 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 be like oh steven violently threatened me on a stream i want a restraining order against him can i get one on that's, william that, yeah and, i know i know I, I saw i saw the super chat yeah they like, like you know like i would but i'm not worried about old men uh <laughs> you know attacking me you know especially of his age you know and, <laughs> they'll give it they'll give it scrutiny and like you'll need to prove like some level of like i don't know show them a clip of the stream or something which i'm not you know threatening with <laughs> but like and 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 then they'll and then they'll grant it and that's a like you are saying you wish for this person to not be near you and so this is the police saying we respect that you don't want this person to be that's all a restraining order does yeah so the fact that one exists doesn't say anything other than the person who filed the restraining order didn't want ezra near them that could be because something happened it could be because nothing happened they could be sensitive they could be they could have a thick skin and it was just really 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 bad to the breaking point who knows but like to jump on that as a as a confirmation of of anything other than just like somebody is claiming something is like just ir intellectually irresponsible yeah and basically that restraining order just got thrown to nothing and it was like no whatever the hell that my that's something that alex can probably speak to with prejudice yeah. with prejudice we but, don't know what that means but with prejudice it sounds like the, like that it, that it was something like my, yeah and then the whole chair situation too i mean that that was the, a whole different thing the, the chair situation that. i don't it was like the third or i don't know but he, ezra was at a party and once again that's where the police report says 
like it, it's it's vague but it says like a chair was thrown and it hit somebody in the head and it left like a quarter inch or a half inch cut or something no medical treatment was given on the, or medical treatment was refused on the scene so the so whoever got hit with the chair said no i don't need medical treatment and no charges were filed at the time um so i don't know can you look into that or not people will get into car accidents or get into altercations all the time and then like a day or two later be like you know what looking back on that i really should have pressed charges and then they'll go do something about it but like i don't know i i i've like done stuff like throw chairs at party that hurt people like i'm not saying like i'm not saying it's the same thing but it's like one of those things where like there's a spectrum of meaning behind that of like how why do chairs get thrown why do people get hurt okay it could be a targeted assassination attempt or it could be like they were playing musical chairs and it got out of hand right like when where in there does it fall i don't know but that's why there's like gonna like that that's something for like the law to decide and for us to wait for the law to decide not to say like oh the report says a chair made contact with head therefore it was intentional assault the big thing with that one though was because there was there was there was harm done based on like negligence is that the the police report did file it as like second degree assault or something like that which um usually what happens in those cases is the police will find whatever the most extreme charges they can they can come up with at the scene and so it's always going to be that at a at worst it was that but usually ends up getting drawn back to something you know less serious um and you know i'm not going to defend throwing chairs at people but like i said there's so much there's so much missing context bring chair shots back I don't even know how to form a narrative around those like like you draw those dots like you need like what three dots to make or two dots to make a line and like i've just got like one dot that's like chair was thrown and i don't know where the other dot is is the other dot like with malice or is it like drunkenly was it like a joke gone bad was it like where was ezra trying to put the chair away and just did it a bad <laughs> job i don't know but like how do you there's like such a wide spectrum there without we don't know who the person is or what their relationship to ezra was or why they were at the party you know because this is all personal stuff like that we don't we aren't privy to but like apparently like that one piece of information is enough for like a whole narrative so Hmm. okay so continuing on from that i mean we're kind of just going like you know thing by i I think we kind of you pretty much kind of covered most of it right there right yeah i mean i'm like i said i'm only loosely going into details where we're appropriate because yeah. i think getting lost in the weeds is almost the wrong way to like there are weeds to get lost in but like i think that it's almost a disservice to get into like the the he said she said they said of the whole situation but because like that's for, well, i was gonna say for like the most part when it comes to the whole kidnapping somebody on the run um i mean is they know where he's at or they know where you know they are at whatever yeah they know where yeah is that essentially kind of like the thing where it's like the whole thing about uh that they don't like he's on the run i mean or they sh- you know what 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 do we you know what are we assuming when it comes to that like when that whole thing um the fact that that headline is out there and I, I had people arguing on my mentions on Twitter saying like, well, no, that's not true. And I even was like saying, yeah, Ezra is not on the run. Well, it's, I mean, it's it almost... true. But when you see like authorities and court and like, uh, what authority is what court, like the people that can't find Ezra are people who it's because Ezra is out of their jurisdiction to a 
enforce the order or b serve the order um okay. as as is the the person being um that the order is supposed to protect from ezra or isolate from ezra or whatever the the exact situation is so it's like um i don't know i, I don't i don't want to i don't know enough about like tribal law to know what the like you know different states will sometimes have like if you get a speeding ticket and in one state, other states will reflect it on their, like they'll share records and stuff, or they'll say like, if someone flees from authorities over state lines, the authorities will have permission. So I don't know how that all, how that works in with like tribal authorities or, or tribal governments. But um, when it says like they can't locate Ezra, that does not mean that like, there's a bounty hunt going on <laughs> and Ezra is like hiding under a bridge. I'm the dog. Where's like dog? Yeah, what where that, is Doc? What that means is that Ezra is just not within their like. They gave it to like a not a notary, but like a who was the people who serve, um, who yeah, serve papers. process server, process a, a process server, and they're yeah. just like, oh yeah, no, Ezra's like a thousand miles away from here. I'm not going to drive and give <laughs> it to him. And they're like, okay, well, if he comes back, you give it to him. And they're like, okay, cool. And then it's like Ezra evading authorities. Like the people looking for him are probably sitting on their couch like right now. Like this is <laughs> like looking for like it's there it's, are also uh, there are also two things that happened before this one um uh, the first obviously is the kkk video so that oh, whole yeah. thing was happening and after that it was um someone you know ezra dated named mia solange so she's important because you know she kind of plays into the vintage devil you know yeah. well, there, there were two and that was one one thing where when, where like going back and as the story was developing looking at like you start to identify like kind of players and i think when we were on the stream last time i talked about how like the, a lot of this feels like drama spilled over from tumblr um <laughs> but like on to, and and like and that's really in a lot of ways what another band is. name by the way drama tum, tum, tumblr drama tumblr um, drama and um because um one of the yeah there, there were the, the vintage devil and mia i think um, but you've, it was pretty easy to find them early on because they were commenting on and, and kind of getting attention and traction from, from some of this stuff. And you kind of look at their, their history on their social media accounts and their interactions and whatever, and it comes, becomes kind of apparent there's like a bone to pick there. Um, and so there were at least two people who were stalkers, former lovers, wanted to be lovers, whatever with, with Ezra who started kind of stirring the pot and whether or not it was just them or whether or not they had burner accounts or you know friends or whatever but one of them used to run like a tumblr uh ezra miller fan account and um and i'm not sure who who the other one what exactly what the association was mia was the person that you know ezra that posted pictures with ezra you know right i remember that in her bed or whatever so they probably dated but the fact that she admitted to you know hating ezra and all that for like a week she <laughs> tried to you know spin that shit and then it just died down no, nothing happened she moved right. on well there's been uh, a whole but, series of those because the, the yeah. stalkers really jumped on the situation because they would amplify any of the news but also throw out their own allegations and other stuff with um whenever th anything would happen, they'd say they, they jump on that for their existing, like, like the vintage devil I saw way long before on, on, on Instagram for whatever reason, before any of these even happened, had a long running, like 
claiming Ezra was copying their clothes. Years They'd post ago. a picture on Twitter, and then Ezra yeah. would like show up to a show at for with with their band wearing something that was the same color a week or two later or whatever. It would like I don't know I don't know enough details about it, but it was like that level of of weirdness. And then they became very active on on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, amplifying this other stuff. Um, and you know, and whenever that kind of thing happens, you don't know are there burner accounts involved or whatever, but there's definitely like a clear agenda that isn't only amplifying stuff, but also muddying the water with, with additional claims. And See, everything we just talked about, I have no clue what, like, yeah. Well, a lot of the stuff all was, of that, that was, of was happening. But, but before we go on, Jordan, you're going to take off. You got to take off. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, I know it's late. It's really late for you. I know. I know. See you, Jordan. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Jordan. Thank you for showing up, man. Yeah. Thanks for listening to me for so long. This is the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right man yeah. take it easy See you, bro. but i'm gonna hop out as well gents okay See you, john till See next you, friday y'all take for it sure. easy take it easy john thank uh, all you all right gents peace See you. all right and there that's the thing scott because all this information is only available if you go looking for it and you know research on every single incident and try to connect and and, and also care yeah. 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 Well, well, and that that's, like, that's what's that's what's frustrating me about this because look on all the different platforms that I'm on, you know what I mean? Is like is like I just search like you know and and respond to you know things on my social medias, right? That that don't even have anything to do with this. Uh, you know, like I'm coming across, you know, uh, obviously YouTube videos. I'm coming across articles. I'm coming across Facebook posts. I'm coming across TikTok videos, and I'm coming across all these things that it's like. Every single one, somebody said it earlier, I think, in the chat, uh, it's become a game of telephone where it seems like all these things are said and then somebody adds just one more thing. It just makes it sound a little bit more sensational because they want to get their thing read, right? They want to get their post read or they want to get their article read. And so, like, what goes from, like, what Stephen's talking about, that, it, that it's literally just, like, there's an explanation for this, turns into, like, like we we're acting like he's in a white bronco running from the police you know what i mean like you know yeah. and it and that's like, not what's happening and, and, and then like even, i brought up to a guy TMZ who did a tiktok video using like tmz is one of the big ones that's like every time i read oh, yeah. that i'm like really why are you saying that and like they're really pushing it but like even they don't use the word like kidnapping or anything like that is yeah, all stuff that is well, cropped well, up on social media that is not even being reported or claimed i came across a guy like who like has uh you know a youtube channel or something like that and, and he was talking about it uh it was a tiktok video and i just ran across it so i was just like i i just pointed out i said well this isn't true and i said you know you you need to do better research and he's just like well every article i've read says this and i said yeah, well but that's the problem right now is that these articles like if you just look at surface level stuff and you don't do any other research or, or looking into it at all to see like what it means you know and I've, I've had people try to tell me you know uh when, when the bar fight thing was going i had a guy from australia tell me and i don't know if this is an australian thing but like he was trying to tell me uh he was trying to make it out like it was an australian thing so i don't know i got plenty of australian friends and nobody else seems to corroborate this but but he was like well if if you're in a barroom fight you sh you should go to prison and i'm like that's not how our judicial system works. Like we, we, we have, we have, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Well, yeah, but the, it's stacking up, Enosh. It's stacking well, up. There, but, there's but, all this stuff stacking up. It's like, it doesn't matter what's stacking up. If a hundred people lie about you and say you're a yeah. pedophile, you're, that doesn't make you a pedophile. That just and if people see people... opportunity with a celebrity that they've come in contact with, and maybe they've had issues with like, 
like all of a sudden they make it sound worse and they see an opportunity maybe to get in on something it doesn't it doesn't make it real it doesn't make it truth you know like you said it doesn't matter if you have a hundred accusations of people just stacking up on it if it's not true it's not true well it's like you see like the there's like the if there's smoke there's fire or the like, oh it's get there's a lot of smoke in here and it's like yeah but that's no not, draga <laughs> it's like there's not a like like smoke does not does, yeah. like, how do you know it's smoke and not steam how do you know that like it's Thank like, you. Yes. like there's so many questions that like and the people, because that's the thing people say, or about anything, people. Yeah, about, I've, seen, I've on, gotten on the Twitter. smoke is fire, yeah. And it's not even it with Ezra though. You see that with other stuff where it's like, oh well, there's a lot of smoke. You can't say there's nothing happening. And it's like, but there's, like, like I've I've personally seen before where I'll say something like, uh, like when Birds of Prey was coming out, I heard something about like, oh, the studio liked the tests, but the audience, or the audiences liked the tests, but the studio didn't like the test screenings as much or something. And I tweeted something about it offhand, that wasn't really a. a outright scoop or anything just like oh that's ironic it figures that the studio would be like nervous about it when audience is like yes give us this um and then like next thing i heard next thing i knew it was being like circulated on on reddit or like a bunch of like smaller blogs were like oh th this person says this about birds of prey test screenings and then like i would say something later on about oh well such and such whatever about birds of prey and then someone would be like oh no they tested it with the internally they hated it and the audiences were all about it and then i'm like that that is only information is circulating because like people blew it up when i said it offhand and mm. now it's being like like you know just seeing the way this stuff circulates the amount of like research that goes in like the, the fact that someone would cite that to me without knowing like that originated with me it's is the kind <laughs> of like that's the not that everybody you know everything that is said every, any time in your life has to have like a wikipedia annotation or something but but the, especially with this stuff, it's like you you have to go back, um, to to the like, what does the police report say? What is their you know, um, there there's Reddit pages that are devoted to those areas in Hawaii. There's hashtags that like, you can go and find people talking about this stuff from the area. You can find it being discussed locally. You can find you know Chris Wong was on here. He was telling us about what the environment is like, and then but the way you get to this like kidnapping thing, the, the reason I was spent so much time on like the police reports and everything is because by the time you get to the like, oh they're groomed and kidnapped someone, like the only reason that that is even a story, or is being talked about in that way is because everybody let the Hawaii stuff, which is like, Ezra just had a bad couple weeks in Hawaii, like comparatively <laughs> to this other stuff that went down. Like, okay. So they got thrown out of a bar for being disorderly and the, like a couple times and they got, um, too excited at a, at a, at a house party and threw a chair and it hurt somebody. Like that's not like a lifestyle I would encourage anyone to, to adopt, yeah. but like yeah. literally as if anybody has not done that kind of stupid shit, in their life that's like watching this or in the chat like that's not serious stuff it's not good stuff it's stuff you try to avoid but like it's not this insane stuff but when you take that like that level of stuff and allow it to grow into this narrative assaulting people all over hawaii and and all that stuff well yeah. then someone says like oh well grooming and everyone is like oh well that's not much of an ex escalation from what we already there's so much smoke i don't doubt this either and it's like well nobody's been smoke. telling you that you've been telling you like that, look at all this time there's just one thing after another it, yeah. you know like he's guilty of everything <laughs> you know like, the, the fact that the victim you know uh gibson or takara she is actively trying to you know out her father 
as yeah know, i was gonna bring up chase right chase yeah, yeah chase are nice and apparently the new uh you, you know the new thing kidnapping and all that that was also done by him and uh he is you know uh he has some sort of uh, authority in his you know community so obviously he can uh pull some strings to do this and yeah. the daughter herself uh you know they're saying this is happening yeah. uh, on instagram so why are tmz not reporting this right well or chase well, because chase because she also... looked like she was she was being controlled yeah, by exactly. ezra while she like ezra, this is what ezra. i've been saying like everybody who's like ezra needs to come out and say something does he because everybody who comes out and says something in, in either defense of the situation or even even takata herself or gibson himself whichever you choose their uh selves. yeah right their cells who whoever comes out and says anything it's going to be picked apart at this point because because whoever doesn't believe them anyways is yeah. going to find something. So if so, if Ezra just came out and said, "Look, this is you know these aren't these allegations aren't true. We're going to go to court. We'll have our day in court." Oh well, you can't believe him, right? Look, look how he was looking or how he was acting while he while he was saying that or whatever. And people are just going to put you know they're going to fill in those dots, Stephen, where you said those dots aren't there yet to you know actually triangulate and like figure out what's going on. People are going to put in their own dots just to make their own picture. So right. so it's best that he's that he's quiet. Oh yeah, you know? but the best thing right now is for him, for you know Ezra to be quiet. And I know there's like the new report that came out from Deadline, which everybody was talking about earlier, and it was just like, yeah, that's just whatever. We're talking about you know what what's all happening here and all the players involved. And and thank you for talking about Chase because that was an interesting thing. And then of course Enosh, you interviewed uh, Vintage Devil. And I listened mm -hmm. to that uh, when he did too. And I, you know, good job, by the way. And I talked about it. I talked because obviously I had two streams that were Ezra centric, you know, and I said, mm -hmm. all right, listen to this stream right here because, you know, you broke it down. And she basically, yeah, put out the thing, put out whatever, put out BS, and then wanted to be like, whoa, shit, I fucked up. Now it's time to clear this stuff and the whole grooming thing and everything. And, you know, I mean, she okay, realized for, for the for the ignorant person in the room yes who is vintage devil yeah yeah that's why i was getting at so enosh go for it or, or steven whatever well, i'll say i don't no I'll, no I'll, enosh enosh well, I, I will keep it very short because enosh because enosh has something that i want to hear um and so i so as a result I'll, I'll keep it short but i will say vintage devil was a was an instagram account that i became aware of doing like looking into some stuff related to the flash like in 2021, like long before this even happened. And it was a, that it's a person that used to run an Ezra Miller fan account on Twitter mm. or not on Twitter on, on, um, Tumblr. on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, and, and now claim, um, they claimed that Ezra was stalking them and copying their outfits and, and yeah. all sorts of other stuff that was like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss any like the whole point of this is not to dismiss any claims outright but there was a it was a weird level of like um assumption of of interest in 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 ezra and we're very invested in like bringing down ezra's reputation but none of the stuff actually was like hard proven it was all just these kind of loose weird allegations of like oh i wore this on Tuesday, and then on the next Thursday, Ezra posted a picture wearing also similar a red shirt. colors. And, yeah. Um, but so then, 
so then as this other stuff came out, they really rode that wave of attention because Ezra was getting so much attention. Now that the negative things they were saying about Ezra was getting more traction. Um, and I, so that leads into what Enosh is going to say. I was, before you say that, I think it's really, um, having said all this stuff, but like, let's leave Ezra. I also think it's important to say like, while this is very interesting and I don't want to say that I don't believe it because it seems plausible, it's all equally important that we don't just assume like, oh, well, she said that it was fake and therefore it's fake because the, what we've proven is that this person is saying things for attention and for motivated purposes. But it is an interesting step in the game that the person who was provoking these claims is now retracting them. So that doesn't necessarily mean the claims aren't true, but it does suggest that there is some motive and more scrutiny needed on the on the claims instead of just saying like oh it's true or oh it's not true because they denounced it yeah but that's where yeah you know one, well, and... one thing sorry you know uh, oh, one no, thing that makes me believe uh from the interview is that the person that she oh, oh no the internet just cut out Okay, Enosh, go. Go, go again. Your 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 okay. internet so, so yeah, yeah, you're back. You're back. Go go say what you're gonna say. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the person they were conspiring with, they stopped replying. The, like the Mia person that uh, previously accused Ezra, they stopped replying to Vintage Devil, and this obviously uh, you know caused some uh, you know interruption there from that plan. And maybe this, you know, invoked some guilt in her as well. But even Cesar and I uh, didn't, you know, reply to um, Vintage Devil. So I guess she was trying to manipulate with, you know, a lot of different players involved. But they all kind of ghosted her. And then she was left alone. And now she realized that she's probably doing the wrong thing. And that's why, she, um, you know, she admitted it. And I really liked that, <laughs> although it was shocking because she has been, you know, behind Ezra for years and, you know, to admit that big of a, a yeah. lie and that is a very huge thing. So that was very shocking to me, but appreciate it, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Scott, so so Vintage Devil had some connection with with Ezra. Um, you know, it's we don't know exactly how how close they were she you know she seems to think that they were really close um and there may have even been some romantic things on her side or his side it doesn't really matter but she she claims she was she was mad at Ezra she was she was willing to try to cause problems for Ezra and so she contacted Chase uh Who's Chase? So, so Chase is the father of of Takata slash Gibson Gotcha. And okay. he's the okay. one that's he's the one that is pushing the grooming. Yes, the grooming. And, and, and these and the, these are all members of a Native American Lakota yes. Indian. Yeah. Yes, or Lakota. Native and Americans. so and so, Vintage Devil reached out to him because Vintage Devil had been speaking with Mia, who was the girl who came out a couple of months ago on Instagram and was you know talking about you know that Post her and pictures. Ezra were so close was posting the pictures of them together and didn't even you know, know don't even know about that yeah so, so that was how... that was a couple months ago yeah. and uh and anyways uh so uh so vintage devil reached out to chase and said hey talking to Mia talking to people so you know it's really messed up what Ezra did to your daughter basically 
you know, in a nutshell, and said, you know, he was grooming her, he was, you know, uh, inappropriate with her, blah, 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 got him fired up about that, and then that escalated. And from the interview that I did with her, she basically said she didn't think that it was going to explode that big. She didn't think it was going to get that, be that big of a deal that he was going to then pursue legal matters and, and whatnot, because then, then the daughter, you know, grows up, she's 18. Now the accusation was that this had been going on since she was 12. There was an accusation also uh, perpetrated that when she was 14, Ezra tried to get in bed with her and, uh, when all this stuff started blowing up, Vintage came has come out in the last couple of weeks and just said, look, none of that was true. I can't substantiate any of that. I made it up because I was mad. I was I was trying to get back at Ezra. I was trying to cause him problems with them. But it wasn't true. And so I agree with KC, like, to come out and basically put your reputation completely in the dumper, you know, Um uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I can't speak to whether or not it's true or not. I can't speak to we. None of us can speak to whether or not any of this is true. And like Stephen said earlier, this is not about. No matter how much some people want to make it out that us being cautious is somehow claiming innocence, that's not what it's all. It's just it's not what it is at all. It's just simply looking for what actually happened, what didn't happen, and comparing those stories. And then you know, so now this is going to this uh, tribunal. Because Chase has done this. Well, then people have called in and said, well, why would, if Chase knows that it's fake, why would he put his reputation? Because apparently he he's very much part of um, uh, some, uh, or, uh, some organizations that, like, they uh, fight for water conservation and... Uh, well, that's how Ezra met them, was if you remember yeah, the, all yeah, the was, water was, conservation was doing activist work. Justice yeah. League. Ezra was big on that and, and, yeah. and opposing, protesting the pipeline. Yeah. And so that's how Ezra got hooked up with the Yeah, so doing a- activist culture. work and yeah. so people so people some people have, have, have painted this picture well. Well, if he knows it's like, you know, like why would he uh you know still do that? But apparently he has wanted to Dakota to keep uh be, you know being a part of that. She's wanted to get free of all of that and be be her own person and go off on her own and and now with her transitioning to Gibson, you know, Gibson came out and made a video this last week saying my my father uh, is basically full of crap. This this, you know, none of this ever happened. Uh, You know, I'm trying to get free of this because they do not approve of my transitioning. That's where this is. They blame Ezra for my transitioning. So when this lie comes in, they're willing to just go with this and try to do anything they can to pile up on Ezra because they know that he had. Uh, who's having legal issues as well but there's tons of photos from uh you know from just a couple of months ago that shows ezra you know they're, they're painting ezra like that they've known that he was this monster for so long but there's all kinds of like this documentation that shows that that they they were fine with ezra there's pictures that show like uh chase with ezra laughing and and happy around uh new year's and and in and in january and then then there's this weird turn where the the uh the newspaper for the tribe or whatever wrote this article and it basically it just states everything is fact that like this happened this happened this happened it just but it doesn't really substantiate it but it says that that she was with ezra and ezra caused her to overdose on lsd and then uh they wanted to come get her they which, went to which, go by the way is information 
always like like he wasn't there so where did he hear that from like these are like every single one of these instances where like there's this claim it's like okay yeah did ezra tell them that did gibson tell them because if that was gibson then now gibson is saying something different like where did that information come from chase is making that third hand or second hand claim and everything is being treated as like well chase said it therefore it's true it's like, and in court that would be hearsay and wouldn't be admissible anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah. hearsay we heard that yeah. a lot so last so month. yeah so it's it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a bunch of that basically going around where this person said this person this person said this and uh you know Ezra, you know, they, they said that Ezra offered to get her medical attention or whatever, but they, they took her home and, uh, but now she's 18 and they, but they are, they're fighting for custody of her or, or him, you know, of them, they're fighting for custody of them. Uh, and then apparently there's, there's this whole thing of a conservatorship, uh, you know, that has to do with, but they, they, they want the, to continue this, this activist, you know, thing and and so it's it's very much um but 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 in all of it vintage devil has said look i i i was with these people chase won't call me back won't text me back i have reached out to him i've told him that it was that it was not true that i've i've explained to him everything that i've told everybody else about the situation he and he won't respond to me and he's continuing in this and it was her feelings that he's continuing this because he just he in for a penny and for a pound yeah it just you know it doesn't really matter at this point that you know if they if they're able to to cause issue they're they're going to do it and you know that's that's her it's okay guys all they have to do is just reshoot it with uh timothy chalamet um that would just be it would just just like that that's all you got to do um because Timothy Chalamet, he weighs 97 pounds, and he'll fit right into the Flash costume. Just, mm. you know, perfect. Well, oh, I love I, I love that part of it where it's like people don't really understand logistics of how the business is when it comes to all this stuff. And they're like, oh, you can just reshoot. It's it's fine. You know, everything's just fine. I mean, it's like, I mean, do we all realize that uh, WBD... Um, now WBD is not exactly. Uh, it's not like they just have. Oh yeah, we have all this money. We can just throw at things. No, they have. They 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 had with this whole thing and the AT and T. They have a bunch of fucking debt. That's yeah. the thing. They have a shit ton of debt. So when like fans just go like, oh yeah, just reshoot that or just release that. You know, it's like hey, it's not. It's not that simple. You know, it's really not that simple. And I love it when that all happens. And and why is it always Timothy Chalamet? Like, can we get somebody who, has, who actually has shoulders? It, it reminds me of like 2005 to like 2007, where every every time anybody talked about a movie, it was like, oh, Chris Nolan or Peter Jackson or Joss Whedon or like if you're like any geek would be like, oh, these are the people that need to direct like everything. Everything. Like, yep. yeah. And, and, it, and it was very clear always that it was not related to like, oh, I'm experienced with their filmography and really liked it. It was like, oh, I'm a geek and oh, I saw the Batman movies and there's nothing else like that. So I'm just going to say the guy that did those needs to do everything else. I love Nolan, obviously, but um, yeah, it, there's that's he's waking up to it. That's great. That's great. But this is somebody. Oh, this, that, 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 that's one of my haters. It, it, yeah. It is one of the posers who. Uh, yeah, fake pastor. Now he's waking up to uh, oh. because of, because I said hi, Mark in the chat. So he's of course 
people must have been contacting him. <laughs> he, that was not him earlier. So oh. I, I retract it, Mark. I retract. It was not you, Mark, who was well, hi, Mark. Me fast pastor who said who's <laughs> done nothing but call me fake pastor, and and you were echoing jar. I yeah. mean, this that person was echoing statements against me. But no, go for it. <laughs> I'm glad you um, woke up though. Hope you had a good night's rest. <laughs> I think um, I think Chase Ironize is another interesting facet in the whole thing, also, because <laughs> you laughing at Chase Ironize? You laughing? No, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just laughing at like how ridiculous. Because it took him a half an hour to figure out how he was going to address that I said hi. <laughs> oh, okay. well, the jerk store Go called. Good. The um, <laughs> they're running out of you. Um, yeah. The, um, once again, this is all like I don't know. It's not all hearsay because it's also legal stuff. But like Chase Ironize is a is an activist and and has been involved in like various government on various levels of Native American or state governments, um, city governments, and and so there's a little bit of a history. And as anyone who runs for office, there's like attempts to put dirt on them out there as well. And so Jesus. you know who knows what's all what's all legitimate or not. But like Chase does have like. A, a criminal background for burglary and theft, which is, you know, I'm not going to hold this like a couple of years, like a decade or two ago. So I'm not going to hold like that against them necessarily, but there's other stuff that came out. Like they would hold like a, they, they would do charity stuff. They, there was a, an Indiegogo that they did to raise money to install, um, to install stoves at a facility. Um, and they raised like $60,000 and then not the number of stoves that people expected were installed. Um, and so they were like, what's going on with that? And when they asked Chase to provide accounting, uh, Chase said, fucked up, fuck off and told them like, that's the article says, quote unquote, fuck off and says that, uh, he didn't have to provide them any accounting for how the charity was handled because it was done through Indiegogo. Um, and, uh, also like as they were in office, they had uh, affairs with multiple women allegedly, but there's supposedly this journalist corroborated some of it but the point is like in the same way that like vintage devil is like okay well now vintage devil says that's fake but that could also be attention seeking right that could be sure. a good way to get back in ezra's good graces is to put this out there and then come and be the savior so maybe there's incentive for that also so again none of this is to say like anybody's right or anybody's wrong so much as like this is so much more fucking complicated than like <laughs> oh it's kidnapping cut and dry like I keep on going back to kidnapping just because it's such a wild claim. But like any any of the claims along the way, all of them can be pulled back like several degrees. And by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, wow, that's like not nearly as like, you know, people do far worse stuff than Ezra has actually been accused of doing all the time and are, and are given a pass for it. The difference is uh, their PR is handled better, basically. Like Ezra is a PR nightmare. I guess Ezra fired their their publicist uh, last year sometime at the end of the year, maybe. So maybe, maybe they're behind it. Maybe they're, they're like, Oh, I'll teach you to fire your publicist. <laughs> but well, what also like, gets me personally is that it's not like that. I'm ignorant of this kind of stuff. Like I'm part of this sphere, this orbit, but seriously, 90 to 95% of everything that you guys have talked about, probably in the last 45 minutes to an hour I I hadn't even heard. Exactly. That's why we were doing this. Man. I like as like I haven't heard it. Uh, it has not crossed my timeline. 
and it but i also haven't been engaged enough to actually like be invested that much in it because right. you know i have a life that i'm <laughs> that I, i'm i get my own shit I'm doing. well and that's part of the like the, a lot of the the people who are like they need to do something they need to take ezra out of the they need to recast they need to whatever all these things is all being said by people who like live in a have no business sense or movie making understanding at all um primarily but also like are living and breathing this stuff um whereas ezra miller is not a household name um the movies ezra is in aren't even necessarily household name movies i mean justice league and and like harry potter are popular but like not not like on that level or specifically his roles are like not that popular and so um there's a there's a level of like hyper exposure within a small community who is now like this is the worst thing ever when like you wonder why has wb not said anything publicly why is there not been an official statement from ezra it's because the second wb says something the second ezra says something the scope of like who is aware it's just taking an amplifier and and putting a magnifying glass on this and making more people aware of it like the, they haven't said anything because this is a thing that people like on twitter are talking about and so like but there's this snowball effect of like well, why haven't they said anything well that must imply guilt and then the snowball gets bigger and then well now this claim must be true too because why would if they if it wasn't true they would have said something and now the snowball's even bigger and then meanwhile like scott and normal people are out there like not mad at ezra miller all day every day um <laughs> over over this stuff and so ezra doesn't even have social media that much so people are not even following him for daily updates of you know the flash actor and stuff yeah. like that so nobody keeps well, up with this news. and they're not even marketing the flash movie yet and like i know well, fans fans always love to think they're like the biggest most important thing but like if the mar if the official marketing for flash hasn't started yet that means like 95 percent of the people who are going to see the movie don't even know it exists yet like of the people that buy tickets for this movie probably 95 percent of them don't know it exists yet or they or maybe they don't know when the release date is they know hypothetically it exists but they don't know no I, I wouldn't even say that because I, I literally like when i was talking earlier about going to see lightyear yesterday the babysitter who watched my two-year-old literally discovered that Lightyear existed when you when I told her yeah. why we hired her and why she was watching my kid yeah like yeah. like and then you had to get another babysitter because she was like I gotta go I did not know this and now that I know this I gotta go you're on your own Scott <laughs> but I'm just I think once again but that that's just I mean even that like blew my mind just being like or lean into it. They'll lean into the con controversy too a little bit. I mean, what was all? Yeah, in what you said, Scott. Yeah, you're right. Like most people don't even know what that. I mean, if you said Ezra Miller, you just walked up to somebody. Hey, you know who Ezra Miller is? They'd be like, No, no, they, they wouldn't. I mean, I, I've had no. conversations with people about the Amber her people have mentioned the Depp Heard trial, but once again, that's because that was on TV. Like, yeah, it, it's really it, it is it is like what one in a hundred um where shit that i'm following with you guys i have a conversation with someone who's not you guys yeah like like that's the kind of that is the kind of stratosphere that we live in with this kind of stuff where it's like i'm usually the one informing my normies mm -hmm. about what's going on 
Like yeah. people are a, like people don't even know movies are coming out. Like I we follow marketing material for like six months a year. Literally, a movie can come out that week, and your average person, like when I say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go see a movie tomorrow." Oh, that's a thing coming out, and I'm like, <laughs> "Right." Now it's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. Are there first? Person will be the first official trailer. Yeah, they don't even see that and because so many people don't even go to the movies anymore yeah and, and we say this like i feel like we talk about this in some capacity almost every week that i'm on the show but like i feel like it can't be said enough because i don't know if it's because fans want to feel important or because they're just surrounded by the stuff so much that they can't contextualize what the reality is for like other people but like when i say 95 percent of the people who are going to see the flash like we're going to end up buying the tickets for the flash don't know what exists yet. like that is not <laughs> that is not hyperbole when I say that it might be oh an overestimation, but it's not hyperbolic. Like the the people who know about the Ezra stuff now are such a small fraction of the people who are going to see the movie, and they're all going to see it anyway. Um, the <laughs> if, even the, if to hate watch it, yeah, exactly. But yeah. but even that that they're not the people that like the studio needs to worry about. Right now, what the studio needs to worry about is the people who have no context for who Ezra is or what any of this is. That that's why like the people seizing on the like, ooh, a, a not straight actor is accused of <laughs> grooming, um, because like that's gonna yeah. get that into like those dinner table conversations and those social circles where like they don't know any of this stuff. They don't know the difference between Marvel and DC. They don't know whatever. They just know that like there's this thing that fits their political argument. Yeah. Um, and and if WB were to like release a press release and be like we stand in Ezra's corner or we reject Ezra or if they were to if um if uh if Ezra were to release a statement all those people not all of them but a lot more pe of those people who have no idea what this is what's going on with this like Scott is so plugged into this stuff and that's his level of familiarity so imagine like how many how many people who don't even aren't don't even tweet about DC or movie stuff daily um know about this and it's going to put it on their radar all of a sudden and they're lacking the context they don't know who these people are they assume that everyone in hollywood is a pedophile so you tell them that another person in hollywood is also a pedophile they'll be like okay yeah sure you show me a picture of them oh yeah they look like marilyn manson i'm sure they did it like <laughs> that, and like and then and then it's like it's it's like done for um because like there's no recovering from that narrative after that point because that's nobody ever reevaluates this stuff or understands what's even what's even yeah. happening no, that's true the funniest thing about this, and we can, you know, if you want, Dave, you can get into that article. But the funniest thing would be the fans saying, you know, drop the Flash movie, just, you know, just dump it. We don't need it and all that. But like Steven, you said, 95% of people are still going to go watch it. And mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's when the trailers start and the marketing starts. All this stuff will not even be known. So WB can just, you know, normally market the movie. Um, without having the actor maybe in the marketing um, and then yeah, release gonna, it and be successful. Yeah, they're going to push, they're going to probably push Michael Keaton big time in the marketing. Well, if if Ezra can keep their head down long enough to, and it's not even all about Ezra's head because people are bringing stuff up. In there, but if somehow things can stay mostly quiet for like a few months, um, there's... Like, remember, this this entire conversation that we've had, everything that we've said here, like, 
Ezra hasn't spoken yet. Ezra's got friends who are on social right. media who are saying stuff, but like there has been no defense yet. The narrative as it is now is the narrative as that's how how much it, like this is a fire with no water in the vicinity, right? And this is like sure I'm, I'm making a big deal about how much it's spread, but like all things considered, like there's no counter narrative yet. So if things can die down enough there is a a counter narrative there is another side of the story will that other side of the story change people's opinion will it will it reveal information that's sufficient is there evidence ezra was supposedly filming stuff that happened at these bars where they claimed that they were assaulted so maybe there's something more out there and we'll and we'll get more of that eventually but i think it's very key to remember that like the the, the perception that everybody has right now is based on exclusively one account of what happened in each of these instances, which is mostly hearsay and, um, and the, and a few things that are kind of a counter narrative, which are also hearsay. Right. And so the amount of things that like anybody actually knows about anything is, is really minuscule. And so once, if things can stay quiet to the point where like, like if I were to come out now and release their side of the story and video evidence of whatever happening, and then like, tomorrow morning chase iron eyes accuses them of killing gibson or something weird crazy <laughs> like that and gibson is like on their social media like i'm not dead i'm fine and people are gonna be like oh i'm not ezra, dead yet ezra, you will be ezra made them record that last week yeah. so that they yeah. could like whatever but then then everything like everything that ezra had put or wb or whoever had put out in a statement is now like null and void it's like you just wasted that because now there's more drama snowballing on that snowball that i've been talking about no. um whereas if things can die down and assuming ezra is legitimately innocent there is a narrative surrounding this that um in a in a really cynical hollywood pr way could actually be a really great comeback story related to the flash about sticking through <laughs> adversity and like i'm, I'm sort of joking but like, Pulling lines from the there's joker a, and there's a vanity Batman. fair interview with anthony bresnikin in here about how Ezra handled this whole situation um, and, and, and got through depression and all of these different things that they'll tie mm. into the flash and, and will, you know, provided this is all, this is all true. I don't think you can paint that picture if, if, if all of it's bullshit, if it's like, Oh, here's a puff piece. Oh, and this court just found them guilty of cannibalism or whatever. But like, <laughs> if there's, if there's, if the evidence, be, if the evidence the supports the narrative, um, this is not impossible to come out of and arguably could even be a boon for the flash marketing and stuff provided Ezra is, is not seriously on the wrong side of, of, uh, too yeah. much of the accusations. Uh, no, I mean, I mean <sighs> I, I like what William has to say is like, you know, in a year, nobody will care. I mean, it's almost like, yeah. uh, I mean, with everything that's been happening and everything that's happened with Ezra and there's been things, there's been little um, things that people have said, too, of like things happening in his personal life that maybe not have been mentioned in in the media that uh, I mean, and a lot of people are just going like he needs, you know, help, help, help. And from what some of us gathered as, you know, Ezra is receiving help and um and then of course what i keep on seeing too which sucks is like you know when are they gonna say something when are they gonna say something like wb and blah 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 i mean obviously we had that deadline article that came out as we were live 
or as we were about to go live and it just like came out and there's all that stuff in there and it talks about dave zaslov which that's a whole other thing i mean um probably do a video about it tomorrow or something i don't know who knows I, i'm kind of just like uh it's kind, get of what you, it's kind of what you do, Dave. I'm just. I know it is what I do, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, can I get a break for a little bit? Can I just have a Saturday? I have to clean my apartment and go to my uh, morning warming, huh? That article doesn't even have any quotes from uh, you know WBD. Yeah, or, it's all just you know. It, it's but, got un, unnamed. It, it's editor. Yeah. It, what I read because I, I read over a few paragraphs. And what I saw was unnamed sources and editorializing from yeah. Deadline. So that, that that's two things that, you know, after years of doing Squadcast and learning how to read articles and going, okay, you what know, because like I, I saw, because I, I found it looking at my Twitter timeline because everyone's, you know, everyone's citing Deadline and saying, well, Warner Brothers Discovery reportedly there's a there's an important adverb there reportedly <laughs> has no plans after the flash but reportedly course, Henry Cavill's been fired about six times too yeah <laughs> but but also reportedly has no plans after the flash it, well from my experience that's because well yes because the flash hasn't come out yet <laughs> you know Hollywood tends to be very short-term thinking they well, they're going to wait to see what the flash movie does traditionally before they make plans after that and what? it's not the mcu where they know that hey people are going to go see this so we got to plan like four four or five movies ahead dc is kind of just going we're going to see what the hell is happening and even like their, their slate got rearranged <laughs> We're to the point where apparently, you know, Michael Keaton had to reshoot some stuff for maybe possibly Aquaman. I don't know. It's just all kinds of stuff. And there's all that aspect. And it's, it's it, it, I haven't read the article yet, but <laughs> based on what I'm seeing people say, I'm going to do a little bit of psychic, like, let's like the same way that I look at the picture and can know what an article says about Ezra. Based on the claims that I've seen, have you read it, Scott, the whole thing or just skimmed it? Uh, the, the deadline article? Yeah. I've skimmed, like I said, about the first three or four paragraphs. Because my assumption, based on what I've seen, is that it says Ezra Miller is not attached to any upcoming projects, which is not necessarily... And then people are taking that as a... Like, that doesn't mean Ezra was on projects that Ezra was then removed from. That just means there yeah, are exactly. no projects currently. And I would <laughs> doubt that they're going to be greenlight any in while well, this is all going on. So that means... And like, there was, I know deadline, there was deadline is a trade and like, so it deserves the, re yeah. the respect of trades. But I, as a general rule, like something will break on deadline and I know like, okay, the headline is true, but I will always have to wait for like THR or whatever to go through the body because the, the details, not just necessarily are, are missing, but like the context isn't always there for like, well, what does this mean when it says they're cast? Is that recent or was that past or is that they're in talks? Does that mean like whatever? I always find more info in the other one. So not to say that the deadline is like lying, but um, like at all, I'm definitely not saying that. But there's there tends to be a the 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 context for information isn't always presented in a way that is clearly understandable to me at least. Um, also, they're the ones that um, I'm pretty sure it was deadline that when uh, um, 
the Joss Whedon claims that were happening surrounding when Shiraz wrote that article for Forbes and then and then Forbes and and Shiraz was it the rap was it the rap I I thought it was deadline that's that was the one that pointed out that Shiraz ran comic book debate and they cited his um review they cited they cited they were like in his review of Man of Steel or Batman v Superman or whatever he described Snyder's work as quote-unquote masterful or whatever as a way of discrediting what Ray Fisher told Shiraz in an article that was published on Forbes. But it was a weird thing of like, okay, why is that even? So I don't know. Okay, okay, Stephen, by the way, by the way. So not the headline is being generated by a part of the article, not even in quotation marks from a unnamed source. This is from the author of the article, and the line says, I'll just read the sentence. In Zavzov's plan to make DC an explosively successful division like Marvel under his newly structured studio with its own new boss, the non-binary identifying Miller, we hear is simply not a part of those plans going forward in the future universe, regardless if there are more allegations or not. That okay. is what's generating the headline. And once again, that is that none of that is even there's even quotation marks in the same paragraph from an unnamed studio source. So but that, none of that is in the quotation marks. So so let's talk about the 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 talk behind the talk here is <laughs> when you see a quote like that in an article, so there's a couple different things that that could mean. Maybe on one hand, the most extreme situation is Zaslav told Deadline directly, I will not hire Ezra Miller for any future projects, no matter what happens. Ezra Miller is done, never going to be in another DC movie under my leadership. And and that's the way they wrote it. So that's one possible interpret, like that's one possible um, series of events that could have resulted in that sentence. Another is they asked the studio source and said, is are there plans for Ezra Miller um, in the future of the brand right now? And they say no. no. And they say, will that change depending on whether or not there's more allegations? And they said, probably not. Like that's not the biggest factor in whether or not we're no, doing anything just... right now. And that means the exact that same sentence applies to both of those to both of those scenarios. That's not to mean that it's necessarily one or the other, but that's a pretty broad, that's a broad enough spectrum of potential meaning that like, what the fuck does that sentence even mean? No, that means he's fired, so... Steve. He's fired. <laughs> but that's that's also the most obvious route, uh, right? Because, you know, obviously, whether or, or not Ezra's more stuff comes out, he kind of is risky for business right now, especially if you are, you know, trying to, um, get a whole new project, especially a solo movie like The Flash 2 was kind of uh, being rumored a while ago. And if that was in the plans, then now definitely they won't go with it because right now he already shot the movie and the movie is in post-production and he's doing all this. Um, so, <laughs> you know, if, if he goes into a project from the start, it's definitely risky for them. So business-wise, it makes complete sense that they wouldn't 
uh, keep bringing him back. But also, but um, and the, and the article itself in the previous paragraph ends on the point of bringing up the fact that the studio removed Johnny Depp as Grindelwald for Fantastic Beasts three and replaced him with Mad. By the Wilkinson. way, was, which was yeah. based on things that were determined in a court and things that right. were decided by a judge. He was not removed from Grindelwald based on allegations. He was removed based on findings from a judge. Right. And from also the, from the UK article. from the UK right. trial. Right. But it was still UK, a judge. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I know people, people even take issue with that, but the point is there were allegations out there about Johnny Depp for a long time. And they were, and, and he was in, you know, movies. It yeah. wasn't, and, and so like when we're talking about Ezra, it's like you can't. It's not apples to apples to say like, well, they should give, yeah, sure, give Ezra the same treatment. Let there be trials and find out who's responsible. You know, I I will say like if Ezra is innocent of of this stuff, there's there's a hell of a of a, a um a libel case um yeah. to to be made considering all of all of this stuff and 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 the people putting it out there um if chase iron eyes is lying you know or if that doesn't pan out you know there's libel there the vintage devil is admitted to it um so i you know not to discourage them from speaking the truth but you know that's kind of a you know interesting situation that's been publicly stated like i started this rumor um so but yeah but that's very different that's not it's not the same yeah, on top of not having any quotes in this article, there's also, you know, the last paragraph that says that WBD has declined to comment. So basically, they did not give any official statement yet. Right. No, they didn't. I know. That's what I saw, you know, somebody in the chat say, like, he was fired. He's fired. And I even got something sent to me. He's like, he's fired. Well, it's like, where, where does it say oh, fired? There's and nothing once again, fired. The article, like, the, 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 this is the same thing, the same thing as we've been talking about all night. There are no announced projects with Ezra Miller attached after yeah. the Flash. Therefore, it's there is nothing to be fired from. <laughs> and you sign a contract, and you, the you follow contract... this stuff for like, you know, it only takes a couple years to follow the cycle of movie releases. That there like, are also new pro, no, no new projects uh, starring Enosh V for. Yeah. Uh, for <laughs> well, you know what. There are Which no is a new cry and shame. I'll just say that <laughs> cry and shame, Zaslav. What you were fired? Okay. I don't want to say I was fired, but you know, we, there there may have been some disagreements. You know, some things said. You know, um, exchanges, glances, really, glances across a, a boardroom. Um, some were nice. Some were nice. There was a couple of raised eyebrows and, and maybe a wink or two, but uh, yeah. apparently, I'm not so. coming back. <laughs> with prejudice yeah yeah and yeah. and like even if even if there were plans for flash 2 and ezra was attached or not attached nobody's going to talk about that until like the flash is out like and that they it's just not like this is not a a new thing like follow a couple of marketing cycles for any movie they hold all the sequel stuff and they're like oh i don't know we could do a sequel and the movie comes out it after it breaks 300 million dollars or whatever their <laughs> threshold is and they're like oh and we've got a sequel in the works and you know ezra's coming back or somebody else is coming back or whatever they do but like they they don't and that's why like it was a it was weird 
and and a problem for them, but just to show like how uncommon it is, that's what was happening with Justice League, where the reports are coming out beforehand, where it's like Ben Affleck is done as Batman and all that stuff. Um, and that's exactly why they don't announce this stuff ahead of time, is because the news about Affleck not being Batman in the Batman movie anymore came out before Justice League came out, and that really hurt. You know that that news hurt Justice League. It, it gave us a sign of weakness. So like, regardless of what the situation is, like Ezra Miller is not attached to any future DC projects, that is going to be status quo until at least after the movie is out, no matter if they're cleared of all charges or guilty as hell. That's they're not like they're not going to announce if if, if WB were to say Ezra Miller is done, then they're gonna scrap the movie. They're just gonna just gonna throw it in the trash and say, forget it, fuck it, we're not doing it anymore. <clears throat> If Ezra is hired for more, they're also going to wait to say that until after the movie is out. Um, and so, and the, and the, uh, this article doesn't say anything different. All the article says per the quote from Scott is there are no future projects with Ezra Miller. So once again, like go back to the, I don't know. I, I'll just say the same so, thing over and over and over. Get a, get a clip of me saying like <laughs> what was actually said and then just play it over. But then, uh, what did you guys think about the uh, the variant uh, cover that got released? Oh dear lord! <laughs> was that released or leaked? Because uh, I think it was probably question. leaked. I don't, I, yeah, because like I never saw like an official source from it, but I just saw it and I was like, everybody was posting. And I'm like, all right, and I even like held back on the, should I do a video or not? That's why I didn't do a video like it's right the away. Only thing WB has said about Ezra Miller in like three months. <laughs> But I mean, for the most part, I was like, oh, that's a cool cover. It's interesting. It's different. And Andy Muschietti apparently helped, you know, illustrate it. And I was like, that's cool. And but then I was kind of going, it was interesting, bad timing, possibly. And the fact that it was like, you know, a half naked uh, Barry Allen trying to get his flash costume on, which I thought different, cool, unique and whatever. And you have. Uh, a bat fleck in the back background, of course, you know, blue in the uh, bat yeah. suit, by the way, which I thought mm, that's cool as well. And uh, of course, taking on uh, uh, Girder, um, it, who's about to throw a freaking police cruiser at, at, I don't know, whatever the hell he's going to throw it at. But it was just like, yeah, a lot of people were just going, oh man. And just looking at the comments of anybody who posted, it was like, oh, it was, it was interesting. It was very interesting. And I almost was like, did they just say, fuck it? Let's just lean into the controversy. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost thought that. But then at the same time, I was hearing, I was reading that there was possibly, yeah, you might be right, Stephen. Maybe it was a leak or maybe they're just going to pull the whole thing. But then I'm just kind of going like, man, I, don't, I, I just don't know. Put yourself in Dave Zaslav or <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery. Like, what do you do? Do you just kind of go, do you? Do you have stuff that you heard already and maybe that we've talked about and maybe that stuff that hasn't come to fruition yet? And you just kind of go like, all right, I think we're going to be OK with this. Or you just lean into it and be like, you know what? We're already fucking, you know, over 200 million involved in this whole thing. So we have this controversial actor who's starring in this. This is a whole different thing. Do we just lean into it and hope for the best and hope that this movie, and of course there's all, there's people that are going, oh, it's just going to go, yeah, they're going to dump it on HBO max. And it's like, no, I don't think they're going to fucking do that because 
there's so much money involved. You have to get some box office. You have to yeah. get some return on yes. your investment. Exactly. Okay. It, 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 I was even talking with somebody in DMs going like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. It's going to go on HBO Max. It's like, yeah, after a theatrical run, there's no way that it's just going to be like just dumped on HBO Max and forgetting, forgotten about. Because let's face it, when it came to, you know, just putting things on HBO Max, it wasn't the best thing even though we were like thinking okay yeah jason kylar you're on to something here look at this the pandemic and stuff like that but apparently it didn't do as well as we hope it would have done but of course that's a whole different analytic where like you know when it comes to subscribers and who kept who kept with it and everything like that but they have so much on this movie that it's like they have to have a theatrical run no matter what they can't just dump it like oh yeah it's uh, over a 200 million dollar movie let's just dump it on it on hbo max <laughs> i can't see that happening i just really can't see that happening well it it, it once again that assumes a level of it assumes that everybody is has the same exposure and perception of like even like james gunn g getting taken off of guardians 3 and then getting put back on guardians 3 i think is a great example of there's multiple factors going on there but there were dozens or hundreds of like really heinous tweets that were like just bad jokes or or outright declarations of pedophilia depending really, on who you ask really gay thing. <clears throat> come on but <laughs> How did you find it? <laughs> I got the chat right there. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, like like Gunn actually had tweets. Now, what what the tweets meant? You know, there's people are gonna argue about that forever, probably. But there were there was like public record statements that had been made, and then and then Gunn attempted to hide them, hide them. But there was a like the the whole thing was started as like a hit job on on gun the reason people dug the tweets up which by the way had been dug up before and had been addressed before was because gun was saying a bunch of stuff that politically that people didn't like and so they went back and got these old tweets that people already knew about and broadcasted them and got enough attention in the right circles that it started to blow up and like into mainstream news and disney panicked and fired gun <clears throat> and then ended up and then wb hired gun right away <laughs> And then, um, and then, and then Disney was like, "Oh yeah, maybe people don't really care about that anyway." And brought Gun back, and like nobody turns out nobody really cared about it. Um, and so then you look at that and compare that to like Ezra, where there's it's all he said, she said. There's no there there's no or very few tweets. There there's like some police reports, but you know there's nothing. Let's the, see that. No, like nothing as like disturbing as like the bad jokes that that gun was making that has been put out by Ezra. Um, and even in Gunn's case, he was brought back. Sure. It was a different company and WB has different leadership. Now I would say though, if Ezra doesn't come back or like, for example, you look at that statement and say, Ezra doesn't have any future projects, regardless of what happens that regardless bit could also be that Zaslav has already decided to just do a full clean Slate, wipe the slate clean, reboot everything, which and, totally and which which I think makes the most sense. Too. I mean, I, that's it not does. what I want to happen, but like from a business, no. if I if I were him, sure. I would say nuke it, like like carpet bomb this entire yeah. thing. Start with a fresh slate. I'm not trying to fix this again. I'm going to start clean. They'll get blamed for all of this, huh? They'll get blamed for all of this. Like the actors, anything happens, they get blamed for it, and. It's basically like them inheriting this without even doing anything. So it like, would make 
sense for them to reboot. That's even something the deadline. That's even what the the dead the 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 the, the actual quotation marks from the unnamed studio source. That's actually how they characterize it in the deadline article. It's an inherited problem. Mm-hmm. God, it's such a mess. It's such a mess. And well, yeah, like, even like like you said, Stevens, like getting to the point where it's like. If you're Zaslav and he's very much a numbers man and just looking at numbers, 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 numbers. And we, we've been talking about that. I've been talking about it. It's like, what, what, what is the best bang for the buck? How do we just continue with this? Do, do, uh, you know, like go into the whole Henry Cavill thing is like, you know, that's always been, uh, the question is like, do you just continue with Henry Cavill and build around him? Because he's now a value, like a valuable asset. Because now he's a name. He's not. He's not the Henry Cavill back in 2013 when Man of Steel came out, when nobody knew, when everybody was calling Henry Cavill. You know, it's like, it, <laughs> you know, or is he? He's not that anymore. Now he's a known name. He's valuable. He's been in a lot of stuff, and people are requesting it. Or do you just go? You know what? After the Flash, boop, just I, wipe the slate clean. Slate I, clean. And let's start over. Like I you think, know. if you can get Cavill back, there's something to salvage. Like there there's is something, like, there's something exciting, what I'm saying. but without without Cavill on a long term contract with a long term plan, like, that let's old say, man. Mm, let's Sorry. let's say they let's say they go with like a version of the DCEU. Like, like what's 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 the slate after after Flash? Like we don't know nothing. Like like there's no I mean there's 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 movies that are announced. But, like there's no long term like it's not building to something that's been a, it's rumored that like Crisis is a thing. But like compare that to like when Marvel announced phase, you know, two, three, four, um, or whatever, two and three that they announced they got the same time. And there was something to build to. Like, let's say you salvage the Flash uh, PR and keep Ezra, which I I think is entirely doable, provided that, you know, nothing worse comes out and things can get handled from a PR and legal perspective. Like, you go through all of that expense and, 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 and image rehabilitation so that you can save a slate that's not announced yet or like okay well let's say you go with the Snyderverse so you do all of that so that you can release two more movies in this series and then you have to reboot anyway like the I'd love to see them do that like that would be awesome and I don't think that this preclude that I don't think that like even rebooting doesn't preclude them from doing that because it's, it's its own universe but no matter no matter what decision you make, unless you get like Henry Cavill back and you have like a Superman trilogy planned and you've got like gonna hit the ground running with this like, you know, make up for lost time, you gotta just nuke the whole thing and start over. And that's not that's just there's only so much tinkering you can do before like like what are you even saving at this point? Yeah. Um and that's not even meant to be like an insult to anything so much as like No. Why and, and- and one of the things that, you know, I've brought up and other people have brought up is like, you know, the Flash, regardless of, uh, you know, certain people out there, it's like it was salvaging the Snyderverse as much as possible. So when when we have people that are just trashing this whole thing and saying recast, 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 and that's all you need to do, you know, or something like that. I mean, this reminds me of when people were not happy about Keaton being a part of this whole thing. And they're like, oh, why don't you? They should have just recast up Ben Affleck because if he doesn't want to do it, let's just recast. It's just funny when 
when a, when a fandom will be like, hey, we want to restore something, and it's like, yeah, cool. But then all of a sudden, when there's certain players involved, go, eh, you know, and they go, well, just recast them. That's it. Just recast them. <laughs> I still want my universe. Just recast them. It's fine. It's like, well, that's not really the same now, is it? Because yeah. I thought one of the things was uh, we wanted everybody back, and now we got these situations, stuff like that. And all I'm thinking is like, man, thank God. I mean, you know. Zack Snyder's just over at Netflix going, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I'm just over here making new shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I I created something over here and damn, now it's, you know. Well, I mean, also look at some of the other actors. You know, you've got, you yeah. know, Gal Gadot did her second Wonder Woman movie. Very, div very divisive. Yeah, she did. And... She might only have one more, and then she might only have one more. I mean, because if you think about the trilogy, I, I mean, if if they continue to follow kind of like the trilogy thing, it's like, yeah. like I look at some of these actors, like Jason Momoa, like Gal Gadot. What's left on their contract? Exactly, because and then we've heard James Wan is like, I'm not doing a third Aquaman, and I, I don't blame him after the fucking shit that he's doing with right now. Obviously, when it comes to like the Amber Heard thing, it's like, oh, shit. And he, he even said himself, I don't do trilogies. I just, you know, that's it. So it's like, is Jason Momoa going to do another Aquaman if this one successful? I know it's it's to the point where it's it's like the the, the actors that were still salvaged was Ezra, Jason and Gal. Everybody else was just well. Who knows? And and, and and now we don't we just don't know when it comes to you know, now Ezra is like on the you know now you have Jason and, and Gal, but it's like okay, are you gonna continue? What's going on with that? You know, because now they are stars. Before they weren't stars, and now they're stars, and they're like fucking Jason Moe is in the next fast goddamn movie, and he's gonna be, you know, you know, uh um Frosty's a snowman, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Uh in, in like in a fucking two two trillion. That's a callback. The cat that Justice League cast, like other uh, Affleck has always been big, but I mean there's so many names that are attached to that that like became huge. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because of that, maybe because of that, but as a like Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, like Snyder definitely caught them on their rising star with that. But when you look at this stuff and we're talking about like reboot and people will say like, oh, I don't want to reboot. We got to stick like what what is the DCEU even anybody who says like they don't want to reboot who says all they're either talking about the actors, just the actors and not any because there's no projects. There's no slate to to be done. There's no slate announced or they're talking about like Snyderverse stuff. But either way, it is a what is being argued, what is being defended here is a. A hypothetical scenario in a fan's head not a studio yeah. putting on paper saying this is our intention like that would be something worth like if the studio says we are going to make the flash 2 and then we're going to make green lantern and then we're going to make this and then it's going to turn into a justice league movie like that's a roadmap that there is like now there's an incentive to like salvage this and figure it all out but there's well, not work th th there are not there, there, well, there are not movies that have been announced and there is not work that has been done that like really anchors like like what's going on at dcu now that's not like the snyder's justice league two and well, three we're going to say oh i was really hoping i'd get to see that thing that they were building up to they were teasing this villain that i'm not going to see like there's no like what do you lose you lose the actors that's all you lose you lose the actor if they reboot well, I mean, look at, look at, look at, okay, so when you go to Marvel that has TV sh shows now, and when things are linked up, they're, you know, it's still linked up very much to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, there's so-and-so, and there's whatever the fuck. 
you know, when you have like a Peacemaker, for instance, and you have the Justice League showing up and only two of the actors are on screen and then you have stand-ins for all the others. It's just kind of like, especially when James Gunn, and I know he's like the villain in some people's eyes, <laughs> wanting to like, I wish I could have had everybody that showed up. It's like, but couldn't because of certain things. But it's like, you know, when you, and then of course you have Shazam, you know, headless Superman. It's like, how awesome would that have been if that was Cavill when he actually like dropped down and Hey, it's Henry Cavill, but it's like, that's not the case. I mean, everything's just so, uh, yep. I don't mind. Know? I don't mind the Cavill or the, or the peacemaker stuff so much. I think it works <sighs> in the movies, but, <sighs> but the implications about what's going on behind the, like, if you know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes and you but, see that, that's like, the thing. Yeah. Those are the last two, like larger crossover things they've done. Is yeah. It like, they they can't use the actor like they they literally can't say we're gonna make this movie in a couple of years because like even the flash like just proves how they can't get these movies off the ground and so like if you're coming in and you're told fix this you're not gonna say like well I'm gonna do this thing that they keep on starting and stopping and there's no promise to deliver on other than you will see these actors like hell yeah fucking nuke the whole thing get a whole new cast of younger actors start from scratch no baggage like the only reason that it's worth carrying the baggage is if there's been something done with it, but it was a half established story with no end point declared. No, like, like dark side is teased and Snyder's stuff, but outside of Snyder's stuff, there's no dark there's, side. It's not, it's not building to, to anything. Yeah, Peacemaker's so like, not going like, Hey, there's, there's a fucking God out there. That's going to fuck us all up, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I don't know. I, I don't think it, it there's, I'd be highly That's what shocked. I was kind of saying, like when it comes to the Marvel around. stuff, it's like people like are responding to the, the blip, which I fucking hate that. It's like, call it the snap. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like people, I mean, everything is always references the, 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 the blip or the snap or whatever the fuck, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, that's just, and, and I, and I, and when you're looking at David Zaslov, he wants, he's looking at that going like, yeah. And I know we hate the fact that, um, one of the one of the, <laughs> the reasons why we got here is because they were trying to be like that. But in that same time, it's like maybe they just got to figure out something. That, I don't know. To me, it's like just scrap everything and just start fucking adapting all the good books out there or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like bring back Snyder to do the actual Dark Knight Returns like he said he wanted to do on this very stream. Why not just do all that? Just like have uh, have just all the books, Flashpoint, all the you know, Long Halloween done. I don't know, but then at the same time, it's like people would just be like, "What the fuck is this?" But I just I, I, I just look at it like, "Hey, that's your solution right there. Just adapt your fucking classic, iconic books, all of them. Doesn't have to be coherent. Just do it." All the recent DC movies feel like yeah, there's there's things to like and dislike about about all of them, but it feels very much like a Marvel movie without like the Marvel spine that all the MCU movies have. So yeah. it's like, you get that same kind of like superhero movie where it's like, okay, well it's a little bit disposable and they kind of went safe on these few things. Um, but like with Marvel, it's like, but it's a piece of this big puzzle. And then with DC, yeah. it's like, and that just exists. And you haven't told me why, like, it's not, it's not, 
stand out on it. You know, you have Joker, obviously, or like the Batman or something like that. That stands oh, yeah. as like we got its that, own we got thing. that musical Joker movie. Oh, I love that. I have yeah, so into that. We're done talking about. So do stuff, I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, they are like when you talk about doing something different. That's something different. I mean, obviously, Joker was something different. And I was not thrilled. Though. I was like, I was like, why are we? We don't need a Joker too. That was a one-off. That's fine. But then Todd Phillips like, yeah, but you know, what about a musical? And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, with Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah with I, Lady Gaga possibly involved. And I'm like, well, now you have my goddamn attention because even though I'm not a big really? musical fan, I'm like, well, because I, mean, I don't know. I just I see to me to me it feels like to me it feels like with all this stuff right now as a DC fan, where it's just like. It's all just a bunch of just gobbledygook, just stuff. Yeah, but, it's but, just but, a but bunch Enoch, of stuff. My, it it, it doesn't point, feel it doesn't feel like anybody knows what the hell they're doing. It they, just feels like don't. it's just because it's just it's just a bunch of stuff. As much as I would love to sit here and say I'm intrigued by a musical, not as a sequel to the Joker. I'm just really not intrigued by that at all. It just oh, actually kind of I just, totally am. It just actually kind of like made me just go. Oh, like what? Like of all the things, like where's the joke? Is it April? (laughs) It's the only thing that made me actually interest. Like it's kind of like Dave. Me too. You and you don't like musicals. I don't like musicals. musicals. Yes, I like musicals, and I still was like because uh, for me, what it says intrigues. The big thing with with Joker is that it's such a one-off. Joker, do you hear me? By its nature, Joker is a one-off story. Right, like it's it, it's yeah. a, the the whole idea oh. of it doesn't even end in a place that would have a clear sequel no. for Joker. It doesn't like it's a it's a it's like a big Scorsese send up that there's no like what are you you're gonna do with a, a Scorsese inspired Joker too? Like mm-hmm. so to, to York, branch out. So, <laughs> so to me, when they say <laughs> my whole thing was like, okay, I didn't want a sequel to that, and then. But my, with, even with the first Joker movie, anyone who, like, I can't wait, we have to talk about, like, three years ago now or whatever, but anyone remember when the rumors for the Joker movie first started? People were like, oh, I don't know. But it was like, well, look, I was one of them. I, Scor- I, I, will, I, will says my, he, I was the one going, I don't know if I, do I Todd, even want this? Todd Phillips had done good work. The whole idea, he brought it to them. Like, this was not a studio-driven thing. Scorsese was involved in producing it at the early stages. Like, there were all these things where I was like, look, I didn't ask for this. I don't necessarily want it. I would never. Joey, like, I saw that already. Okay. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would, <laughs> this is not something that I would like be Joey excited about, except for the fact that like, I have trust for the artists involved. Cause like, I really like being shown things that I didn't know I wanted to see. And usually that's exactly. what you get from like an artist as opposed to like wish fulfillment. And so I, know, I, I see this and I just think of like the episode, a very special episode of, of uh the flash where we have a musical well, episode but that's, and that's yeah but you're talking like, about the cw you're not talking yeah, about but, but i'm sorry i'm sorry though but I, yeah but even i'm sorry like even the todd phillips thing i'm sorry it just it does not i i have absolutely i could be completely wrong but i'm just but, like but there, there's got to be some is, angle to it though there's got to well, be some angle well, where, where it's like he's because like i'll be honest with you i'm just pissed off in general that there's even a sequel to the movie well, that's 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 what redeems it for me. And and then you put the a musical a, on it. The and fact I was that like, it's no. a musical to me says that it's not a a. Well, let's do that again. Like this is this is Todd Phillips saying like here's yeah. something like okay we're gonna do a sequel we're gonna do something it's a different genre. I I wouldn't be shocked or disappointed if they recast Joker even make it an anthology make this one a Harley Quinn centric one, like do or do Mad Love with uh like a Mad Love musical 
or I don't know, like there's so many different ways you could do it, but the fact that this is not going to be another like, oh, here's a bunch of Scorsese references with DC characters, like the lamest version of, I was so mad when the Joker came out and everyone was like, now do that with Lex Luthor. Now, and it's like, no, no, this is not a cookie cutter that we're supposed to yeah. shove all different kinds of dough into. This is, the, the reason Joker worked was not because- Shoving dough, that's my new band. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know, the, how many band names are we the, the reason Joker Guys worked- Guys ran into the list, all kinds of stuff. Was yeah. not because it's a template to follow. Joker worked because it, the opposite reason, because it was an artist expressing a vision that they had for a story and so so to say like oh do the exact same thing with lex luther do the exact same thing but with like plug and play all these characters no no no. conceptualize these all you're going to tell a story about character x that's that exists and you it does not attach to another universe it can be whatever style you want like the last thing you want to do is start saying like well let's make these all like gritty crime movies or let's make these all whatever and so when Todd Phillips, of all people, says this is a musical, to me that says I'm interested in doing this because it's a like that's that's the take. And so I'm really curious. I'm not. Uh, There's not to say like, I'm like oh I'm so excited to hear the songs and that. I'm just excited to find out like why. Like when he says musical, I'm like I want to find out why. Like I'm really curious to see why Todd Phillips thinks that that's the way to go because the answer to that question, even if it's train wreck, is fascinating to me. <laughs> that, like, that's I, the like, thing. When, when that, that news came out, I was like, uh, I, I mean, I, I, Enosh, I was with you. I was like, this doesn't need a sequel. Why are we not getting more dark, uh, DC dark label? Uh, you know, I, I wanted to, the, my number one was like, give me a Crane movie. Give me a Professor Crane movie like that that is R-rated and he's just injecting fear into people and all that kind of stuff. Or give me an Ivy movie where she's like fighting for climate and then takes on these fucking, you know, these 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 guys and are fucking them up and doing it. And I was even thinking about um, something I was, I was having a conversation with somebody today. Is like, imagine an Ivy movie where she's like, you know, it's a climate the debate kind of thing because that's always in the news imagine like you know poison ivy doing something where she's creating you know these new plants and 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 doing some evil shit in like uh maybe in like a, a sense of like uh i not annihilation when it comes to alex garland shit and all that who, stuff i met yeah who watched who, who listened to batman unburied I did. We actually had this conversation because oh, okay. I, I need to watch. I still yeah. need to listen. To it. Yeah, I you still have I... to listen to it. Okay, no comment then. Never mind. Keep going. Okay, okay, okay. So there's no reason. That's... I asked that for no reason at all. No, <laughs> don't infer anything contextually from that question. Just keep okay, on going. Steven. Like I didn't I... mention Batman Unburied while you were talking yeah. about this. Sorry. Go it's on. okay, Stephen. I have a I have a quarter of vodka anyway. I won't remember. Um, <laughs> you know, no, but I'm just saying like something like that. Like when I was having a conversation with somebody about because apparently the new Poison Ivy uh, uh, issue that came out today uh, in oh yeah it was actually Meg she sent me the uh, the um, cover of that and then explained I was like she was like oh it's like Annihilation I was like man imagine if there's a dark label um, you know a, a DC dark whatever the hell black, uh, black, black label. label black label sorry yeah see again continuing. Mm. yeah imagine if there was something like and i was like man that would be kind of cool if like there was if you took a concept that was something that was like annihilation where this is certain concepts ob obviously when it comes to that movie but and apply that to like a poison ivy uh version of that it's like man that just sounds kind of cool and i really hope that they're leaning 
that Zaslav and, and crew are leaning into like, hey, there is something over here that is vastly different. Yeah, we got to fix this over here with our initial stuff, but we got something over here because DC has better villains than Marvel. Let's face it, especially Batman. Come on. Batman's got the best villains. They do. I mean, I know. It's just they just do yes i want to see a lex luthor movie that'd be cool but at the same time that's going to be political it's going to be more like that of course but i just want to see something more of like oh man if you have like something dark and r-rated horror when it comes to crane when it comes yeah, to yeah just nah. as for as much as for as much as i actually like the joker movie like it annoys me because i don't see him as the joker at yeah, all i get you know that I mean? like like yeah. there's nothing about that that actually makes me feel like that that's actually the joker so like i and i feel like he's a he's a um what's what's the term uh uh the narrator term um unreliable narrator because like <laughs> e because everything i like scott was like uh, huh yeah, everything everything that happens good to him in that film is 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 shown to be untrue you know, and so like when you get to the end, everybody's like, oh, it's so cool. Like, you know, like, you know, he 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 gets all these people around him and stuff like that. I don't believe any of that stuff happened. I don't see. I, 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 I believe I, he's I just some crazy dude in, in, Arkham in Arkham who probably yeah. has heard of the Joker. And he's he's imp he's impressing his life upon this villain that he's heard about. And none of that actually, you know, uh, as far as like, you know, the, the, the crowds holding him up over their shoulders and stuff, but like, it, none but of that happened made, because everything else that happens good in that whole movie turns out to be not good, true. But it made for cinema, man. It made Yeah, for I know. The only thing that I could hope for, the only thing I could hope for, I guess, with, with it being a musical stuff is that like, if it's like, it's all in his head and... Well, that but yeah. but even then it's it almost it almost just sounds too cutesy to me no no, it's no like, you can do that we're gonna cute, cut away cute. to like crazy stuff of like you know all of a sudden we're singing stuff and then oh, it doesn't know yeah, i hope know, it's just it's full-blown just, uh, just uh, <laughs> because you know, that's why that's actually for me and i've and i've had this discussion before on squadcast movies when i got when i got to right. go back and watch chicago is that's what made chicago work is because go back and watch that movie. All the musical numbers are from Renell Zellweger's POV. Like every time a musical number happens, it's because Definitely that's how that. she's perceiving the world around her. But the and question is, it's like, is this going to be from Arthur's, you know, from his point of view, or is it going to be from. Yes. And, you know, and then I, you know, me and my, you know, stupid brain, I'm like, yeah, yeah, just have something crazy where Lady Gaga is walking down the halls, butt ass naked, screaming her, you know, just singing along and being like that. And I'm like, all right, give me something like that. Give me well, a scene. It, like and it would that. make She'll sense it. too that you introduce Harley Quinn. Like if, if Lady Gaga is Harley, where like that's where the, the musical element comes in because like, like Yanash was saying, you've got Joker who's like the Travis Bickle kind of unreliable narrator, flawed protagonist kind of character. And then you introduced Harley, introduce Harley Quinn and you get a whole genre Whoa, shift. Whoa. I like, I like that title. I do. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I actually like a star is born. I actually really like I that. Had the chat, Dave. <laughs> I know. But I'm like, you could have said that. Yes, scarred form, <laughs> but you had to type it. You come on, that's pretty good. That is really good. I like that. 
Yeah, well, you got to learn to talk over me, Casey. That's the only. I know, one. right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Casey's gonna be passive aggressive. He's just gonna <laughs> sit there and troll you in the chat. Yeah, and that's just it, it's how he it's how he rolls. Yeah. Yeah. I think the title of the movie is actually more interesting than the musical part <laughs> because that disorder thing is very Joker Harley, you know? It's it's like the perfect thing to have that in the movie. So I'm more interested in that, but the next day the news came out and then I was like, I hate musicals. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but you know that but that's also another thing. It's like, okay, personally. I'll still watch it. Uh, so, but, but here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I noticed a lot of when the news got announced was, you know, Enoch, I, and I'm making a generalization here. So I'm not saying that what I'm saying is like, you know, a law of science. Sure. But basically, for a lot of people, their reaction to this news was predicated on whether they like musicals or not, and without just kind of sitting back and going well this is a kind of an interesting idea and or okay if it's not for you guess what you don't have to watch it you know and, and i and Isn't i think that's funny how that is right i mean you can choose not to watch well, the said movie god everyone's gonna watch this movie anyway yeah. but 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 my then point you see here yeah. is like the, the the fan outrage that always reacts when it's like Oh, this isn't being made the way I want it, or this isn't being made to, it's not being dictated to my taste. I get what you're saying, Thus, man. But look, I like idea. musicals. I, I like musicals. I mean, can we not just admit, like, it's a weird effing idea? Oh, yeah, yeah. but that's why I love it. Like, okay, I get it. But, but, but yeah, but, yeah, but we can say, yeah, I, we love I, it because it's a weird effing idea, but like I, in I, actual practicality is what I I'm won't saying. know until it, I see the movie. I'm I understand that. I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, like as 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 straight laced and like I mean, heavy I, as that first movie is, is is it almost just feels like what well, no, the no, hell, man? Go, like, no, because I've seen all that. That's just my initial reaction to it. Like I said, I could be completely wrong, but it's just like the first reaction is like we we just don't care anymore. We're just not going to take anything seriously take, ever again. Take We're this just conversation gonna... back to 2017 when the yeah. Joker movie. I think proved his point. Remember the way we were talking. <laughs> like I think, not, and I'm not accusing anybody of actively revising things, but like there, our brains naturally kind of revise history a little bit, where the way we remember perceiving and talking about the original Joker movie mm. is is very tainted by how much we watched and enjoyed it. But like. The notion of a of just regardless, regardless of what it was, you've got um, Stephen hasn't seen the notion of a Joker centric movie at all, regardless of approach, regardless of talent involved, regardless of everything was like, why would you do that? Joker is not a Joker doesn't work without Batman. Joker is not a standalone character. Joker only is, makes sense in the context of Gotham. I don't want an origin story for the Joker. I don't either. want an origin story for the Joker. We've seen an origin. We've seen this so many times, um, and then and then like Todd Phillips is attached, and it's like, oh well, let's. And Scorsese attached, and people are like, okay, well, I can see how that might be interesting, but that's not even Joker. That's just a mob story with makeup. And then Joaquin is attached, and people are like, "Wow, that's actually like I'm not. A, I'm glad this is not canon because I'm interested in seeing this, but I don't want everything to be this way." And then you get that costume right. test, and people are like, "Whoa, what?" Like as you as people slowly started to grasp like what this was and what it could be, then it, and then after we saw it, then we're like, "Oh no, this makes sense. How would this have ever been anything other 
than what we saw. And I think oh, look, I went off on a complete rant, and then I was like, I mean, but I'm going to go see it. But I'm going to, you know, <laughs> still yet. I'm a complete hypocrite on this, okay? I'm going to go see it, and it's probably going to be great. But you know yeah. what? I'm going to hate on it for now because I have every right to hate on it. You have. You can't right. tell me I got to, like, I, I know yeah, it's also yeah, no, but it's a really interesting aspect too is that we've got like <laughs> people have lost track of the the relevance of like storytelling mediums and that like a book is not a short story is not a magazine is not a comic um is not an audiobook is not a short film is not a tv series is not a mini series is not a a movie is not like these are all different mediums that that are capable of telling different stories and, and, and so the same thing exists with a musical. Like you can't take a story. Like there are stories that would only work as a musical. And, and also and, not every musical is the same because even musicals are different right. from other musicals. musicals. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. you yeah. That is so, one thing that gives me pause because there are some movies that, you know, don't go into song like every five minutes. So... If there are less songs and more story, then that would be, you know, I mean, kind I've been of... Working that, my and way. Casey, that's called a book musical. Just so you know, <laughs> there's actually a term for that. I've been making my way through, uh, what is it? Is it RRR? Triple R? Three R's? Yeah. What, do you, what do you call it? Yeah. R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-
and the fact that i mean we're just assuming it's you know it's him and harley but what if there's like a third person you know um remember when Willem defoe talked about like his idea for a joker sequel it was like oh man that was kind of cool you know the fact that arthur is not the real joker there could be imitation jokers or there could be oh, a, sure. the actual joker and there, and then i'm just kind of going like man if they're in arkham and musical i'm like man i'd that'd be, be pretty cool killer, killer, Croc, killer Croc is like fucking also singing some songs or some shit <laughs> You know, you know, or fucking uh, Edward, Edward Nigma. You know, you know, we got some other people that are in here that we know. You know, it's like, oh, you know, oh, but man, you know, that would be cool too John because to be you could do rapping. some real cool stunt casting too there, where you just cast like, um, I don't know, Scott would be better at coming up with. I don't know who all can sing in Hollywood, but like you get like Hugh <laughs> Actually, Jackman, a lot more people than you think. You get like yeah. Hugh, everybody Hugh, pretty much, Hugh yeah. Jackman is like Raj Al Ghul or something. Oh, <laughs> like just like pops out to do a scene, and then it's just like that's just like it. Like <laughs> he's got the he's got the facial why, hair. Why is it that? Why is it? That I'm, why is it that I'm reminded of like the robot chicken sketch of the, like Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan? <laughs> I didn't see that one, but I can Khan, 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 Khan. Hey, there could be something. Could be something my like amigo. <laughs> Me amigo. I'm telling you, the, 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 the it's endless. It's endless. I got Scott with that one. <laughs> but you know, this is how the Joker 2 script originated. Like, you know, that like they were sitting around like talking about ideas and started Could you imagine? doing this, and that's how. And they were like, yeah. and they and they did it as a joke. Like the first yeah. draft of the Joker script was like, it was like, no, a musical would be absurd. Let's write a script to show how absurd it is. This script is actually pretty good. Well, let's 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 refine. It. Maybe we'll ditch the musical idea, but let's run for that. I right have now. two faces. I have two faces. You know, it's something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but no, eventually. Yeah. It's. I'm. I'm very. I've seen that in Jekyll and Hyde, the musical. There's actually a song that they could totally turn into like a two face kind of. Thing. See. Yeah. Is that like a Victor Victoria thing? Like, I <laughs> actually yes, because you can. It actually is. It actually. Thank you, is. Jason. Thank yes. you, Jason. I appreciate it. I think um, the biggest thing with the Joker movie was probably to stick with the message of everything else tonight. Though is, am I a man? Wait. Am wait. I a monster? Am I a man? Am I a monster? Of course, now I'm also thinking of the musical that's in that episode of Batman Beyond, the superstitious and cowardly lot. <laughs> See, it's all it's all there. No, the we don't want it. We don't want a musical. No way. This is not fun. This is not fun at all. I know it's, it's a terrible time there. right now. It's no, fun wait, when you wait, don't wait. think it could actually happen. Okay, okay. And, then, and then there's part of me that goes, <laughs> Kevin Conroy can sing. Can he cameo in this, please? Ooh, that'd yeah. be sweet. Because he has a great voice. He's a great voice. Yes, absolutely phenomenal voice. So, man, there's so much potential. That's the thing. When it comes to that, like Zach says, the most important thing you have as a director is your point of view. And what's mm -hmm. special about that is that is yours, not other people's. So as we've been saying about everything else, um, I think it's really important to like not judge something based on what we think it's going to be. And just more on like 
Todd Phillips says, I have, a, I have an exciting... Todd Phillips says, I have an exciting <laughs> story to tell. And I'm going to tell it in musical form. And it's, I like be, Selena's comment. I have two faces. Which one is mine? I look and look, but never I shall find just who I am. This there at heart. I'll go on a journey. This is where I start. <laughs> Yeah. At least Lady Gaga is in it, and she'll be singing. So, yeah. Mm. Even though it hasn't been confirmed, but yet it kind of has, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's it's always it's always weird when they say like in talks. This is the only like, way she's yeah. gonna win that Oscar, so she's trying it. Oh yeah, she's going for the Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh man, and then be, we know we know that the best Joaquin way for the movie to have a shot at. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be the best the best shot at a second at a, a, a second Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. or a best supporting and a best like that would be crazy. Um, yeah, but, but then um, you know, Joaquin. Obviously, I mean, it, it was funny too. Is like when people were posting gifts of like, you know, his Joker like dancing on the steps, or you know, when he shows up to, uh, you know, when he's on the talk, talk show. It's like, yeah, it's like they were already setting. Like Todd Phillips was kind of already setting the foundation for all this. Where it was like, yeah, I mean, there's kind of it's kind of already there. We already have some dance numbers that happened in the first Joker movie. Right. So well, and like I said, I think that the i'm i'm always most excited about any movie that i watch at finding like what is it that the director sees in this story or what the writer yeah. sees in the story or the character see in the story and so it's less like um it's irresp it's irresponsible to say it's not going to be good before you see it often but also in the same way it's equally responsible to be like oh it's a todd phillips musical about the joker therefore it's going to be good this is not me saying like it's a guaranteed hit it's going to be awesome so no. much as like what? this is a, a that's exactly what you were saying that i'm excited <laughs> to find out about i'm excited to learn why todd phillips wants to tell a joker story as a musical um and I'm going to assume out of good faith that it is for other reasons than any sort of dump truck of money that may or may not have been pulled up to his driveway <laughs> and, and say that there is a take here and it's not the take I would have chosen. It's not a take of most of us or any of us would have chosen out of like if we had never heard of it before. I don't think we would have even thought of the idea, which to me says, therefore, it's going to be something interesting that I'm not going to get elsewhere. And I love watching movies when I'm like nobody else. Like, like I just watched everything everywhere all at once for the second time. Oh, oh I love that movie. So good. so good. I would never even know how to like if I could custom order a movie, I wouldn't know how to ask for that for that right like like it's 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 amazing and, and i get like, hot dogs for fingers I, I can't even describe the emotions yes. that i'm feeling when i'm watching it or at what time i can't tell when i, I stop want, crying I and start laughing and butt then, plug like as a yeah. candle to yeah. me yeah. and a donut uh a bagel dude. i, I never, put, oh, I put everything Sorry, not a donut. Put everything on a bagel um, on a bagel yeah yeah, a raccoonie. Like, oh my god! Like, I it is not inside of me to say I want to see this movie, and so the, and so I have to depend on other people to be like, dude, I've got some shit for you. Check this out. <laughs> and sometimes that dude yeah. is Todd Phillips in a trench coat with lined with Joker musicals. Like, yeah. Dude, <laughs> make him laugh. Make him yeah. laugh. I just the make whole him laugh. world. No, but like, okay. Like there's Phoenix. nothing else under that trench coat, though. How did Amanda? <laughs> how did, yeah, he's just full on flashing. No, but did Amanda like like it? Oh, no, you yeah. can see the her tweet yeah. is like. Oh, I didn't see the tweet. Oh, okay. So she good. needs a few days to process the emotion. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. I, I watched to watch it again. I watched it while I was camping. It was like oh, wow. by myself in the middle of the night with headphones and a <laughs> laptop and a tent. Oh um, wow, that's the way to do it. <laughs> and like I, I also watched the Northman that way. That was the oh, way to watch shit. that movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um so you watched like two like, you know, cinematic. Yeah, I it was weird. I I did I, I was legitimately camping, but also I managed to catch up on I saw like everything everywhere all at once, Northman, ambulance, ambulance. and Ambulance is fucking amazing. I saw that I don't, IMAX, Steven. You should have dude, come and seen it with me in IMAX. Oh, my dude, God. Michael Bay telling Jake Gyllenhaal, here, let me give you a bunch of crazy things for you to yell, and I'll edit it together, is, like, such a great aesthetic. <laughs> like, speaking of, like, things that I wouldn't have thought of, like, you watch the movie, you're like, I don't know wh when, how, or why they filmed any of this dialogue but they just kind of stitched it together to kind of make a, but it's all everything out of his, like, I, I can't remember any of it, but like the, every quote from Jake Gyllenhaal's mouth is like absolute fire. It's like, who wrote, oh. it's like Michael Bates had a notebook full of like things. I'm going to have Jake yell to use yeah. at some, as a, as a, cause it's always it exactly. to Jake and he'll say like, like you better hold on to your shit. fart hole and then it'll like cut away. And I'm like, what? There's like, just, you just have a reel of him. Just, you're like, all right, next one. Now you say, um, I, I hope you like grapefruit emojis. Like, yeah. go ahead. Say it. Like, it's like, why? Why are you saying that? Well, it's just, he's going to yell it and it's going to mean something. Like, just don't worry about it. We'll edit it in somewhere. It's, It'll it, be it's, a, that, it's that whole thing we'll of Ben Affleck asking about Armageddon. Like, wouldn't they just train the astronauts to drill? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but like, I saw Ambulance also, but I, but the theater I was in, the fucking, uh, the sound was so effed up where we, could barely hear the dialogue and all the background noise was amplified big time so i had a bad experience i, I had to rewatch it because i enjoyed the visuals because michael bay with a drone oh he had fun he also, was like <laughs> like the number of shots the, oh shit the number yeah. of times he referenced like for an extended Himself. period michael bay movie like they have a full-blown conversation about the rock and they talk about bad boys and like See, that was stuff <laughs> i could not hear because my experience Man. we even complain they're like sorry that's just the way Literally, it is like, what no, does he is. say oh, what is the, what is the line from the from connery about was it the, the prom oh, you don't fuck the palm you know winners fuck the palm prom queen yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and he's like what are you talking about he's like the rock you haven't seen the rock great movie like they just go on <laughs> <laughs> michael bay we know you wrote this like <laughs> what or directing it i guess someone else did the screenplay but like <laughs> still though yeah it was michael it was, it was fun it was very gratuitously self-indulgent and i love gratuitously self-indulgent movies from well michael bay should make like a uh, um like uh what's the nicholas cage movie the uh um what's what yeah he should make yeah, a would... he should really direct a movie about him <laughs> just or just do like an, ex an expendables like i feel and like have nicholas cage in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know they Nicolas Cage and Michael Bay need to work together again because that's my favorite Michael Bay movie is The Rock and I don't know they should just work. Yeah, I read, I read Williams' uh, uh, comment down there wrong. I, I thought he said he lost his butt plug. Oh yeah, me too. Was like, he lost, uh, but he we lost where, him. At where plug. William? Where William? <laughs> that's the question. Hopefully, uh, you know, not not you know, <laughs> yeah. The uh, IRS. Yeah, we were watching that as everyone does when they first show those trophies. Amanda was like, 
there is no like what else could that trophy be intended to look like and i was like just go with it <laughs> just don't worry about it no the just, fanny just the, let it happen the, 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 the fanny happen the fanny pack scene starts and she's like what's going on i'm like it hasn't even started getting started yet don't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't even I know. You don't even... I saw that movie three times in theaters. The last oh. time was so I could see it in IMAX. I love mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. a movie that I remember the first time I saw it. I walked out going, what the fuck was that? And I loved every minute of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched my first reaction. I was just like, I don't even know. But I loved that wholeheartedly. Like, it's just Did whatever you that was. The editing. The editing. How do you edit that? Like, how do you edit that without losing your fucking mind? Yeah. I mean, did you guys see Swiss Army Man? The yeah, same. No, I still need to see Swiss Army. I, Man. Oh, dude, that is also very good. Swiss Army Man is a very similar. It's not quite as insane, but it's all. It's got similar yeah. moments where it's like, am I supposed to be laughing or crying at this? I'm doing both, <laughs> and I'm comfortable with that. But let yeah. me know if I'm only supposed to be doing one or the other because I can't tell. <laughs> Like, God, man. It's the same directors. You have to watch it. Yeah, the Daniel. Oh, no, I know. I know. And, and actually, and I mentioned he rides after. a farting Daniel Radcliffe like a ski doo. Yep. Yeah. I, That's I knew about that. all yeah. you need to know. About the movie. Well, because one of one of the Daniels, one of the Daniels is from Birmingham. So. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Daniel cool. Scheinert is from is from from Birmingham because I discovered that as I was seeing it, and my high school theater teacher was like. Oh yeah, I love Daniel. He's great. And I'm like, looked it up. Yep, born in Birmingham, Alabama. I went, okay uh, then. Pretty cool. So it's also possible that we went to the same high school. Wow, because he's oh wow. You could have walked by him for all you know, and he was gonna make one of the he was gonna make the greatest multiverse movie ever made. Ever made. Yes. Yeah, because you know, let's face it. I mean, you know, Doctor Strange had nothing on on that movie, but I mean, one of the I mean, and then even the Shining, you know, the fact that. Uh, Mr. Kwan, you know, short round coming back and what the fuck? I mean, I, I remember I, t- I DM'd you, Scott. I was like, how did I not know that uh, the actor played short round in, uh, in, in uh, Temple of Doom was the dad in this? I, I, like, I, I know, had no I idea. I had no idea until like it was pointing out. I don't even know where it was. And I was like, holy shit, where the, where the fuck has he been? And then when you watch him, you go, oh, and then I was looking him up. I was all oh, he's done stunt coordination and it shows in the movie. Oh my god, that fa- that fanny pack, that Dude. fanny pack scene is oh. amazing. Amazing. That, that's, that's like that. That reminds me how I felt watching like the Matrix for the first time. Yeah. Like yeah. Yep. Dude, this movie guy... was uh, not as multiverse as people were, you know, hyping up to be, but it was kind of like the Matrix meets, you know, Rick and Morty or the something one. like that. <laughs> yeah. Or even the one. Remember the one with Jet Li and Jason Statham. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I watched yeah. that recently, or most yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Stephen, so I wanted to know, when you watched The Northman, did it remind you of anything? Um, <laughs> yes. But, like, like, lots of different things. I don't, you'll need to be more specific. Yeah. I know, okay. Is there, a, is, there, is there a piece of classic literature that The Northman reminded you of? Uh, Beowulf? I am. Not bad. But, no, it's, you know, it came to my mind. No, sorry. you're wrong. No. no. <laughs> what came to my mind, and then it turns out that I was right. Hamlet. Oh yeah. 
it kind of does have that sense too. You know, yeah. it, it, it's literally based on the same source material. Mm. That's you know. crazy. Well, True. and and it's and it's told in the five act revenge saga sort saga, of yeah. structure. Yes. Um, Dude, that so, scene with yeah, with him and uh, Nicole Kidman when it was like revealed. See, that My, was the, one of the scenes that really got me because you know Hamlet and and Gertrude have a scene similar to that in Hamlet. So when I, that happened, I was just like, okay. I've seen my movie this. theater, my movie theater, like they, you know, it wasn't like packed. Obviously there was like, probably like, you know, it was a few other people, but man, the, 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 the noises people were making, they were like, Oh my God, no, no. Woo. Woo. And just the way that that played out, it was like one of those where it was like, Oh shit. Like just the way that that was played out, that whole reveal was uncomfortable yeah. and so well done too it was just like mm. holy shit like is it a very interesting not even middle ground but like no. split the difference between the green knight and like braveheart like, yeah i feel like this is a lot closer to like what people wanted the green knight to be like mm -hmm. um and then a lot of people even compared it to braveheart yet like then the ending is way more like the green knight green knight yes. than it is it's very and like it leans into that. You're like, oh, this is like getting real Braveheart on me, and then it, and then it ends. I'm like, oh, that was really not a Braveheart ending. Like, um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. Good um, lord. Yeah, man. I was a that I was a big fan. Yeah, I watched that in the middle of the night, um, in the woods in a tent with headphones <laughs> on your little screen. <laughs> no, uh, I had a pretty good sized screen. I mean, it wasn't huge. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I was sitting this close to it. It's, it's you know. It's, he had it against his face. No, so it was on a. Like, it, was at, it was like a fourteen-inch laptop. When you're sitting, like it's the equivalent oh, okay. of uh, it's the equivalent of like forty-two inches at six feet or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I was happy. I actually I had a birthday coupon from Focus Features Store, so my North. I have a Northman shirt coming my way. Nice. Yes. It's a green it shirt. It, I'm, it's, I'm curious what it looks it's like. Green, and it, all it says on the front is "Avenge, Save, Kill." nice i like nice. it i like it no man more more stuff like that i mean that's what sucks though is like everybody talks about that movie but then of course it's like oh yeah it didn't do so well and i love eggers when he talks about it. he's like well i'm just gonna keep continuing doing my shit i'm not gonna do a marvel movie i'm gonna do my my own fucking thing and i'm like yes please keep on doing what you're doing because every movie that you've made i've really enjoyed even though if i've walked away going what the Fuck, yes. but but, it, but 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 it's not a what the fuck like <laughs> I don't nobody saw men here I'm sure Alex Garland I, I, I need to see that oh, really? yeah. it's not it's not one of those where I went what the fuck and I don't know if I want to watch it I can't wait to watch the Northman again I can't mm -hmm. you know I that it's a movie where it's like I could watch that again but when it comes to a movie like Men Mother um, uh, oh is Men like Mother oh yeah oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. oh, oh, it might be even a little bit worse. <laughs> I'm Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because when it comes to mother, I've told the mothers that I know in my, in real life, don't watch that movie. Do not watch that movie. Um, it might scar you a little bit when it comes to men. It's just, I just tell people the last 20 minutes, you might walk away with like wide eyes going. That was a better <laughs> Did you see it, Casey? No, not yet. Oh, okay, it's no. not really easier. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I figured out that I didn't want to see men in theaters because I didn't need you know to have an episode, 
Um, and I also didn't see. Oh, that's see... right. I forgot. Yeah. How you, yeah. You might want to skip this one, Scott. Yeah, okay. If, if that's the case, that's good. Because the other one I was curious about was because I love Cronenberg and I was curious about crime. I was going to ask. I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I talked to Meg about that. She saw it and she was like, what the fuck again? I'm like, yeah. So you watched, she watched two back, she watched Men and uh, Crimes of the Future back to back, not back to back, but like in a week span or whatever the fuck. And she, I was like, yeah. And she hadn't seen Top Gun yet. I'm like, do yourself a favor. Watch Top Gun to fucking cleanse your palate because you have watched some fucked up. Apparently, yeah, crime, I, I don't think I could do Crimes of the Future. I don't think I can. It's too much. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I can. Just like, I've heard. I know, but I, I don't. I just when I saw the trailer, I'm like, it seems like it's going to be heavy on the body horror thing. And she told me a little bit about it. And I went, and yeah, I'm probably going to wait. <laughs> I'll wait. A little bit. Did you? You didn't watch it, Scott, right? Oh no, no. I, that yeah. was another one. Of those that was just like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to watch this in the theater. This is I need to watch from the comfort of my own home. But see, yeah, from what I gather from her, it's she told me one specific thing. I won't say it, but it's like I was like, what? Not as bad as men, <laughs> but I was still going. I don't know if I can handle that. This, okay. Stuff. I'm like the body horror. Like I can go to a point. But from what I saw in the trailer and what she explained to me, I was like, mm, I just I think I might have to skip this one because, man, I mean, yeah, I Cronenberg, Cronenberg can do yeah. that because there's some because I mean, I my last class in graduate school was called Kubrick and Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Imagine that being <laughs> how you No, no, we read we read eight books. Four that were turned into movies by Kubrick, four that were turned into movies by Cronenberg, and we studied the books and the movies, the style of Kubrick, the style of Cronenberg, and the adaptation. I wrote... Sorry, Joey, I know what he means. Nobody knows what the fuck that means. I actually wrote... I actually ended up writing my thesis for the class on the depiction (laughs) of Holmes in cronenberg oh my god so i i remember i think i used i i know i used the dead zone and I'm cronenberg also did videodrome right he did videodrome i like videodrome but he and, that's oh, he body did, horror shit too. He did, oh no body horror stuff he did some stuff like that naked lunch naked lunch i saw naked lunch yeah Oof. Yeah, yeah, long live the new flesh. I actually like Videodrome, though. It was, yeah, something, it's interesting. You kind of watch it and you just, I mean, it's James Woods and weird shit. But yeah, that's Cronenberg. That's just Cronenberg, you know? Yeah. I still need to see, this is one of my cinema shames. I still have not seen his remake of The Fly. Oh, God. You haven't seen the Jeff Goldblum version. No, I have not. No. One fact about that: I can't. the 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 original version freaks me out more than the fucking remake. Yes, I'm not. I'm arachnophobic. I cannot watch that fucking scene. And big fly heads also freak me out. I shit you not. I think yes. I'm yeah. familiar. That's one of the ones that like I only want. know I because care. of big the big bug eyes. Ugh. Yeah. It's one of the ones I only know about because of the Simpsons parody. That was my that was my, my uh, weird owl in the Simpsons was like the the, the it's like that's how I made a checklist of like oh so these are the things I need to know about scanners he pop culture scanners. his scanners he did and then you scanners. go and you watch scanners it. Are great yeah, Sorry, yeah. but, but, no, but then he also did stuff like a history of violence 
and yeah. Eastern Promises. I still need to see Eastern Promises. Um, no, but like, yeah, when it comes to like, yeah, the the remake of The Fly is, yeah, very gross and whatever the fuck. But yeah, it's very well done. And yeah, it's yeah. If you're not good at the whole body horror thing, it's not that bad. But again, <laughs> I don't know why the, the I remember I remember specifically this one time where it was like AMC a long time ago when I was you know, younger there was like a fly, like they were showing like the fly marathon and I was forcing myself to watch it. And there was, I think it was like the fly two or three, I don't know the original one. And there was like a, a moment in there where whoever was working on the whole thing and like these guys broke in and did this whole thing. And they put the dude in one of the port, like the, one of the pods that's going to do the whole thing. And of course he merges with the fly and then literally like, <laughs> It's black and white. It's old. And when somebody shows up to see like what happened and they look over and they see the dude, he's in there and he's got a big, huge fly head and they just show it. And it's huge. I literally jumped because it freaked me out that much. There's no music, no nothing. It was just because it was a big fly head and it freaked me out. I literally was laying on the couch and I went and I almost fell off the couch because of that it's just something about it's it's the hair in the big eyes with spiders and flies and bugs that freak me out that's what gets to me well see i had to i had to look back out because i was trying to remember what were the four movies and books that i read for that class that were cronenberg and it was the dead because we did two stephen kings obviously because you yeah. know for kubrick it was the shining and then for cronenberg it was the dead zone it was, so it was the dead zone naked lunch M Butterfly and Crash. Now remind reminding you that's sex and cars crash, not racism is bad crash. <laughs> nice. But anyways, all right, we're five hours in. Let's wrap this up. You know, I know you said, I just you just said sex and again. cars. Come on. I know, right? Like, I know, right? Let's get into that. Now but, uh, this is uh, that is why that is why he's shutting it down, Scott. Oh, come on. James Slater, <laughs> Holly Hunter. I mean, come on. It's getting too R-rated here. It's getting too R-rated. But no, this was uh, this was a great stream, of course. And thank you to Logan. Thank you to John. Thank you to Jordan for uh, joining in. And, uh, you know, thank you to you guys. We'll go around the horn right now. And, uh, you know, talking about the Ezra stuff. Um, obviously, we added some light to it. Uh, further on, we'll talk about more. We'll get Alex on here course he couldn't make it because of uh he's got the little one right now and uh so he couldn't make it but yeah let's go around the horn uh scott you'll go last uh we'll keep you at last don't forget <laughs> yeah. me. Don't forget me. <laughs> i won't forget you this time i'm not that drunk um enosh go for it all right join me <laughs> join me. Oh, i had a dream no, it's i had a dream true. it's not possible <laughs> yeah i'm still in this movie guys yeah, somehow. No, uh, but you have a blue, but you have a blue cape and cow. Yes. yes, I'm with a naked Ezra Miller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, join us over at Poindexter Lounge. We have a lot of great fun, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. So good time. Join us Always a good time. Thank you, Enosh, for joining mm -hmm. KC. You can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media and also at The Real Talk Life. <laughs> no, you can't find him. His camera's not on. I he turned his camera off. He's like, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah. And now he's, he's like literally laying down right now. No, but the thank you, Casey. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, Stephen. 
Uh, yeah, my name is Stephen Colbert. You can find me on all social media at SM Colbert. You can find my writing at ScreenRant.com. And you can find me and Andrew Dice talking about Batman v Superman or other Snyder movies, depending on the uh, occasion, at uh, SnyderMinute.com. We are currently working through the uh, the rooftop scene in BVS. Um, earlier tonight, the Lolita <clears throat> um, Lois uh, portion of that scene went up with uh, with Lex, and then pretty soon we've got the uh, the Lex and Superman stuff coming up too. And so, and as anyone who has listened to or heard me talk about that podcast, go figure. When we get to that section of the movie, it's like cleanly sliced into like episodes of the rooftop scene. Like, there's no like Lois is all in one minute, and the Superman and Clark's or and Lex stuff is all in other minutes. So it's hmm. like of of the kind of thematically everything is coming together, and then also it's like, oh wow, he like perfectly sectioned this into like talk about Lolita for one minute and then talk about God for one minute and then talk about Martha for what like it's, it's it's great so check it out check it out all right send us off Scott well of course you can find me on Twitter at Scott DC 27 you can find my podcast DC Squadcast for podcast can be found which tomorrow morning we'll be dropping our next episode of Batman scene by scene where we'll be discussing the introduction of Alfred and the uh, decoding of the cipher in the batman where of course we're on vero facebook youtube with an entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com and of course join us every sunday night at 9 p.m central 7 p.m pacific as we discuss every episode of batman the Fanimated stream this sunday we'll be discussing the technically final appearance of clayface in the original run of the show let's slide there it is and uh you know thank you mama film junkie for sending me uh this right here um, <laughs> you, know, fly, you know it's that's what it is thank it thankfully it wasn't a spider uh, or else that would moms really know what out. their sons need i know see she's still watching and she was like here you go uh talking about big fly heads anyways ugh, those eyes this the eyes and like, there's a little bit of fur on there it's Help like fucking, me. Ugh. yeah See, that scene right there is any that that scene freaks me out anything worse than anything that's in the fucking Cronenberg remake. You know, I don't mind, you know, Jeff Goldblum like throwing up on someone's hand that burns it off. Anyways, um <laughs> uh make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up and uh do all that and uh make sure you um I'm I'm sounding like Jeff Goldblum and uh yes and do that. Yes, 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 and uh subscribe to the channel, yes, hit that notification, yes. Uh apartments.com. Um so yeah, make sure you guys uh do all that, subscribe, uh hit all that, and uh thank you to everybody who uh joined and uh thank you guys as Per usual, uh, per usual, per, see, I got it's musical a musical, it's a musical, per usual musical. There we go. All right, guys, talk to you later. <laughs>